Pink Cure Already, episode 532. Taylor? This episode of PK is brought to you by Blue Chew and Smart Mouth. Two very familiar names. We'll talk more about them later. So, Kyle, you had some harsh words for a certain morbidly obese uh, quitter, I'll call him, a quitter. Yeah. Who never yeah. gets anything done. She got That's fired. Right. She didn't quit. Oh, we're not talking about Gina Carano? No, no oh! just talking about George R. R. Martin. Wait, you're not talking about wings? <laughs> <laughs> just a list of fat people who got fired. <laughs> no, this guy didn't even get fired. He just failed entirely. He, he was even guy. worse than getting Fuck fired. This guy. I hope he dies today. <laughs> that's a distinct Christ. possibility. Look, that's the best photo they could find of him. I guarantee that's, that's like Game of Thrones season one. He picked that photo. One, that's a one selfie. Premiere. He's going and take it. <laughs> It's Fuck hard. that guy. Fuck that. Actually, all right. Let me. Let I me, can't let me show drop. the photo. Let me pull oh, wait, that back a little. It's laziness. He finished. What was it? The first book was finished in the early or to mid nineties. Does that sound right? Like ninety six. I I don't want to get the numbers wrong. I don't remember. But but look here. It was in the nineties. The thing is, I don't I don't care anymore because my suspicions are that the show ended the way he wanted it to end, and that what we really missed out on was a little more character development to make it all make a little more sense. But I still don't care because if you're going to end it that way, fuck you, fuck you for for writing a bad book. Fuck you for having all these like wonderful ways it could have gone. When you look at like the fan theory, YouTube channels for uh, game of Thrones and see the stuff that they were thinking up, it's like, get Way these better. guys a fucking typewriter. They'll finish this shit. Let one of them write their alternate version of how this shit should have gone. I would yeah. pay serious money. I, I'll, I'll sign it for Paramount Plus, whatever the fuck you want me <laughs> to. They'd actually fix well, this. As, as yeah, you don't know about Paramount. Got... Oh, Paramount Plus is a streaming service that it, it, it's like stop trying to make Paramount Plus happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> except it's apparently going to happen. They're getting so they're getting the Halo series, live action Halo uh, TV series, and like Does they were care about that anymore. Yes, very much Kyle so. Does. And I they know, were advertising man. the fuck out of it during the Super Bowl. Like they must have spent, I don't know, what's a Super Bowl spot cost? 10, 12 million? They must have rolled six or seven of them. Yeah, not. I think so. Well, you'd yeah, know better well. than me, but I thought it was. Yeah. They're running two minute thematic spots <laughs> during the. F- five minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah. Five minutes at a time, normal. But who yeah. knows what it was this year? Uh, I, th- I thought yeah, their rates but- actually went down a little bit from their peak because their, their ratings struggled a bit. 5.6 million would be a good estimate for a 30-second spot. I don't know what you said. Yeah. yeah well, then if that was a minute spot, you were pretty much spot on. Well, in any case, um, yeah, back to George Martin. The, the, the headline here is that George R.R. R. Martin is bringing Roger Zelazny's fantasy novel to HBO. Apparently, this is a, a novel penned in 1979 about a road that travels through time. And it's like... Time road. It's like, dude, if you have time to, I'm guessing he's a producer or uh, or something like that, showrunner. I don't know what his title is going to be, what his his, uh, his his thing is going to be for this. Why is he bringing someone else's novel to HBO? Doesn't quite make a, made a lot of sense to me because he was clearly not involved enough to like save his last project, which is his book. Yeah. Uh, so like, look, if you've got time for that, then I've completely lost all faith in you because I was one of those people who was like, look, if it takes him... Maybe he dies writing the last two books, but that might actually be better than him rushing through them and like cementing shit down, right? Like, like 
Tolkien has unfinished novels. Nobody minds that much. He We're finished like, oh, the big one. Yeah, but he, did, he didn't finish the sequel. So listen to the dates on the Game of Thrones releases, right? So listeners, yeah. like, there's numbers coming at you. 96, 98, 2000, 2011, right? It was like two years, two years, two years, 11 years, and now we're 10 years and counting. What? Wait, no, there's five books. Uh, not on my screen. <laughs> they, they, they erased the winds of winter. No, uh, no more winds. Of winter. They literally did. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, let it, me do it again. I think winds winds of winter. When did that come out? Uh, that came out. Oh, will winds of winter ever be released? It's not out. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was. That I'm. I'm. It's been so long. I've like almost like a trauma victim excised so much game of thrones from my head and like i am happy to see how nobody i guess we're disproving this right now talking about it but nobody talks about it at all it could have been a really big cultural thing that people referenced and it ended so cataclysmically that like everybody agreed like this was just something we don't talk about anymore this is going to be like lost we just don't talk about it so yeah this guy will die not writing his last two books. I, I think that as soon as he started getting fucked regularly and had a nice house and money, he did not care what happened to John. I hope a crazed fan game. kills him. I hope somebody who's very upset with what what happened just fucking. You know, takes maybe Kathy, maybe a Kathy Bates style fan will get a hold of him and be like, "Write the fucking book." Is that the woman from knees. Misery? This misery. Yeah, that's the one from Misery. You need you need Kathy Bates in Misery there. She would amp him up. I want actual Kathy Bates. Taylor, to get him I have. He would he heard. would turn the, the the manuscript in, and she'd be sitting there like, oh, oh. like the movie, and then go, Arya kills the Night King. Arya kills. Do you not remember from the first book? You remember in Misery where she's referencing yes. all the things and she knows so much. You and you're gonna have Arya do it begin again. Smack his broken leg. Taylor, <laughs> I'm almost half a century old, and this is the best idea I've heard so far. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm loving yeah, this. This is a good one. Just, not so much an idea as like a crime of this fictitious person is committing. <laughs> it's not as much as a crime that can't be listening. If you're listening, if you're listening to this. Kathy don't Bates. do that. <laughs> don't, don't do anything. Do like it. That. Don't <laughs> kidnap George R. R. Martin. Don't do it. Mm-mm. Don't tie him to a bed and torture him into fixing one of the greatest pieces of fantasy literature ever penned. Don't but do that. You do have him go back and edit out the whole Sand Snake thing so that can never happen again. We don't even know if that's in the books. Is that in the books? If it is, it was referenced not that much. You know, I uh, I a didn't actually happened. read the most recent book. I think I'm like four books in. I didn't. I don't think I. I think that the bad shit started happening around. Like like like, I don't remember what slowed me down and maybe not read the fifth book. But there probably were, knowing he wasn't going to release it in forever, hmm. and there's no rush. I I'm not, I don't remember what my mindset was at the time. Pr- prison may have popped up into my life. Dude, it was a slog to get through. As it them. does. Um, I did really? listen to all the books. Yeah, but oh, I like the books. I, there were times when I was kind of multitasking and stuff. So I don't like. I, I don't know if I could mm-hmm. pass a test on them, but I did it, sit through them all. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember the Sand Snakes being a significant part of it. I, I think no, it, it was more the show else. that did that. It's, but you're right. It is so weird that they would bring. That George R. R. Martin would still be involved at this point. 
Like, what credibility is his name bringing? Like, Dude. if anything, when people hear about him, they're like, oh, yeah, the guy who didn't finish the Game of Thrones book and totally shit the bed with nothing but opportunity. But in fairness, no, no, wait. The two David Benny, what the two David D &D, guys? D they often call. Yeah, them. they were the ones who ultimately shut it down. But I'm pretty sure we found out a while back when this first happened that George R. R. Martin signed off on that. Like, yeah, sure, we can we can knock this out in eight more episodes. Like, I he, think you're right. George R. R. Martin probably could have had the sway, you know, as the guy who wrote the fucking books, to be like, oh no, sorry, D, you know, D and D or whatever, you're gonna have to go an extra season. I would prefer three, but you got to do this and an extra one. Like. He had that sway. He wrote the fucking books. He just didn't care. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's pissing me off. I'm actually more upset about it than I thought it would be. I, I'm, I'm, I'm legit, <laughs> like, like, like I really am upset about it. Like, like, like I, 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 that was a great story. It bothers me so much. Like, I remember like planning to like buy the DVD box set for my father, and like thinking mm -hmm. about like what a great gift this is going to be for him. Like, like, cause he, he's, he, I showed him Battle of the Bastards. Um, one night, like at my house, I was mm -hmm. like, because I was always talking about the show, how good it was. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, come, come in here, come in my bedroom. Let's sit down. Let's watch. Let, let me show you one episode of this mm -hmm. TV show that I watch. I was like, keep in mind, this is a TV show. And I and we get like five minutes in and I'm like, all right, so here's the setup. That guy has kidnapped that guy's little brother, been holding him hostage for like two fucking years. He raped that guy's sister after he forced her into a marriage. She's, she's now all messed up. He skins people alive. Oh, and by the way, that castle that he's coming out of, that's this guy's ancestral home. And he's showing up with all of his friends from the north, mm -hmm. but there's, they're outnumbered three to one. But he's showing up to fight anyway, because it's the right thing to do. He could have stayed up there. And I'm, I, I lay it all out for him, and we watch it, and he was like, well, this is a hell of a show. <laughs> he's like, he's like that, this is like a movie this is like a movie and he's like he's like were those real horses i was like yeah they were real horses wow he's like like that reminded me of braveheart i'm like exactly that's what we compare it to it's just like braveheart with the horses mm -hmm. it's and then like i was thinking like oh he's gonna love it when i hand him this kakonk like box set of blu-rays with with the full you know thing on there and now i'm just like he we, he brought it up a few months ago when he was here and I, I was like, ah, they ruined it. They ruined it at the end. I was, I was like, they just decided nothing they had written mattered, and they wanted to wrap it up so they could make some more money on a different job. And they just ruined it. Eh, it's still ruined a good it. gift. Just give it to them on April Fool's Day. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> it's like a prank I, I don't now. fucking. I'll, I'll buy them the Sopranos again, but this a Blu-ray <laughs> this time instead of DVD. It'd be a much better gift. Yeah, Sopranos. Fuck that up. show. So I got a completely different story that's fascinating to me. This happened today. Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot in the chest and the shooter stole her two French bulldogs and dog napped them. And she has put out some massive reward for the return of her dogs. The dog, the, do the dog walker lived. He's uh. recovering in a hospital from his gunshot wound, but Jesus she's put Christ. out like a six figure reward for her fucking French bulldogs. He gets half a million. Which yeah, I think it's like half a million dollars. Half a million dollar reward for dogs stolen. Dog so if anyone has seen Cruella DeVille, <laughs> you want to contact Lady Gaga. She will hook you up with half a million dollars. You can get your you can go ahead and pump that right into GME, make a cool five, six million by the end of the month. 
Here's a video. It says from 10 hours ago. It says Lady Gaga's dog Asia gets rescued by the LAPD. So oh. maybe one of them has been found. So, but there's still a quarter mil on the table, folks. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> Based on this video, it doesn't say Asia and Africa got rescued. Just Asia. I wonder if Asia is anyone going to get a quarter mil for that? Dude, yeah. I'd go find not a look alike. The police. You know, someone's out there right now. This could be its own movie. They're <laughs> looking for, they're going to the pound, looking for, they're like, mm, no, no. Hmm. You know, if we die this one, if we put a little, <laughs> a little shoe polish, a, <laughs> a little shoe polish. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't her dog's kind of squinty eyed? All right. <laughs> yeah, kind of like this. And then I was like, <laughs> yep, just like that. I, I, hers actually got a limp. Well, hold my beer. Yeah, I, somebody's doing that. There's a movie where that happened. It might have been um, Seven Psychopaths with Christopher Walken or, or whatever that movie is. I think they do something like that. But uh, but yeah, that's a wild ass story, right? Like, yeah, I mean, and to shoot somebody over the dogs. It, I don't. I don't know. Nobody knows yet. But maybe it was revenge based. Maybe Lady Gaga. Maybe it was a random stuff. crime. Maybe it was like maybe he got an argument with the dog walker, shot him, and then didn't actually steal the dogs, but they just ran off. And that he was came the story. trying to kill the dog walker all along, and the mm. dogs were the only witnesses to the crime. <laughs> ah. so, so he kidnapped them so they couldn't testify. Yeah, that's retarded. I'm not going to say <laughs> nothing, balls. <laughs> just let me go i won't say anything <laughs> I, I i am right under that story was a gif of lady gaga showing her bush uh while on stage she's like, she's like pulling her panties out like yeah here's my pussy i was, I was like how does this make it to the front page right alongside the dog they're, they're trying to get thing. attention for the dog story they want people to to care enough to go find those pups Good god right? that is yeah. a huge amount of money Imagine being. I thought you were gonna say that's a huge amount of hair. Like, oh, like yeah, I'm, I mean, she does need to tend to that. It's, it's a little much. I'm sure it is a huge amount of hair. I haven't seen it. That, it but. was a little more than I would have liked. It's, oh, um, but that's a oh. that's a ridiculous level of wealth to just immediately be able to be like half a million Which, dollars, bring my dog back. Did she intentionally flash it? Yeah, yeah. She pulls the top of her. She pulls her dress up. She pulls the panties down. She's like, yeah, here's my bush. Hmm. Is the I I binged it. And I'm the first ones that come up look like they could be look like if she claimed it was accidental, I couldn't prove her wrong. Well, I mean, she's done like nude stuff before, like completely nude videos and stuff like with like close ups of her vagina. So like, isn't most of that shit scripted like when it was like, oh, Brittany got out of the limo and like spread her legs in a way that people never get up scripted. I've heard stuff before where it's like, oh, the, a lot of celebrities do things like that. But I can also see that being nonsense and like some scumbag paparazzi's like, no, they wanted us to take a picture of her snatch. She was, it was right there, hidden. It was right there, barely visible. Dude, if I wore a short skirt, I'd be flashing my testicles accidentally all the time. That's how I get out of a chair. That's how I get on a motorcycle. That's how I get like, I separate my knees sometimes. It's like yeah. the office episode. Jesus, yeah. Meredith, where are your panties? <laughs> like, why are you why are you clubbing with no panties if you're a celebrity and you're like getting out of your fucking Mercedes like you're delivering a baby? Like like I agree with Taylor. I think yeah, this is like a thing. Where, spot position, I, it was very calculated because there was that period of time where it's like, oh, this person's got a sex tape. Now this person's got a sex tape. Now this one's this person is, oh, this person flashed their cunt. Oh, now, now this person, now that person. It was like, 
It was clearly like for a couple of these. Now, some like Emma Watson, for example, she was wearing panties. They were kind of. I don't sexy, like bringing lazy. that one up. I'm not sure how old she was during that. I oh. can neither. I I don't know that I saw or know what you're referring to. Are you talking about the Harry Potter girl? Yeah, yes. but I thought she was in her twenties. I've never heard about this controversy. Um, was it like a Britney Spears style thing? Because everybody, that's like the. I'm told one. that she was wearing semi-transparent panties and someone used a flash bulb through the window of her limo while she's just sitting pretty ladylike and managed to like see through her panties and see Another the top classic, of her pubic hair. Classic example of celebrities seeking attention. Yeah, this this was different. She was probably like, hey, creepy guy, bring that flash bulb over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that one seems like it was uh, probably... Yeah, this wasn't Kim Kardashian literally just making a porno. Oh, it's weird. Your link didn't work on my end. <laughs> Me either. So you can see, like, I didn't realize her knees are completely together in this. That Oh, and she's also 18, according to this thing. According I don't to the website. But Kyle seems to think she might not be. I, I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually younger than I thought. I thought she was in her 20s. I don't know where I got that. I know she's no, older. She's fresh out of Hogwarts there. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure those movies ended when they were like, Harry, you're you're almost ready to finish your fifth year. And it's like a 31 year old man. <laughs> no, they were age appropriate. They, they really were because like, were they? they're so 12. No, they, they, they like timed it pretty perfectly with the casting of those kids. Like, like they're supposed to begin as like eight year olds and finish as like 16, 17 year olds. And that's what they did. No, they were way older than 16, 17 by the end. I don't think so. And I'm saying this as an almost guess. <laughs> it's just, I, don't, I've only, I do remember it started off and it was like, damn, Harry does look like a little kid. Who's just that sounds unbelievable kid. to me, but it. It's not smart to go against Kyle in matters of media. I mean, they may have been a couple years older. They might have been like 19, but they weren't like 22 or anything, like playing a 15-year-old. Like, um, is Tom Which Holland is a very Spider-Man's name? Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Yeah, that guy's... Yeah. He's pretty old, right? Too old to be playing a high school student. Uh, He is... Oh, 24, which is younger than I thought. Yeah. What Maybe somebody- an Alabama high school student. What are some examples of movies? And I just found a list. We'll see if any are good where actors were playing someone either way too old or way too young for who they were supposed to be playing. And it sucked you out of it. Ooh. I'm, I'm trying to find a good one. Mine is going to be Toby Maguire being, uh, I guess, Spider-Man three pretending to be a teenager at, as at 32, but he looks young. He could. Yeah, he can pull it off. Honestly. Steve Carell and Get Smart. What a terrible list. It's almost like these listicles have no thought behind them. Um, Roger Moore in A View to Kill. One from this century, man. <laughs> okay, well, Screen Rant, fuck you. You're I'm getting close. Low-budget movies are really bad at that because their casting choices are so limited. Um, I was watching some stuff on Best of the Worst the other day, and uh, I think it was... April Fool's Day. I have two, maybe. But like these guys are playing like high school students, 
and they are legitimately in their late 30s, early 40s. So this is an old movie, Grease, but it might be classic enough that people have seen it. Rizzo was 33 years old, that actress. And, and she looked it. She looked 33 too. Like she, she looked every, she just, she didn't look like a high school chick at all. She's got wrinkles. She's got, she just didn't belong in Greece. I got that? chills. Them multiplying. I forget one it's of my great kids. Soundtrack. I think it was Hope was just like all about that movie. We, we, every it. song they sing is about fucking. Is it really? Every single song in Greece is about sex. And the one's clearly about a car. The Grease Lightning one. Yeah. Every song's about sex. You might be right. Every, like, I promise you. Every okay. Song. Not smart to go against Kyle. And this Madison. is not a, this is not just like, <laughs> I bet they're all about sex. It's like, no, no, I, I know factually this is a, this is a known thing that like uh, every song in Greece is about sex. Because uh, the whole the, the whole movie's about sex. Um, I, 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 I like the you haven't seen it. It's a real classic. I love Greece? the fan theory that Travolta and uh, what's her name are dead at the end, and that's them riding off to heaven um, because you know they they uh, they died in the car accident or they drowned or whatever the fuck. Hmm. I, I've only seen it like maybe once all the way through, and I was a kid. But um, I don't know. I, I watch stuff about movies, uh, and I like Travolta. I love young Travolta. He looks great in that movie. He's, uh, What's Travolta's best movie? Uh, Travolta's be best movie? Pulp Fiction was his resurgence. You know, okay. that was him coming back and and like reestablishing himself after years of being on a real downswing. A lot of people like Urban Cowboy. That's when he's in his like physical attractiveness prime. I think um, Grease is right there too. Uh, you know, it's probably four or five years prior, but, um, I mean, he did so much cheesy schlock. Like if you look at like face off with uh, Nicholas cage, uh, where they broken air swap faces, I was a broken air was the next one I was, I was going to mention. I like that um, movie more than other people. I think I like, I enjoyed that Christian yeah. Bale. Is that his name? Christian Bateman, Christian Bale, I think. No. Which no, it's it's uh, it's Christian Slater. Yes, you're right. Okay, he's yeah, a guy who always looks very squinty eyed, like he's trying to focus on you. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, that's Christian Slater, uh, who I like more than I should. Uh, and uh, but yeah, that that's an okay little action film. Um, I'm probably <clears throat> not not remembering some of his better stuff. He uh, he made a movie like last year, I think where he's a mentally retarded man who's obsessed with this like Hollywood actor. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, <sighs> there's this part where like it's low budget and there's, and he's got like, he's got a wig on cause he's been bald for many years and mm -hmm. he's wearing this retard wig. That's like awful. And uh, there's this part where he's like having like a little rant, like mm -hmm. all alone. And he's like, Blah, 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 say something, say, say something stupid. And like, like, it's clear that he was like, they were just rolling, right? They're just keeping the camera going on him. And he's, he's trying to like say things. Trying to that, think of something stupid to say. He was literally trying to think of something stupid to say, but they left in a part where he's like, say something stupid. And, and like, 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 like he's trying to like pump himself up to like say stupid things. And in his mind, 
there are professional filmmakers that work here. They're gonna yeah. t- they're gonna take this. Oh, uh, I, I like how Game of Thrones ended. Yeah, it's like, it's like roll on me for ten minutes. I'm gonna fucking lose my shit and freak out. Edit it down to like eight seconds of the best part, and like you'll have like a real good performance. It is one of the worst films ever fucking made. And what is I'm it called? S- oh, shit. But it, Google Christian John Travolta retarded movie. Travolta you'll get it. Um, there's a part. So I, I, I'm going to spoil it because no one should ever watch this movie. Oh, he um, looks hilarious. Yeah, he oh looks hilarious. His, name's, his character's name is Moose, I think. Um, so like Dude, he's obsessed with this Hollywood movie. actor, this, this fictional Hollywood actor. He goes to the guy's book signing, and they, they do that thing where the guy's like all out of time and not going to sign John Travolta's shit. Mm-hmm. And John Travolta's like following him outside. He's like, I have all of your VHSs, and, and I have them on DVD and Blu-ray as well, and I have this and that. And he's like, buddy buddy I, like i said inside we're all fucking done here all right you want to get fucked up and he's like no sir no please don't fuck me up like like at the very end john travolta goes to the guy's house accidentally kills his maid like literally like gets in like a struggle with her outside because he's <laughs> trespassing and kills her like she falls hits her head on a on a fountain and like boom dead and then he like sneaks into the guy's house knocks him out ties him to the bed and so the actor's tied to a bed in a dark bedroom, and he's like, the fuck is going on? And I think I'm watching Travolta, scene right now. <laughs> John Travolta walks in wearing a, a hockey mask with a knife, and the guy's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And he goes, ah, and it's a fake knife. It's a movie prop knife, and he, like, pops the mask up. He's like, oh, I got you. You, were, you were, I, That was a good performance, huh? I scared you real good. And he's like, yeah, man. That was a good one. He's like, hey, untie me and I'll sign anything you want. You know, T- I got some limited edition memorabilia in the back. <laughs> we'll, we'll wheel it out. So John Travolta is retarded. So, of course, he believes this little ruse and unties the guy. The guy, like, reaches above the bed, like, into blackness. Like, mm-hmm. like he just goes, like, imagine you looking at me right now and I just do this and come back with a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> like gun and, and he goes he blows like half of john travolta's hand off or something like that and mm-hmm. then they get into a fight and he's got a real knife now and there's a part where john travolta's on his back and he stabs john travolta's eye out and uh and so now john travolta is like missing finger or two mm-hmm. and his eye is gouged out and the guy just opens the door like he's letting a prostitute out and he john travolta walks out in shame then the murder of the maid gets blamed on the actor, and that's the end of the movie. It is outrageously bad. One of the worst movies ever made. Because what you have to consider is like you have competent people with decent funding making this. Does John Travolta have his does he have friends throughout the movie? Like he has one friend. It's a young girl who lets him walk around with that haircut. She like, does. Not only that, but she's like helping him find the celebrities he's, he's like how do you find where celebrities live and she's just like well he's one of these star maps silly that's how we know where they live but don't go getting into trouble and it's like you just gave a retarded man a treasure map to a fucking celebrity's <laughs> house that he's obsessed with what do you think's gonna happen you dumbass <laughs> Wait, yeah, gonna, dude, fingers blown off <laughs> he's gonna go fucking like there's this part where the celebrity's asleep in his like his easy chair in his living room and john travolta's like in the room with him like like touching his face I and like sniffing him. 
like he sneaks in and he has a camera and he goes to the celebrity and he gives the celebrity a, a kiss on top of the head while he's taking a picture of himself. And it's and he's it, posting those to social media. Like he's, he's a, tweeting that shit out. Yeah. Which makes no sense because like you don't have to be any kind of celebrity. Like, like, look, if I snuck into Woody's house, kissed him on the top of the head while he was asleep, took a picture and then tweeted it out, he would know about it. 10 minutes from then he yeah. would know about it. as soon as he awoke he would have messages this guy is supposed to be like i don't know like a tom cruise level actor or something like that mm -hmm. people are gonna be ringing his phone off the fucking hook if a retarded man is taking pictures of uh, uh, kissing him in the top of the head while he's okay, clearly well, unconscious how many followers or friends or whatever does this guy have it, it just could be in the ether somewhere it doesn't you know it doesn't matter though like, like take a guy who has like one follower or yeah. or like five and have him tweet a picture of him kissing Tom Cruise on the head, like in Tom Cruise's house when Tom Cruise is clearly unconscious, it's going to get to Tom Cruise within an hour. Okay. That's like, like, like somewhat yeah. the Scientology people are going to be fucking ringing his phone off. The hook. They're going to show up. They're not even going to bother calling. They're on the way. <clears throat> it's just, it's just an absurd film. It's awful. So you don't um, recommend so it. That might be John Travolta's worst film. And that is saying something. He's been in some real stinkers. Well, you know, like, like, and he doesn't have an excuse really for being in the stinkers. Like, like, yeah, he's rich. Uh, he, he he's fairly wealthy. You know, he's 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 that guy who he owns his own seven four seven, I believe. Uh, he flies it himself. Like, he has like a, a an airport essentially at his house with like multiple aircraft. Uh, he had some kind of a tragedy last year where I, I don't know if his wife died or his child died or maybe both. I think his wife died of like cancer, like, and then the next year, maybe his child died tragically in some way. I don't recall the exact details. Like maybe. Yeah. His wife died this past year. Yeah. It's, it, it's been a rough go for him. And then of course he had that whole thing where he was groping those men, um, that came out maybe four or five years ago. What did that ever go anywhere? Right up their thigh. I'm told. Ah, uh. But the but the people doing the the nutsack rubbing did they get paid out or anything or maybe yeah probably out? but nothing publicly really happened there were no real ramifications I think as long that's the only way you can like me to somebody and not get in trouble is if it's an adult man who is not in like a position of where where he doesn't have power then you can almost you can still get away with it uh, if he had groped a female masseuse or uh an, a a black masseuse maybe like but he he groped like an adult white man who was just like fucking john travolta's always grabbing my balls when i'm giving him a rub down i'm, I'm kind of tired of this and they're, they're like down with the patriarchy get out of here you masseuse and there's nobody seemed to care yeah well i certainly didn't didn't care a bit i think that uh you know look I like Pulp Fiction, and he did make a decent movie like a handful of years ago uh, from Paris with Love. Did you see that? I did not see that. From Paris with Love, uh, I don't, I can't remember the names of the the rest of the actors, but the 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 guy who plays opposite John Travolta is decent. Essentially, you got like a uh, some sort of like ambassador's aide in France. He's like the U.S. ambassador's aide, and he ends up on like a secret spy mission accompanying john travolta who's like 
a, a U.S. government agent who's been sent in to fix some shit. And uh, it's pretty fucking good. Like, John Travolta's character is so over the top that he's kind of cool. He's like, uh, he's just having this huge argument in the, they're coming through customs with his like bang energy drinks or whatever they're called. They had some kind of ridiculous name. And, uh, and finally, like they get them through customs and the guy's like, why are you so obsessed with this fucking energy drinks? I could have got you an espresso or, you know, some local shit. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about these energy drinks, man. And he like unscrews them. And he's got pieces of a gun that he's slowly putting together, like in the car. And he's, he's like, I have guns. He's like, yeah, but me and Mrs. Jones, we got a thing going on. He's like got cool little quips throughout the movie like that. And he's just kind of a badass. He just gets me in. And Mrs. Jones. Yeah. The, 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 the gun's gun. got a name. Yeah. The gun's got a name. name. Mrs. Yeah. Jones. Well, it's a, it's a reference. It me goes, and Agatha. <laughs> really like to tear Agatha's it up. better. Yeah, Agatha is better. That sounds like a witch. Yeah, but there's not a song about me and Mrs. Jones and how we got a thing going on. Is that a song? Yeah. There's lots of songs written about women <laughs> named Ag- Agatha. <laughs> well, in any case, it's a good movie. He even re- he rolls out the old Royale with cheese kind of thing because mm. they're in France and he's nah, like, yeah. like someone walks up like, like very... Uh, very like spy like 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 sort of like walks up with a bag and puts it next to him and the other guy's like what's that he's like ah this is a little something they call around here they call this a royale with cheese <laughs> it's <laughs> like he was just having a burger delivered yeah that one's okay that one's okay it's worth watch did you see the uh the news on the south dakota attorney general no what happened i do not know so i, I don't, don't even know, know if he's republican or democrat it's not meant to be a political thing but it's funny to me so South Dakota Attorney General says he had no idea that he ran over a person with his car. He's like, I thought it was a deer until the next day. They found the victim's glasses inside the guy's car. And he's still playing dumb. He's still like, you know what? I, I uh, <laughs> Glasses are in the car, huh? I didn't notice those till you showed them to me just now here in the interrogation room. Yeah. This fucker <laughs> ran over a man. The man's face slammed into the front windshield. And somehow the glasses of the victim got inside the, the attorney's car. And like two bloody handprints on the... He's claiming he thinks it's a deer. And I guess he just never stopped, never checked into it, never investigated, nothing. Just drove on hoping to say, you know, I thought it was a, a yeah. deer thing. At least, like, if you're going to break the law there... You just smacked into that guy. Apparently, he's not dead. If you're trying to get away with it, I don't know it, about that. I think he killed. Oh, him. did the guy die? Uh, oh, checking. well, then if he if he killed the guy, then like, and he was trying to get away with it, he should have definitely taken the body, put it in his trunk, right? Like taken all the evidence, because like uh, there must have been a camera, right? Uh, how else would they have caught him? Did they find was, like the, the license plate of him? The guy was almost <laughs> certainly drunk. When this happened, or he was in some other embarrassing situation, he had a ho- prostitute with him. Oh, he had a, a boy point. with him. He had a girl with him. He was drunk. He was on drugs. He was doing something he shouldn't have been doing, and this really complicated thing, so he it's couldn't panicked. come forward. Drunk yeah, off. it's yeah. kind of a classic movie setup, really. Interesting. Setup. I bet he didn't kill nearly as many people as Cuomo, though. We're talking about uh, politicians oh, yeah. Wait, fucking taking people Cuomo, out. I think it's funny. Like, so they, they were like, so Mr. South Dakota Attorney General, you didn't strike Mr. Johnson. It's like, no. 
well, here's uh, some glasses and a pair of underwear with Mr. Johnson and his address written on the back. It's like, <laughs> what do you think this proves? I know the law. And it's like, what, what, would, what would he do? <laughs> like, like, he would have to know better than anyone. Like, ah, I am going to prison. <laughs> Unless I was he... on Epstein's Island I got dirt on someone, I'm going to jail. Can I, I... give myself a plea deal? Is that how that works? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, in my head, I'm like, he's an attorney. Attorneys are so knowledgeable about the law that they don't foul up. If they said, Woody, we know you hit this guy. We have this guy's glasses in your car. The jig, the gig is up. The gig is up. The jig is up. Whatever it is, it's up. You're doomed. I'd be like, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you got me. Probably uh, you didn't move. ask me my Miranda rights. That's like a Magic the Gathering combo. I go. For, I go free. Yeah. When I was in the police station, they were like, "Well, this, 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 and that," and I was like, mm, "That's all very interesting, lawyer." <laughs> well, but there's there's this thing here where this, this, that, and that, and the other. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I understand that, lawyer." <laughs> like, you think we're gonna have a conversation here yeah. you think you could be like buddy buddy with me right now you think because you brought me a snickers i'm gonna start talking to you about what just happened he did he he brought me out a with like a snickers. pot leaf was still in his cop, cop outfit yeah. got pot leaf do rag on <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just i know all these other cops are crazy <laughs> he's dressed like prison mike from the office yeah, he's with the purple like, bandana <laughs> Man, the rest of these motherfucking cops are squares, y'all. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's just he's rubbing shoulders with you. Hey, man, I got I got a little gummy for you right here. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, a pot gummy out of the hand of a cop in a police station. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Even the local oh. cops were like, I, I was like, hypothetically, if there is marijuana in that bag, <laughs> when the warrant gets here, uh, what are they gonna do to? Whoever's it is. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do to that guy at the train station that I that threw this at me violently and said, "Hold on to this until I get back." Let's just say, I, I literally said that. I was like, hypothetically, if there is some sort of marijuana in that bag, God forbid. What are you gonna do to the the guy who whose marijuana it it actually is when you find him? Ah, probably not much of anything, you know. Like, 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 like the local cop was like, ah, fine, maybe some community service. Okay, I was like, you, you believe that, or was playing you? He won't be worrying about it no, no more. No, no, I, 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 uh, it, it, it was, it was when it went. It, things just kept escalating, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, like if I could have dealt with the local police, I'd have gotten a fine and uh -huh. some community service, you know. Like, like, but the thing just kept escalating. Until I was at in, in a U.S. federal district courtroom. So you think <laughs> that the guy who said maybe just to find no big deal wasn't playing you? He was just no, no. Just, I, I, I know that guy. Like like yeah. I like I actually know him. Um, mm -hmm. like 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 I've I've had dealings with him before. Like like he what knows kind of me. Like like he knows my family. Like like I I'd see him out and be like, hey, what's up? Your name and hey, what's going on, Cal? <sighs> yeah. So he wasn't trying to fool you. He was a local guy who genuinely thought, ah, it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah, because when he normally catches someone with half an ounce of marijuana, they don't go to pr federal prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly not. You're you're a VIP. I'm mm. a VIP. 
Yeah, very imprisoned person. <laughs> very imprisoned person. I was one step behind you there. I was, I was, and my brain was going. <laughs> Usually, when like an acronym gets said, it's like there's got to be something fun. Oh fuck, that's mm-hmm. the moment's best. <laughs> you were saying something about Cuomo, Kyle. What do you, what do you got? All right, so this is one of those things where like uh, I've just heard the periphery of what happened. So I'm hoping that you've got the nitty gritty, but I'll lay out my uh, my ignorant uh, 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 part, and then maybe you can correct me some. It seems to me that on the nursing home thing, he did something or another, and some people in nursing homes died because of stuff Cuomo did. And then today or yesterday, I heard that he's now accused of sexual assault, some sort of a female intern-like position. Yeah, so I'll do my best. And, and this is an issue where I found it hard to get like facts with confidence. But it seems that... There was a time when hospitals were kind of full and nursing homes were kind of sick and there was a decision to be made and he let sick people go from hospitals to nursing homes. And that turned out to be a bad call. More people died in nursing homes than perhaps they would have if they stayed in hospitals or vice versa, right? Like, mm. it, But it, I think it's generally agreed upon that he made the wrong call with regards to like how to quarantine elderly people with COVID and where. All right. Um... Now, they didn't miscount the number of COVID deaths, but they did miscategorize them. So, like, if someone's in a nursing home and they get sick and they almost die and then they spend their last 20 minutes in the hospital, is that a nursing home death or hospital death, right? You could perhaps ask that question. And um, now, here's where I find it hard. Was there an intent to that miscategorization? Was he trying to cover for perhaps his bad decision on where elderly people go or, you know, or this is just an imperfect world where sometimes you get stuff wrong. So that, that I think is the nursing home thing made a bad decision, possibly tried to cover the impact of it by reclassifying nursing home as hospital or vice versa. Now the sexual assault thing, Dude, I have a weakness for this stuff. I don't know what's true and what's not. It, when the Cosby stuff came out, everyone in the world instantly knew it was all legit, except me. I'm like, yeah, Hollywood guys get blasted with, you know, sometimes a dozen things at once. And then, but he had like 80. He did have a lot. All right. Maybe a that's not a great number. example. But like, like the Trump stuff, there are a lot of people who write off his sexual assault accusations as false money uh gold diggers or that's not a perfect term but you know work with me the the disguise we're trying to sue and and take advantage Mm -hmm. of his position and get some of his money and uh um kevin spacey there was a whole me too kevin spacey didn't do anything (laughs) there's a whole me too Uh, thing where people like seem to know which ones were real and which ones weren't real and i always don't i can always tell the people i don't like did it Ah, yeah well so uh, i'm still not as far as I know, has one accusation, and I think it's that he kissed a woman on the lips. Does that sound right? Without asking for permission or anything? Hot. And I have no I don't know. Hmm. One of his brothers going to talk about this. Dude, so... On CNN. <laughs> hey, bro, high f- digital high five. So what, are, what are tits feel like? <laughs> ah, this is journalism. Two brothers talking. Neat. Um, he's been accused of sexual harassment by a former advisor, and it's an unwanted kiss and touching. Uh, I'm curious about the touching. I, there's a lot of different kinds of touching, right? All the way from like... Almost in his defense, like she was my advisor, and she advised me to take risks. 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did. <laughs> so if anything, um, he pushed me out of it. Yeah, touching is not descriptive enough for me. But um, uh, yeah, so unwanted kiss and some touching. <clears throat> I'm guessing that means boob. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think he'd be accused of touching if it was deltoid. Like that's if, if it's he if could, they're saying touching, he could, be gra- he could be like grabbing some ass. He could, you know, Ooh, maybe yeah. maybe okay. go full 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 crotch cup. Yeah, you know? he might have he might the have done a crotch cup. He might have done grab him by guess, the pussy. I would guess. Oh, t- if Cuomo grabs somebody by the pussy, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that would be delightful. That, that would be honestly. <laughs> that would make all this worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole was, <laughs> the whole pandemic. The whole pandemic. The whole pandemic. Fucking nine eleven, everything. It'd be worth it if we found out that Cuomo grabbed a pussy. And all those wars in between. I just, I just saw this. Uh, mm. So the U.S. just bombed Syria twice. Wait, wait. Just as in like, how recently? Yeah, just, just now. Yeah, as we had to like, get back to back to basics. Yeah, we had to, we had to I'm jump out of back the loop in on this. We just bombed Syria again. You don't yeah. mean four years ago? No, just now. No, like uh, four minutes ago. It says U.S. carries out airstrike in Syria, targeting Iranian-backed militia structures. My God, they must have been building nukes. They must have been building nukes. Taylor, oh. clearly there were madmen there. They're just full of madmen. Mad <laughs> Always hey, madmen. You, know, you know, getting back into another war, it's gonna be like snuggling up under a nice blanket. Back God to normal. Damn it. I. We'll see. We'll see. Trump kicked off with some uh, some bombings. And there was no war really that followed. So let's hope for that. No, there's they're they're gonna Im- increase troop presence. They've already said they would. Did they? Like they uh, one of the first like Trump. I, I read that he was trying to get a lot of troops out and towards the end, and uh, it was undone very early on uh, in Biden's administration. Like, yeah. uh, no, we're not gonna remove troops from Europe or the Middle East. We're gonna keep them there. Did you see he's, he's putting the kids in the cages? No, yes. those are overflow centers now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, don't call them cages. They're kennels, the, all right? Show some respect. The, over, the Dude, overflow kennel is even Kennel is even worse. Kennel's my um, favorite. <laughs> saying that you're putting people in kennels, it makes you imagine that they're on all fours. Like, <laughs> like butters. Like, they're, they're sucking out of little, little got hamster the bottles. Extra scratchy, little ball galvanized fences around them. <laughs> we gave them cedar chips. Come on. <laughs> It's like that episode of South Park when Butters is like made up like a dog and they're all shitting and pissing on him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so became cedar chips oh, and they're in there. Oh, that's fucking funny. Iran yeah, is the worst way to say it. Bomb Saudi Arabia's royal palace. Does that have anything to do with us bombing Syria? I don't know. A bunch of madmen there clearly need. What happens? Iraq bombs. Trump how does how does Iraq still have bombs? Didn't we take them all away yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, they should be gone. That war has been a resounding success. To, to be clear, it was launched from inside Iraq. But I don't know that that doesn't mean it was Iranian or uh, yeah, ISIS. Yeah, it was probably fired by whoever I just, we want to attack. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't. I, I like I, 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 I spent the better part of my life watching bombs go off in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria. Like, I just don't care anymore. I, I'm just I'm just Speaking numb to it. Right, like, like, I, it's I, I just. But think I think of how know. much better our lives would be with all that money poured into like American infrastructure and shit here. Anything we've talked about this before, like, like, you know, AOC is always talking about like let's forgive everyone's student debt, and I'm like, well, yeah, let me know right before you do it. I'm gonna take out a few fucking student loans. 
but yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get in on GameStop again with my forgiveness. <laughs> uh-huh. Like you know what? I think I want to go back to school myself for a very expensive degree. Mm-hmm. Do you the, need to get uh, accepted to get a student loan? I'm sure I could get some student loans. I mean, you just go and be like, like, hey, I'm not even going to attend, but uh, <laughs> we can t- I'll give you 10. percent How about? I gave you a little up. I, how about I put a down payment? You sign off on this paperwork. Accept me. Don't worry. I'm not going to even show up. And uh, we'll get these uh, loans processed. Dude, you that? don't have to lie about that. For student loans, you could just be like, yeah, I'm, and get the loans and then be like, I decided not to go to school. You can do that. I'm pretty sure. Or know. a couple, or, or someone I know in college committed a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I say in college. I was in college. He was not. He was he was living on the Mizzou campus with his student loan money, not going to school. And not Did he attend there. classes? Did he pay for classes? No. Oh. No, he just lived there and became a drug dealer. Sweet. So, yeah, he, he just was an like, entrepreneur. He was not an entrepreneur. A, not a student. Well, if I the see. student loan thing wasn't a crime, the, the drug dealing might have been. Yeah. Why are you spam calling me at 8.20 p.m.? I hate those spam calls. I hate them, too. I screen I to every answer. one of them. Now I have no, to I, So I've got, I don't know if it's a Google thing, Google Fi thing or if it's an Android thing, but I have a button. It says screen call, and it just like, an, uh, I click that, and it reads to them, hi, the person you've reached is using a screening service from Google, and we'll get a transcript of this call. Go ahead and say, say your name. And they just if they hang up, I go, spam detected block. And that number will never call me again. That's sorted. Nice. So I don't have to deal with fucking Patel trying to deal with my car's extended warranty or whatever the fuck nonsense that person was calling about. Oh, I, I texted you guys this earlier this week that I uh, I got a message or a, a, a bullshit call. It didn't even say spam alert. It usually does now. But it was just some bullshit number. And because of like my basement flooding and like I'm expecting like different numbers from different areas for adjusters, I'm answering everything very quickly. And I answer it and immediately I hear like, uh, try like a, a muted down like Indian accent like hello I am calling about the existing problem with your Microsoft account and I was like all right I bet buddy I bet okay and then he hung up and everything and usually that you only get one of those you know mm-hmm. but then a couple minutes later I got another call I didn't pay attention to what the number was I need to use Kyle's block feature in the future and I got it again it was that same guy going hello I I am working on a problem with your Microsoft account and I was like. Excuse me, I believe that uh, you're mistaken. I am the one working on your Microsoft account. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hung up on me, I think, before I finished. But I went like, way over the top of the Indian accent. <laughs> I don't know, that gave me a really great like 2 p.m. pump. Like, oh, <laughs> Didn't block his number. Maybe I'll call back. So, she just yeah. saved him as a contact. My, <laughs> Microsoft account. I always get fearful that like my grandparents are going to answer one of those phone calls and not know like just the yeah. basic like just even to ask like i have uh, i have three pcs here which one are you talking about or just even anything basic to, to tell them to screen like they wouldn't even know they would yeah. you know computers to them they're such deep in the boomer era they'd be like oh, whatever i gotta do to get out of this conundrum but i don't want to i don't want to deal with it my mother-in-law yeah, I- so we we cared for her in her last years and uh, she had cancer and and anyway deteriorated towards the very end and people would send her bills and she would just want to pay them like like it like it was an emergency to pay fake bills you know they just tell her out of the blue she owed things for like a roof it's like you're living in our guest house what (laughs) (laughs) 
Which roof do you think this is for? Oh, you your brain is deteriorating. Shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll take care of it. Right. Imagine how 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 good that roofing company's day was. Like, we got one. We got, <laughs> we got one. She this we're saved. No, we helped her with all those decisions. She didn't. Yeah. Get proud, but, of course. Uh, I I got one a while back, and for a split second, I was like, Oh no, what is this? Because it was like. A package containing narcotics has been intercepted on the way to you. And I was like, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I didn't order it this time. <laughs> yeah. And it, and I, I was like, because that's what I was saying. I was like, someone sent me narcotics to fuck with me. No, this time they're not going to believe me now. <laughs> it's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. I was like, shit. And uh, it, it's it's like you need to send X amount of money to the blah, blah, blah to sort this out. And I was like, oh, they'd be here. They wouldn't be sending yeah. me voicemails. <laughs> like, <laughs> They just show up for this sort of thing. It's so like when you like, get a call from the IRS where it's like, hey, you owe back taxes. We have no information on who you are or what state <laughs> you're in. It'll even be like, hello, sir or madam. <laughs> like, you owe back taxes. <laughs> yeah, my dad got a call and they were like, I don't remember the exact specifics, but it was something like, you know, we're just trying to confirm, um, confirm your identity, sir. Can you read us your uh, social security number? And he's like, I think he might have given it to him. And mm -hmm. they and, and so then they know who he is. He's like, yeah, 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 Mr. Myers, we've got this issue with this, this, that, and the other, and and you owe this much of this. And he calls me, and he's like. Ah, I got a call and they said this, this, and that. This doesn't seem right to me, but I don't know what's going on. I'm like, yeah, did, did they know your name immediately or only after you gave them a little information? He's like, you know. <laughs> I gave him my social security. I think it was after I gave them my social that they knew my name. Shit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever that happens, the first thing you if the first thing you do is like, "Who am I?" They're, they're like, "Hey, we got a problem with your taxes." Oh yeah, what's my name? And they're like, "Uh, valued customer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, those scam artists are uh, you know they cast a wide net and they they only need to catch a fish here and there because there's yeah. no overhead to scamming mm -hmm. someone from uh, from Nigeria. Thank God. You were there. They'd almost caught your dad on the line. Yep. 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 I, I think I don't think he was going to bite. He was very suspicious. He was like, what is this? What's going on here? And I was like, ah, yeah, I think you're I think you're safe since you didn't really give him anything too pertinent. But uh, but yeah, don't other than don't, your social security. Number. Yeah. Which, Are you which aware is like, of any loans being taken out in your name? Well, I, you know, I, I got him a credit monitoring thing a while back so he could keep an eye on on everything. And he, he'll get an alert on his phone if anything happens there. So it's like he's pretty safe. Well, that's good. then. Taking good care of him. It's kind of politics. But you guys been following the $15 minimum wage thing? Yeah, um, a little bit. I, I, I saw yeah. that there's been some discussion. I think the Republicans even had a bit of a compromise with maybe saying 10. Yeah. Well, uh, if yeah. I have it right. I think his name's Tom Cotton and he's from Oklahoma offered to raise it to 10. It's currently like seven and a quarter and his state's minimum is already 11. So it didn't seem like he was really meeting him halfway there. But, uh, but yeah, there's that. Um, I don't know how it's I 11 in Oklahoma. 
Uh, that's interesting. That's like I'm pretty sure that's like one of the cheapest states to live, like cost of living wise. Like very, very cheap in Oklahoma. You wouldn't think it would oh, be too expensive. I must have the state wrong because it's 725 there. Is it Arkansas? Where is it from? I'm from Arkansas. I'm gonna guess yeah. he's from. That's a reference. Do that I have no one gets but me. He is from Arkansas, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> Not guessing. I looked it up. He's from Arkansas. It is Arkansas, and he's offering ten, but it's already eleven. What a forgettable state. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so like, the so Arkansas. Mouth, Arkansas. Do you know what the capital of Arkansas is? Little Rock. Uh, I get you. Uh, Frankfurt. Right, that's no. that's, that's Kentucky. Kentucky. It is Little well, Rock. Frankfurt is in Kentucky. Yeah, Frankfurt's capital of Kentucky. Little yeah. Rock's capital of Arkansas. Yeah, it's the capital of Connecticut. Is that Montpelier? No, that's Vermont. Yeah, I was. Oh about shit! To... I know Connecticut, Hartford. Oh yeah, let's, right. let's do all, let's do all the states. What is? Oh uh, god, stop! <laughs> let's do what's what's Seattle? What's Washington? It's not Seattle. It's something else. Some of these are hard. I haven't is done it, this since elementary school. Is it Helena, Montana? No, that's uh, Helena, Montana. Oh man, we suck. I, I haven't Which done this since it? I was like Washington nine. Washington. I'm gonna uh, say, you know, it's not Seattle, but it could be one of those states where it's the one you don't think it is. So I'm gonna say Seattle. I, I, I'm gonna do what I did in high school, which is to say Washington City. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you don't know it, sometimes that gets it right. <laughs> I don't think in any situation that gets it right. You're probably Capital right about that. It's like that, it's like that Reddit post where, where they tell the kid to put these five words in alphabetical order, and he just takes the letters in each word and puts those in alphabetical order. So like one of the words is, is there. So he just takes T-H-E-R-E and puts those letters in order. While uh, you're can you guys do New right. Jersey? I have an unfair advantage there, but it's a hard New one. New Jersey uh, is, is it Trenton? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's if it were multiple choice, I would be I would be like ninety percent on this, but like pulling some of them out of my ass, I'm just I'm just gonna suffer at this. Yeah. Missouri, I would guess St. Louis, is it right? That's no, Jefferson City. I know North Dakota. Yes, North Dakota is Bismarck, right? Yep. Or is that South Dakota? I think it's I think it's Bismarck, North Dakota. All right, I didn't. I, this was ironic. I didn't mean to get us on the couch. This is the worst camp. bit ever, but I'm this having a lot of fun with yeah. it. Yeah, especially for anyone like there's a few the people in the U.S. are like, yeah, it is kind of hard, huh? But the people from like fucking Europe are like, Jesus fucking Christ! I didn't even... It's funny you think anyone from the U.S. is going to join our side. They'd be like, these fucking three adult idiots don't know any of the capitals. They're not wrong. Can we go I back to build that wage? space of my brain with actors' names? All right, yeah. that's. So gone. I, for magic a bit, there was a piece of me that felt like I was somehow virtuous by wanting a $15 minimum wage on some level. I also understand you guys have all heard me say you compete with automation and overseas labor. You mm -hmm. can't just make the minimum wage whatever you want. But it was like, you know what? Enough is enough. Everybody should be rich. And then I started to look at myself through another lens. And it's like, I'm not offering to pay more. I'm just saying he should pay him more. Aren't I pretty special for thinking that? Aren't I you know, quite the, the gentleman and, and full of kindness for thinking that that guy should pay that guy more? And it's like, ah, that's not really that impressive at all. I looked up um, the minimum wage from when I earned it to now. 
And it's actually inflation right. I keep hearing this argument that like if minimum wage kept up with inflation, that it'd be like $25 an hour now or something wild like that. I think it's if it kept up with cost of living. It's what they usually use. Okay. Because I, I couldn't explain the Which Delta. isn't fair. Maybe that does. So I used To the people who have to live on minimum wage. <laughs> I used an inflation calculator. And I pumped in. In 1986, I was 13 years old. I couldn't make the minimum. I, they, I, get, I got paid less than the minimum wage. It was $3 an hour. But God I was damn. working illegally, so they could pay me anything they wanted. And uh, um, $3 an hour. I worked it forward, and it was like seven twenty-five or something. The next year, I earned the actual minimum wage, which was three dollars and thirty-five cents. Put it in the inflation calculator, and it was like seven—excuse me, seven sixty-five. I'll do it again right now. Inflation calculator. Yeah, it was like six twenty-five, I think. Or no, no, it was like five fifty when I was sixteen, I think. Ooh, we'll do that next. So in fifteen, when I was fifteen, nineteen eighty-seven. I just happened to know the minimum wage was three thirty-five. So this year that would make it seven seventy-one. And is the minimum wage seven twenty-five, seven sixty-five? Do you guys know? I have no idea. I, I think it's in the set low sevens. Uh, it is seven twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So it's seven twenty-five, and when I earned the minimum wage, it was the equivalent of seven seventy-one. Which is more, right? I'm not knocking that. But they led me to believe it was like $25 or something, you know, really out of line with $7.25. I think if they tried to make it $10, they'd get general agreement, but they're not. They're asking for $15. And I want everyone to make that. Fuck, I want everyone to make $30 or $100. I don't know. It should probably be different. Like, it seems like doing that federally is kind of odd too, because it's like very, very different in Manhattan than. Oklahoma City like it it seems a little odd to have the same rule everywhere I'd be interested to see I haven't followed this at all and I don't know enough about economics to know anything about this, but I'd be interested to see or hear like what is the assume like if they put let's say they put $15 nationally that's the new thing how would that impact companies like Walmart Target Amazon versus companies like the remaining you know 48% of small businesses that you know are still here from a year and yeah year. Yeah, I, I'm curious like, about who's what. Hurt, I'm cu- who's going to help? Isn't McDonald's one of the biggest uh, employers? Like, like, I know Walmart is like yeah, number is. one in like the South specifically, maybe in the whole U.S. Walmart's number one in the whole U.S. I think, and McDonald's is up there too. McDonald's is pretty high up there, but like, if I'm a McDonald's like corporate guy, and they tell me like, okay, now your cost of labor is double what it is now then I'm getting on that, that fucking machine that makes burgers and fries right away, right? And the works self-checkout, right, would be a, probably a popular fucking thing. Fucking self-checkout. You only, if, if you can run your McDonald's with, like, two people now instead of, like, six, and you've got, like, three-quarters of a million dollars worth of machinery that'll pay, pay itself off in 10 years, like, yeah, do that. Do the self-checkout shit. You have one person like watching the front, one person watching the back, maybe two. You're good, I, right? That so that ties into something I've been saying, which is everyone competes with automation and overseas labor, right? So McDonald's, like that checkout drive person, could potentially be anywhere, right? 
Like they could, yeah. if it's a sophisticated IT system, that guy could be in India, or they could just be one guy. Maybe the well, way he's that always we, cash. Maybe, um, you know, I've got an American dude who just works rush hours all day long, you know? So I hit the East Coast, or I'm sorry, Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific time zones, and I just, I fill in on that extra throughput you need to handle the lunch hour, and, you know, like that. I don't know. I don't know how it works exactly, but they'd get more efficient. They wouldn't just have eight people for a big shift. And uh, I want everyone to make more. It just seems nice. Although I'm really just giving somebody's money to somebody else. Yeah, I, I, I just don't have an opinion anymore. I don't give a fuck. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know what the right answer is. So like, I, feel yeah. like my, I feel like an uneducated opinion is worthless. And that's kind of what I have. I just don't well, know. We've got four hours to fill. <laughs> you, can, you can't fucking believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot I of times people point to a specific cost, right? They say, oh, the cost of college has done this, right? It's grown far faster than inflation has. Mm -hmm. and, and they use that as an argument that minimum wage needs to be higher. And on one level, I get it. That's a thing that minimum wage employees might be paying for, college. On another level, it's like, well, you kind of cherry picked that one, didn't you? You know, you didn't choose bread or milk something more generic um, anyway maybe just me that finds that I, I i've been following the minimum wage thing a bunch because it's uh hot in the news right now it's so what it's, was your or what what was average what was your first average rent or woody like when you lived on your own <sighs> so this one's not going to support it was 390 but it was a particular like I stayed in a low-income housing unit. That was the one where the guy underneath me beat his wife and sold drugs. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, Jesus, well, what was the first average one? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I lived in pretty much a ghetto on my first place. So I think a lot of people might hear 390 and think it's insanely cheap. But you'd probably get a place like that now in Jersey for, like, 790 or 690 and it, it would still suck. Um I want to say I paid. Oh Jesus Christ! It says rent priced three ninety in nineteen eighty three is the equivalent of uh, that's nineteen eighty three. It would be later for you to eat at this. Yeah, uh, it'd be the equivalent of thirteen hundred and forty three now in twenty twenty one. But can you change the date? Or? Yeah, I can change the date. Make it uh, ninety three. I think I lived on my own then. Ninety three, three ninety in nineteen ninety three is eight hundred ninety four dollars and thirty five cents now. Okay. Okay, I just found the apartment complex that was my first apartment. Really? Let's see what it costs now. Because uh, when I went torn down, <laughs> mine was like five fifty six hundred dollars a month. And let's see what it is now. Cobblestone Landing Apartments. Dude, that's when I learned the importance of paying more for rent. So my apartment. This is the actual apartment I stayed in. The person before me left their animal behind, and that animal destroyed it, right? They, they had to replace the drywall, not paint it, replace it because it was urine-soaked and disgusting. They had to replace the, uh, the carpets because it was urine-soaked, and an animal died and rotted on the carpets, right? So they couldn't just, like, vacuum it and send it to the next guy. So when I went to, like, tour that apartment, I was like, this place is new! It was like fresh construction. It was lovely. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm getting this place for 390. And then I realized that what you pay for is not just the apartment. You're paying to keep poor neighbors away. And 
I didn't pay for that, so I didn't get it. <laughs> Maybe this was it. What do you say? You're looking for your place? Looking for your original yeah, maps link? Ah, uh, this is it. This is it. Man, I have not seen this in a couple decades. Yeah, yep, and I want to look it. at my old college apartment, see if there's pictures on the inside. So, yeah, it was uh, 600 when I stayed there, and now let's see. And what year was that? 2005. Uh, looks like now it's like 800, 848. So it's gone up by 200 since you know, 16 years ago. 16 years. It's not bad. I mean, 30%. Yeah. I just don't know enough about the surrounding math of any of this, but I agree with you, Woody, in that like, Viscerally, I'm like, yeah, it does seem like about time the, the minimum wage went up. But then when people were like, but have you considered this? And it's like, no, <laughs> I <laughs> haven't. Of, it's weird that they're bundling it into the COVID bill because a lot of jobs that pay minimum wage are especially hard hit right now. You know, imagine the sales at a boardwalk store today or a restaurant mm -hmm. or I don't know, yeah. all sorts of little retail. Like I bet Taylor's tied into this, just how smashed retail is during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. um, and now you want to raise their labor costs because I'm feeling generous, <laughs> you know? like yeah, I don't know how it would impact retail, but it, I assume like companies like Walmart are going to be able to handle that a lot easier than some restaurant who's already trying to get by uh, on savings and now and they're having to oh you, we only have 30 percent capacity and it's like oh, well now we're not even we have no margin even when we're open we're losing money staying open sure. we have to stay open for and so i i would imagine that might be enough to crush those businesses that lady at the gym front desk who ignores you when you check in that's a minimum wage job probably mm -hmm. you know and and they're not killing it right now gyms restaurants all sorts of places that have cheap labor yeah so that's yeah, pretty it's sad how many small businesses are just gone, not coming back, especially restaurants and shit. What comes next? Like, I, I believe that this vacuum will be a board and will be filled with something. Will it be gig economy type things? Will, will unskilled labor fire up like home cleaning services at a with without friction? You know, can you just hire like Uber cleans and get someone to work around here? Babysitting? Like those services gig stuff seems interesting to me. I, uh, I don't know, but I, I just have this idea that there are unskilled sounds like an insult, but that's what I'm trying to say. You know, unskilled mm -hmm. labor that that isn't employed at every mom and pop shop in center of town anymore. What are they doing? Is it there? Is a gig yeah? I don't even know. Up? I mean, uh, the gig economy and people turning to that, it doesn't seem to be out of desire. It's more out of desperation where it's like, I, I lost my job that was traditionally more stable. And so now I have to drive 10 PM to 6 AM, you know, Friday, Saturday, That's Sunday, Monday, terrible. every time, you know, to drive people home from bars or from restaurants or whatever. So like that, you know, the gig economy is really good for the end consumer. I think, you know, it's very convenient. You know, you, there's a million services you can do where someone, just a normal person can go grab your food for you, bring it to you or whatever it is. But like, I would imagine the people who are making the vast majority of their income from these gig economy jobs, like they have to be living under a tremendous amount of stress. 
they they don't have any sort of benefits. They don't have health coverage. Health coverage is so fucking expensive anyway. So like how many hours a month are they working just to cover that minimum? Uh, you know, they don't want to get penalized in their taxes for not having it. Uh, so it's like I think it, it, does, it puts gig people in a really tough spot. So hopefully something comes back with semblance of normality to, to give people more stable jobs. But who knows? Like, I imagine after this is all said and done, there's going to be a handful of even more of a handful of giant companies that control everything like uh, Amazon. They're not going to slow down like they, they've made it very clear. They're going to keep dominating anything they touch. They're uh, good. They, do a good job. they have a good service and they deliver in two days. Uh, you know, you, you read stuff. Uh, I know sometimes I'm, never in the Washington Post, funny enough, uh, about like <laughs> bad work conditions at Amazon and things mm-hmm. like that and nonsense where they'll, oh, did, I read something about this that blew my mind. It was like Amazon, they were going to, they're having voting on unionization at Amazon and, uh, Amazon offered them and said, Hey, if you resign before the vote, we'll give you a $2,000 bonus and we will rehire you right after the vote to make sure that they don't have to unionize. And it's like, that is fucking despicable. <laughs> that is absolutely despicable. I heard like, there were pro-unionization ads running on Twitch, which, as you know, Amazon owns, and they mm-hmm. cut that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. No. <laughs> Kyle, did you hear that about Amazon? Give you a $2,000 bonus? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And they'll rehire you just because they do not want to unionize. Uh, dude, unions. I... I've been on both sides of the union issue. When I lived in New Jersey, unions were stronger. They were strong. You know, this was like the 90s and 80s and stuff. And uh, unions had power. People's, they were in the union. Union was like a sense of their identity. You know, like, who am I? I'm number 56 on the high school football team. I'm local 39 iron worker. Like, this is who they were. Mm-hmm. They had to do with their friend group, their social status. And they were like together, ape strong. Cool. When I lived in Jersey, I hated unions because I always saw the bad part of it. You still see some now, like some cop can beat an elderly man while screaming, stop resisting. And the union's right there to defend him and make sure he keeps his job and lands on his feet. All that shit. They're defending the indefensible. And I saw it so often, like completely incompetent, almost malicious workers getting union Mm-hmm. saviors attorneys you know fighting to keep their job like this guy's been caught high at work as a train operator engineer repeatedly and <laughs> i'm like i take train gets there on time <laughs> no, no never no. oh fuck i knew i had to do something today <laughs> i was supposed to be driving that train at work <laughs> we're just happy when it stops at the stops I so usually doing something on monday <laughs> If I'm if I'm if I'm a fucking train conductor, I'm I'm gonna want to be high. I'm gonna I want to be good and high. Uh, so in Jersey, hated unions. Now I come to North Carolina, right? What's the state minimum wage? There isn't one. It's the federal propping it where it is. Uh, workers protection? No, just fucking turn the screws. Like North Carolina unskilled labor gets fucked. And now that there's no union here, I'm like, oh. Well, maybe there was something to that, and and neither side seems to be perfect, but I do see of both course. of them now. Yeah. So, anyway, Amazon Union. I, I mean, I see how apparently it's pretty miserable there. I do love it. I ordered a tape measure for my bicep this week, <laughs> and I know I set forth a chain of 
human sacrifice and misery to get it to me in two days. <laughs> but it came. What, what was your measurement? It was 15 <laughs> inches. Came. I don't have big biceps. Uh, how, how much? 15. 15. 15 or 15 and a quarter. I'd have to, like, I didn't have a pump. I might be able to get 15 and a quarter if I tried harder, but that's that's where I am. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm like, I ordered it and I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking vanity purchase I've made so far this year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you just have to find something else to measure, measure. your skull. <laughs> oh, uh, it's another measurement where I, where I won't keep pace with the show. Yeah. Where's my, where's my caliper? <laughs> where's, where's that caliper I spent $80 on and lost for that if one? If you find yours, I know where mine is. It's in the kitchen. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll we'll get, we can do a little skull comparison. Get to the give, bottom of this once and for all. I, I gotta find it. The head honcho is on the is on the hunt. Is he getting God, a I caliper or a tape? A caliper like would for... actually be funny, especially <laughs> if it's one of those phrenology calipers that's like a like like like, like the claw machine thing. <laughs> uh, but he's getting the uh, the the measuring uh, roto tape thingy. He may. He called it a caliper, so I I think he may have a prop that he bought for live streaming. Yeah, vocabulary is usually his strong suit, but because so caliper is is confusing me. I think it's going to turn out to be caliper. We'll see. If he pulls out a caliper, I'll be impressed. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to get. It. I'm I, I'm trying to grow. So I have a lagging body part. It's biceps, and I'm like, I should get a before measurement. See if I can go anywhere with it. I've seen people on the internet, they put those, it kind of looks like a sweatband, but it's more elasticy, and they put it above the bicep, and, and the, the result is more blood is forced into the bicep and stays in it, so they get like a ridiculous pump, and uh, it's not just to like inflate your bicep, you're like, look, it got this big, it's, it's the, because getting a pump is a big part of getting uh, nutrients oh pushed into that muscle fiber and, and like making the muscle grow like 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 what's is it called constricting or there's a term for that where they reduce the blood flow when they this is during the exercise right yeah yeah like while you're working out these guys have this like it's like a an elastic band right above the bicep and below the the you know like like, like right here like below the uh the delt Blood flow occlusion. I think I've heard it called mm. occlusion training. Uh, I have yeah, seen it on I, the internet. I've never know. done it. I don't know if it. I don't know. I do have a T-shirt or two. Do you know? Do you remember the Ultimate Warrior? Of course. Uh, I'm going to show people for. I'm looking at Ultimate. His costume had these bands around his biceps, and this is a good picture. Are you really pumped him up for the ring? Oh it, yeah! Oh yeah! He's cheating so hard, dude. It gives you definition between your deltoids and biceps. That is just awesome. I have a couple T-shirts that are tight in that same spot, and I have a similar. I I feel like a peacock wearing it. Just like look at me, because <laughs> you know? those they're doing him some favors. They, the Ultimate I, Warrior's got some uh, some traps that are making making me wonder if he's all natural or not. <laughs> I have that same suspicion. So, something about the old the old, uh, the uh, the Ultimate Warrior's physique is 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 saying uh, enhanced to me. I I see it. I see it. If you scroll down, he's really vascular. Good golly. But uh, those bands are giving him more than he would have had on his own. 
Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. And if, if I can narrow down which shirts are doing that and rebuy, my whole wardrobe is going to have that effect. You know, you're like um, you're like thirty percent stronger on your negatives. Yeah, uh, on something like bicep curls. So, uh, cheat it up. You know, let, let like rock your hips and throw it back and like like especially not not every rep obviously, but like once you're once you've got you're like ah I'm ten in I, I could either quit. Or I could just really cheat the fuck out of this and mm, I do. Know, do the negative. I do. Yeah, yeah that's how I do it. I, 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 It's pretty strict form while I can, and then I cheat some more. Uh, shit, I'll do that on a lat pull down. You know, sure. Get a little more. Do you find your caliper? No, I don't know where the hell it is. Was it Goddamn. a caliper that you were looking yeah. for, like like the pinchers? Yeah, the pinchers. It was. That's what okay. I did on the stream, like six months ago now i don't know where i put it i mean it's a very nice caliper <laughs> it's just I don't... it's like it's the same caliper that like melon farmers use to determine if they're yeah. market grade or something no it's to determine when a cow is ready for slaughter idiot <laughs> <laughs> were you were you ready to go yeah yeah <laughs> i was overdue <laughs> should... what was that months prior what um, was it ralph said when they were i graduated from bovine university something <laughs> like that bovine university <laughs> i'm learning i'm feeling he's, english that's impossible <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters like he's top five yeah <laughs> ralph's good i, I just fucking i love the simpsons he's uh, fucking top five Ten seasons are so good he's great Fucking even Flanders is a funny character. Flanders Everybody, is done well. Everybody's better um, early on. I haven't watched any of the like last ten years of The Simpsons, and I don't think I ever will. I think I'll just let it, just remember it the way it was. It's probably on. for the best. It's probably for the yeah. best. What are you watching watch now, Taylor? All the way to like, what's that? What do you watch it now? Oh, uh, when I'm working out. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched, I was watching The Expanse last week. I haven't picked that up again in a bit. I need to watch more Expanse. I'm still in, I think, the end of season two there. Maybe very beginning of season, I think, no, I finished season two. I'm about to start season three. So I need to jump back into that again. Other than that, like I was working, when I'm working out and I'm like thinking about other stuff, or I'm having to like take breaks off and then like send emails or do, you know, offline work stuff. Uh, I'll just throw on like The Simpsons or Family Guy or some nonsense show I've seen a hundred times. King of the Hill. King of the Hill I haven't watched in like six seven months yeah only like five so, more months i can rewatch it again so for my like mindless like just to have something playing a tv show right now it's star trek the next generation again i'm going through and watching like the episodes that i haven't seen multiple times i'm coming to realize there's a reason i kept skipping them because they're just crappy <laughs> terrible uh but um the the show that's premiering that i'm really into right now is still snowpiercer uh, season two is premiering week to week and I'm following it, watching it as soon as it comes out. Um, I know you guys haven't picked it up yet, so I'll go ahead and spoil who the, like the guest, st who, who the new actor is for season two. Sure. It's, it's Sean Bean from, uh, from Lord of the Rings, Very you know, nice they added, they added Sean Bean to the show and he is wonderful. He is a really great villain, which is what they needed. He uh, is. So he's going to die again. He is. <laughs> God, I hope they get him soon. He's just a monster. He's, just <laughs> he's a, the guy running the front of the train, I assume. 
I don't want to go too much into the details, but like he is a real sociopathic megalomaniac. He's just whew, dark. Like he, he gets this, this one guy fails him. And uh, Sean Bean knows this guy has failed him in a certain way. And, and he's like, oh, you've come on in, come on in to like the, the nice part of the train. He's like, you've been working hard. You must be cold. How'd you like a bath? Because, you know, water is kind of in short supply. I think everybody's taking cold showers or whatever. But he's got a nice, like, Victorian freestanding tub in, yeah. in, in there. He's like, how would you like a bath? It's like, I don't know, sir. I, you know, it's, no, 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 take your clothes off. I'll, I'll. He's just turning the tap on and everything. And the guy's stripping down naked. And Sean Bean starts stripping down naked, too. And they get in the bathtub together, sort of facing each other and continuing their conversation. Up. That's, that's just breezed by. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, it's it's very awkward, and uh, and and Sean Sean Bean says something to him. He's like, uh, "While you were over there, um, did you have anything to eat?" And the guy's like, "Well, they had chicken. They had, they had chicken wings. And did you have any?" Well, I was just so hungry. Ah, so they know that you were hungry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I, I was, I haven't had chicken in seven years. And he's just like, oh, well, and he gets out a straight razor. He's like, well, it'll all be over soon. You know, you've, you've served me well for these years. And he's the guy takes the straight razor from Sean Bean. And he's just like, do I have to, sir? Go, go ahead. It'll all be over quickly. And the guy fucking cuts his own wrists in the bathtub and bleeds to bleeds out right there in the bathtub with Sean Bean while Sean Bean watches his life drain out of his body. Sean Bean stays in the bath. Yeah, does he get all yeah, bloody and yucky? Yeah. Okay. I think I think he's into that. I think he likes being in the tub with people while they die because it's not the first time he's done it. Um, this is a recurring theme that he has people kill themselves in the tub. Yes. Yes. Okay. With and, him. You know. Does, and he's naked, so he's taking a big risk handing the blade to another guy in the tub with him. Oh, the guy would... I mean, that other guy would be taking a big risk if he tried to do anything with that blade. Is Boromir like a, like a combat expert? No, of. but like, like you just, he, he's God. He's, he might as well be... Like, like, like Even if you struck him down, two henchmen would come and kill you immediately, basically. One of his henchmen is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. So he has this henchman they call Icy Bob. And Icy Bob is, uh, I'm going to say he's 6'7", maybe 300 pounds. And he has undergone this treatment where they have like winterized him. And he has all of this like these patches of like synthetic skin fused all over his body. So his face looks like a, a, a puzzle that's been hastily put together. It's like a patchwork of, of, of like flesh with like these ridiculous like scars in between. And he can withstand like this negative 100 degree Fahrenheit temperature for like, not for a day or anything, but for like seconds and minutes at a time. So like when, whenever they're having like this big battle in one of the train cars, they just turn the fucking cold air on from the outside and it's blasting. And to a normal person, it touches them. And they're screaming in pain. You know, the, the, the skin just immediately frostbites off your body. But Icy Bob is just wading through it, just fucking crushing people. Icy Bob. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a part where... where I saw a picture. Like, He's very scary looking. They're like, Same what do you want us to do, Mr. Wilford? He's like, send in Bob. And they're like, 
Icy Bob or Greasy Bob? Do you even have to ask? I don't know who Greasy Bob is, but I, I'd hate to see him. I don't know what his deal is. He's all slippery. Like, like what's he going to do? But, <laughs> He's but like, I, he doesn't walk. He just slithers. Getting buttered up in his prison. Yeah, it's a it's a wild show. Like like I didn't know how they were gonna like make a second season because again I don't want to give too many spoilers, but it's 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 quite a bit different than what you saw in the movie. Like mm. like things are not in the the pieces are not in the same positions that they were in the movie uh, to say the least. But uh, you got like two or three strong actors and two or three more like good supporting actors and uh and a really interesting premise and i'm into it it's uh i think it's on tnt which is like whatever um i think i watched the first season for free on hbo and then uh i purchased the second season for like 22 bucks or something like that because like you know i finished the whole season of this shit and then they give you the first episode for free and i'm like I want to see what happens next. And there's two more already ready to like watch if I just plunk down a little cash. So I, I, I just did it. And I, I like the show. I don't think it's, it's not game of Thrones, you know, Hopefully pre not. pre abortion. It's, it, it's not like a breaking bad type level show, but it's, it's like a strong, it's a strong show. It's a s- real strong six, a real weak seven out of 10 type show well, that i think cool premise and the premise can pull it a long way that's that's pretty neat the premise is really neat and uh you know like i said there's there's a couple of actors that are that are pretty cool and it's very brutal violence very brutal violence lots of dismemberment uh cannibalism very bloody gory stuff a lot of a freezing related things where like limbs are cracking and shattering freezing torture like like that's that's a method of torture they have like a hose that's sort of connected to the outside and they they can sort of use it like an airbrush instrument to like freeze one of your fingers and then shatter it with a hammer. If you're not going to talk, um, that happens. Um, and, uh, there are some like, it'll be like, like, like the, like, like Sean beans clearly like a bad guy, Yeah. but like some of his henchmen are like Goebbels level evil. It's, it's like, 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 Oh, he's got people that work for him who are actually fucking evil so like like, icy like, bob's truly evil icy bob's actually a decent guy he's oh. just he's just got a job to do well, i just i just saw a picture of him he doesn't look like a decent guy he looks like a monster he spoke in the last episode and you're like oh i expect him to be like a mongoloid or something he's just like you know you really shouldn't cross them they're scary people and I'm like, if Icy Bob's afraid of these people, then they re- that's who I'm referring to. Like the people that Icy mm-hmm. Bob is Icy Bob is warning one character about two other characters. He's like, don't cross them. Don't rub them the wrong way. They're dangerous. And it's like that if Icy Bob's afraid of these people, these people are like the scariest people in the show. And sure enough, like, like they're like super scary, like experimenting on human beings evil kind of people well, i mean that wasn't icy bob experimented on exactly so that's why he knows they're they're no good yeah they probably yeah. turned him into icy bob pretty decent show i i, I it's it, it's got the kyle two thumbs up for like recommendation um that uh that last show i was watching uh what was it that i recommended and then i withdrew uh, my tower, recommendation our tower series no it was uh the, the stand you're close stand. also a stephen king yeah. um Dark Tower might be an interesting series. I those books lost me. I, I started reading those in prison, yeah. 
And I was just like, oh my God. I, I he gets I, up into the weeds even more than usual. Woof. Come on, Steven. How much coke were you doing when you were <laughs> writing this shit? Uh, yeah. But yeah, the stand lost me around episode eight out of 10 or something like that. I went back and finished it. Man, it really goes off the rails after that. It, you know, he's bad with endings. And I, it, it's like, mm-hmm. it ends twice. It's one of those movies. It's like, all right, we took care of the bad guy. Now everything's hunky-dory. And then the characters are like, I don't know. Let's get in a little more trouble. And they spent a whole other episode like getting in some more trouble and then end it. And it's like, oh, God, you're terrible at this, Steven. Like, like yeah. you need some... You need a second writer to come in at the end and like put the finishing touches on on this. Imagine the how fucked up that, that would be. Like it, the endings would never fit. The endings would suck just differently. They wouldn't fit. They'd be It'd Lego be pieces that don't go together. Like J.K. Bad. Rowling. Like like say what you want, but like Harry Potter has a pretty decent fucking ending. Like like there's a few things I'd change around, but. At the end of those books, I've read them multiple times, and the movies, they're very similar the way they end. You're like, yeah, all right. It all worked out in the end. What happens in the end of Harry Potter? He, does he get married and like just live a normal wizard life? Well, so, you know, he's got the big face-off with, face with Voldemort, finally. Yeah. He um, wins. He yeah. wins. Um, and uh, a couple of the other characters step up big. Many, many of the good characters die, and it's quite sad. Uh, Lupin and Tonks die, I believe. Um, and uh, it, it's pretty sad at the end. Uh, one of the Weasley twins dies quite sad. Uh, and um, huh, movie two, I don't remember that. Yeah, okay. yeah. And um, but you know, our main group of characters all make it mostly unscathed Harry, Ron, Hermione, they all make it. And uh, then there's like a prologue or whatever you call it. And uh, I, I don't know. Epilogue. I guess I won't tell you okay. he's gone. But but yeah, it, it ends well. I, I, I think it I think Harry Potter is going to be up there with like the on the Mount Rushmore of like fantasy for a long, long time. Uh, I saw the other day someone pointing out just how much stuff she stole from Tolkien, you know, like like comparing characters in the. Huh. Harry Potter universe to the Lord of the Rings universe. And it's like, God damn it. I, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Did he establish the universe Tolkien? Like, like did he create elves and dwarves? And yeah, but like to elves me, and dwarves that as we know them are a Tolkien invention, but they're also like, we know them. That's how you do it right now. The answer key's out there. You can't just make elves something else. In the same way that like if vampires and werewolves and fairies and something existed in a new thing, I wouldn't say, oh, you copied that. It's like, well, no, that's just what werewolves are. But but you can you can have a different shift on it, right? Like like for example, you don't have to do uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or Bram Stoker's Dracula. You can do a movie like Thirty Days of Night where the vampires are showing up up in Alaska where you've got 30 days of night because it's so uh, high up in the, uh, and, and, and these vampires are very uh, feral almost. And it's a, they're not these sexy suave, uh, you know, like, like illusion based vampires. They don't turn into anything. They're vicious and cruel and uh, feral is the word. And they, they work in a pack. Um, you know, you can, you can, you can put a little twist on it. 
Yeah. Whereas like, if you look at like for one of the examples that was given was uh, in Harry Potter, Harry Potter's got the scar that hurts whenever he's in contact with Voldemort or connected with Voldemort in some way, just like Frodo has the scar from Weathertop where that, that hurts him all the time whenever he's yeah. uh, around the, uh, the Nazgul mm-hmm. and, uh, and then Gollum ha- Gollum and, uh, and it's, it's hard to remember all these characters name who Dobby are basically the very, very similar characters. And it went down a, 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 a line. There was a whole litany of these mm-hmm play for play like like gandalf is fucking um dumbledore Dumbledore. like like they're just so similar and it's like come on the dumbledore is way more badass and powerful it seems like yeah that's a real nerd discussion that happens online who who wins dumbledore or um gandalf and did uh did dumbledore come back to life when he died he existed as no No, he did it's given already but but he's in the afterlife, able to like you know still communicate with Harry. Yeah, when Harry still be dead. Self crosses over, but but you know Gandalf is a fucking essentially an angel. He's a demigod. So well, I like that about Lord of the Rings with Gandalf. That like, and I I never got into Harry Potter, but my youngest brother watched the movies, and I didn't like how there was a spell for everything where you know, Hermione would be like, oh, thank God I learned this this afternoon to get us out of this pinch. I know? like that. And then, But like Gandalf, there's some, it would be like, what are we going to do, Grey Wizard? And it's like, well, I've, I'm drawing my sword too. I don't, I don't have unlimited magic, bro. Like it, and it's like, I don't okay. know, John Reese davies What are we going to do? Yeah, I don't know, John Reese. I don't know, John Reese davies is the tallest guy on the cast playing yeah, Gimli. Huge dude. And it makes sense they had to do that because, like, they're like, all right, we need a guy who looks like a dwarf, but the only people like that are like six foot five. So, yeah. so we need him. John Reese davies is a, it, uh, I knew him from a TV show called Sliders back in the day on that Fox. That was him. Wow. I just put that yeah. together because he's got a, fake, yeah, yeah, a fake nose in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, 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 she she borrows a lot, but still, I I love Harry Potter, and I it. one of the things that always made me fantasize about existing that is probably the universe that I fantasized the most about existing within. Like I, I was Harry like, Potter. yeah, Harry Potter, because I loved the way magic worked there and the whole wizarding world and like the the whole idea of it. Like everything about it seemed very attractive to me. I liked the idea. I would I, I would be like the fuck harry why aren't you studying don't you want to know all these wondrous spells i would be a hermione i thought that like, too. <laughs> like like yeah. like, like, like Dude, you're the telling me there's character? there's a library full of books and like every page is another fucking magical spell that i could memorize and master yeah. and there's a there's a whole class of potions and some of these potions give me like infinite luck yeah give and like stone. like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh you know there's all sorts of like Make your there's a whole bunch of rule 34 shit where people are like zoop making their cocks huge and then banging <laughs> each other with the giant cocks and stuff. And there's a bunch of like like even in the books, Hermione like makes herself prettier with magic. Uh like like there's a how so someone someone puts a spell on her that makes her teeth grow like super big and they were already big. Like like one of her character traits is like she's got ugly big teeth. And so when she shrinks them back, she's like and a little extra. And like mm. makes them nice, like 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 mm. instead of going back to her original buck teeth, she's like, eh, while we're here, you know, and like like yeah. gives herself nice teeth. You hit the nail on the head with like the feeling like you should study because I do remember watching it with my brother and seeing that redhead kid. 
who's friends with Hermione and uh, Harry, Ron, being like, I don't want to study. School sucks. And it was like, dude, you're in you're in fireball class right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're, in, you're in ice beam class and you're acting like this is long division. Like I would be early to class every day. Be like, are we going to blow something up today? Even if not, even if we learn how to like make plants grow faster, I'm game. I'm yeah. game. I want to yeah. have I want to have the biggest potatoes. Like there was potatoes, no that's what class. you make. They're like, yeah. oh, not herbology, where we have to work. <laughs> oh with yeah, you grow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like you went to potatoes? The fuck? I, think it, I, I don't know for sure, but you guys have been accused of enjoying the devil's lettuce now and then. I I can't imagine you'd use your herbology. To... <laughs> yeah, but the magic is unlimited. I can have delicious potatoes roasted with rosemary as I'm smoking my enormous oh. pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be man, you could not control bad kids at Hogwarts. Like it would take no time at all for kids to kill each other, especially if you're giving them books mm-hmm. and all they have to do is like mispronounce something to to accidentally burn the place down or fuck something up. Yeah, that would be the most unrealistic part. There'd be so yeah. much rape. I just fantasized so much. I, I started reading when I was maybe 12, 13. Why would there be and, more rape? Because like like a uh, Lucius Malfoy, the bad guy, would cast like Staticus or something, and then it's like, oh, Hermione can't move, and he didn't just go rape her. See, but on the counter argument, he could rape her as a normal person. Like boys can rape girls. They're yeah, but these stronger. people don't even unlock locks without wizardry. Like they, I, like I they just don't even say, walk up to a doorknob and open it. They, <laughs> uh, you yeah. could. There's that spell where you can. Uh, it's called Polyjuice Potion. It's a potion, and uh, you get a little bit of like Taylor's hair. And you make that one of the ingredients, and now when you drink it, you transform into Taylor for a period of time. And like, <laughs> okay, now that's cry. something I you can't do. And and, and you you just be transforming into like hot chicks and whoring yourself out all the time. You you wouldn't need a job. You just <laughs> you just you, oh god, like, my Woody's always wanted to be place. a girl and get fucked. Like that, Woody would have met. Like, oh, it's the hardest potion to make, huh? Well, let's start cracking the books, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but teenage me was like. I need to look like that chick's boyfriend. That was my thought process. To the old switcheroo. No, you turn yourself into the girl, and then you just squat over him. Yeah, mirror. Kyle went straight to being your girl and getting fucked and whoring out. I, yeah. I'm laying all the hottest chicks in school by being the some, hottest girl. It's about making some galleons, all right? What was the name mm. of the class where you learned the the best stuff? The ice beams, the fire beams, summoning some sort Defense of... Defense uh, against the... Well, it depended who was teaching that year. God, this is coming off poorly. <laughs> it depends who was teaching that year, but Defense Against the Dark Arts class was the like offensive defensive spell class it was it was about fighting and well, defending that's the coolest one. it depends who was teaching the class that year the year it that was, lupin uh, taught which i believe was third year was a great year because he's like harry's like uncle kind of figure but then like later on some of the most awful characters in the in the books taught that class as a way to like hold harry back in a, in a way uh you know there was but yeah, defense against the dark arts would have was like the offensive defensive spell class. Harry taught a year of that. He he made it all the way to teacher. Well, there was a year where uh, Hogwarts is infiltrated by the Ministry of Magic, you see, and so Harry takes it upon himself to teach the class because the actual teacher is refusing to actually teach anything. So the the children all get together and say, "Harry, you should teach us." 
And so they use the room of requirement, which is like this hidden room in the castle that becomes whatever you need it to be. They go into there every night and they train. It's very much a hollow deck, a magical hollow deck. And they go in there and Harry teaches them all the things that he's learned over the years, you know, because he's had to face off against teach. The teachers, the teachers didn't want to teach. They're on strike because of the the invasion of the ministry of magic. They were, um, the, 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 the viewpoint of the ministry of magic was that Voldemort had not returned and they would not hear anything else. Actually this year, the, Hogwarts had been taken over by um, Voldemort's henchmen. And so, uh, no, 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 no. This is the year before that. Yeah, yeah. Ministry of Magic's position was that Voldemort had not returned. And they also did not want any of that stuff taught. So the teacher they put into place is one of the most evil characters ever written in a book. Oh, is that that horrible woman that dresses in pink lady? Yeah, Yeah. she's the worst. And, And she won't teach anything. She's making them read books and like the theory of self-defense it's, it's like if you go to your like jujitsu class and everybody just cracks a book and talks about what an arm bar would hypothetically look like and you're like well what if i actually need to apply an arm bar in a self-defense scenario <laughs> who will you be defending yourself against i don't know attackers what was her where motivation? are these attackers no so one's going to attack it. you so it she was, was like, a bad guy who was like setting them up for failure so they wouldn't be prepared for a ba- the bad guy attack worse she was a bad guy who didn't know she was a bad guy. Which she, was made, a bad teacher. she was just an evil person who didn't have an agenda other than that of her. She uh, didn't even uh, have anything to gain by being bad. No, she didn't know that Voldemort was back. She didn't care. She 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 was just a, a bureaucrat, power hungry sociopath. She sucks. The the coolest character is the guy in the woods who uh, talks with spiders and stuff. That's Hagrid. Yeah. Hagrid's cool guy. Yeah. I like Probably the part of Harry uh, Potter talk. I, I could I could do a whole Harry Potter podcast because it's my one of my. Fa- I might like it more in the Tolkien universe. I, I I'm really into it, but but I, I'll spare everyone. Anymore. Kyle, I've, I've been wanting you to do this Star Trek talk. So oh. there was a question from the Patreon. He asked for it, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to get it exactly right. It basically was: you're a Starfleet captain. Do you want Spock or Data, Lieutenant Data, on your crew? Data. Why? Um, I mean, he's incredibly advanced. He's super intelligent. He's 100% loyal. He is one of the biggest advantages that Data often provided was there would be scenarios where he would not be affected by the anomaly or mm-hmm. whatever He's, he's non-biological, right? He's an android. So, like, something would happen that, like, made everybody devolve into, like, whatever they came from. People are turning into lizards and and uh, spiders and lemurs and stuff. Well, he's a robot. He's not going to devolve. He's not infected by any of the diseases. He's not affected by um, uh, a lot of that stuff. There's an episode where this, they, they stumble upon this alien race that doesn't want to be discovered. They're isolationists. And so their solution to this is to erase people's memories and like, like hurl them back out of their space. And the people wake up and they're like, Oh, what happened? I don't know. Let's get out of here. But the enterprise is very inquisitive. So like they, they do that and the enterprise just comes back and they're like, all right, we're going to destroy him. And data is like, whoa, 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 I'll cover the tracks. Send us back again. 
I'll make sure they don't come back. And, and so there's this whole episode where like Data's clearly lying to everyone and everybody's like, why is Data lying to us? He's lying about this. The, the computer's clock doesn't add up to what actually happened. We, were, we weren't just knocked out for 30 seconds. It was eight hours. What was Data up to? And they, they're, they're so inquisitive. They've got to go back and, and figure it out. And the aliens are like, all right, well, we're killing them all now. And, Data, and they're like, we can, we can try it again. Put us all asleep again, and Data will do it right this time. Like, so for that reason, mm. Data's got so many advantages as a machine over just annoyingly. See, Sp- Spock isn't even is isn't even full Vulcan. So like, mm-hmm. his human side takes over sometimes, and he's a real piece of shit. Like, he gets emotional. There's an episode where he gets sprayed by this fucking pollen on this planet, and it makes him like super emotional. And he's wanting to like quit Starfleet and like go on some sort of peace and love tour or something. There's an episode and, where Data gets drunk and fucks the chief of security. Um, Tasha Yar, yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, she that I, I don't remember exactly what the effect to Data was. I think Data was all a okay and he was himself, <laughs> but everyone else That's was better. turned into like horny versions of themselves. And she shows up with like that Superman dupty do coming down her face from her hair. And she's wearing like a low cut Jennifer Lopez, like 1998 Oscars kind of dress or whatever. And, uh, and she's like, are you fully functional? And he's like, I've been trained in 37 methods of, human fuckery and she's like oh <laughs> really and it's just like it's like yeah so so daddy gets laid uh yeah yeah uh spock was just the original series sucks they didn't have the budget they didn't know what they were fucking doing it's it's the, a lot of the core the, the skeletons of a good show are there but like there's no meat on those bones it's tng is where it's at and then deep space nine afterwards and everything else is a fucking abomination all right. Hey, have you paid any attention to the? There's a new game, Valheim. Are you familiar I, with it? I, I messaged you guys about Valheim about a month ago, saying okay. we, should, we should jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the early access beta is wildly successful. They have tens of thousands of players. Um, I I just learned about it. I guess you told me about it months ago, but uh, I relearned. I thought I'd learned about it two days ago. And uh, I was like, ooh, here's a game the boys haven't heard of. It seems interesting. I tried to watch it on Twitch. Long, boring stretches. It was Shroud, right? So Shroud is someone who finds action, right? You know, He'll play a slow-paced game quickly, Shroud can. And uh, I don't think I literally saw him fire a bullet or throw an axe or anything in the whole time I watched. This looks cool. Yeah, we should definitely get the three of us in there. And maybe even get like a patron or somebody. I guarantee there's someone who's real fucking good at this. Uh, yeah, I, well, yeah. it's 10 player co-op. It seems to be a decent amount of PVE, so it's not exactly Rust. It's mm-hmm. more Minecrafty. but There's some very cool monsters in here based on the, the preview. I but, like the Norse stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like Norse mythology. Um, uh, so that's what drew me to it. And then I saw that it was like mini player co-op and some sort of and, and I like the idea of the PVE, frankly. Like like in some games, I'm just like like PvE and Rust, it's like, get out of here, I'm here to fucking raid. But in a game like this, it's like, oh, this could be real laid back and fun. Yeah, I'll play. I I'll fill a lobby up, I'm sure, with the with the patrons. Mm. Um, those guys are always down to 
you know, jump on board with whatever we're into at the time. It, uh, so yeah. So them about survival right. games. My concern is that it it's a big time sink. You know, like some games you can't play a little bit here and a little bit there. Rush True. is a good example, and I don't know where this one lands. Yeah, um, the forest is kind of like that. Like like you need to play like four good solid sessions. You know, probably it probably takes a good twelve hours, fourteen hours to like beat the game. As in, it, it's a co op PVE. Mm-hmm. loose story based kind of game with um with building uh pv combat uh weapon construction and survival you know, it, i i don't know anything about valheim other than what we've just said i haven't seen any footage but um i saw how popular it was and that it was norse based or and i like that shit anyways a lot of the tattoos that i'm looking at are like those norse fucking tattoos uh i'm into that shit so like uh yeah, I'll, I'll play anytime, uh, especially if we can figure out if it's a game we can take on in like nibbles and bites rather than like, all right, buckle up, boys. It's a, we got to right. play for twelve hours to get to the first load screen, and then uh, <laughs> then we can then we can log off for the night. Like that's well, how rusted sometimes. It's like it's like we can't quit. We're like we're in the middle of the thing. We have to finish this, or we are left vulnerable while we sleep. You know, yeah, I like games where I can quit at my leisure. You know, whenever I want to. And so hopefully this game's like that. But like I said, I just bought it, so I'm down to play. This looks like fun. How much? Like five, ten bucks? Uh twenty, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. So not well, they're getting rich. Yeah. Speaking of, of games, someone sent this to me just as we were doing the show. So Magic the Gathering uh made a partnership with Warhammer forty K and Lord of the Rings. And so they're gonna be making cards with Warhammer forty K and Lord of the Rings themes. Oh I, I'm gonna have to jump back into buying cards if they're physical cards. I'm gonna buy the Lord of the Rings set. This God gonna- damn it, I might buy some fucking cards. That's so cool. <laughs> That's Dude, so you fun. have no I if you think if you, I'm sure you're picturing like like all of the crazy Lord of the Rings cards yeah. you could you come up with and like like oh I want the fucking Shelob card. Like but Warhammer forty K like has some of the most overpowered nonsense you can imagine. Good. That fits in with like, like like black hole grenades and stuff. Like like all sorts of like ridiculous, ridiculous over the top OP shit. Yeah, this is gonna be so cool. Like they've like, got like, great aesthetics in the Warhammer 40k universe, and obviously the Lord of the Rings universe is very fleshed out and cool. That's gonna be really neat, especially all of the like tribal decks that are gonna come out of that. Because I guarantee they'll make like a Goddorian tribal, Rohan tribal. Dwarf tribal, goblin tribe, like all of that, or Urukai tribal, troll tribe. Like they'll, they'll hopefully if they if they build it out that way, that'd be really really. See, neat. see, this kind of annoys me though, because it's like, why doesn't Lord of the Rings partner with Creative Assembly with Warhammer and make a fucking Warhammer Lord of the Rings game? Like Warhammer, Lord, Warhammer Lord of the Rings would be so sick. That would like, be huge. So many people would buy that. I'd buy yeah. two copies just to support them. <laughs> I bought I bought one. Yeah, I'd, buy, sure, I'd play it a lot. But yeah, that this I just saw this news and this seems pretty cool. Like and I know Lord of the Rings, the, the owners of the Lord of the Rings rights or whatever, for the longest time they were like, No, we're not selling it because we're not gonna let you do anything because you've fucked it up too many times. And now like the new owner of the Tolkien Enterprises is letting them do whatever, apparently. Like, yeah, yeah. sure, fucking do it. Oh, you want to remake this and on an HBO show? What fuck it, do it. See how it goes. So what if it sucks? It probably will. I'm rich. Yeah. 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 Who cares if it sucks? It's more content. It's more content. It I just won't watch it. 
I agree. I agree. Is it Amazon though, right? That's making the uh Yeah, it is Amazon. I yeah. There's a lot of really big um um pro- projects on the horizon, like like the Halo live action thing on Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings thing. Um I think there's a there's a Harry Potter TV show in the in the works at HBO. Very early though. Oh, okay. I, I haven't heard about that. I'm sure that would do well. Like everybody who's really into Harry Potter is like my age or your age now. And so like that's a that's a big market of people who would buy that. Yeah. I I, I what I the th- Harry Potter is so good that it survived the fucking um uh PC stuff with uh with um JK Rowling, you know, with her comments about trans people. That's, that's how you measure. know you've got a that's powerful a measure, right? fucking product. Like, is it Chris it's Brown huge. that like beat Rihanna? People yeah. still like his music. Yeah, you know, he's pretty good Dude, at music. That guy was the ultimate. Like, now nah, I'm gonna keep doing it. Where it's like, hey, we know for a fact you beat the shit out of her, you know, and you just said you did. And he's like, yeah, well, I gotta make it to recording. So, like, <laughs> Michael like, Jackson's another one. Where, where like he's like raping children, and people are like, yeah, the music was pretty fly though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can look. We can get over it. That's how he gets that youthful energy for those dance. Dude, that's how I feel about Kevin Spacey. Like, like, dude, he's fucking good at what he does. Feed him children if that's what he needs. Like, like if that's if he needs to feed upon the souls of of little boys and girls to to act that well, I'm okay with it. I agree. I, I look at that like a NIMBY policy. Not in my backyard. I don't want to see Kevin Spacey eating or molesting children. But as long as those, you know, good movies keep coming Keep them in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, keep them in Hollywood. Far away from, you know, from our shores. We don't, we don't want them here. Keep them over there. Yeah. What about actors who are completely wrong for their part? Can you think of anyone who just, they just picked the wrong guy? Uh, that guy, Hayden Christensen... Is awful in everything. <laughs> he was He's um, the one. He played Anakin, uh, Anakin right? Skywalker. You underestimate my power. It's like he <laughs> farting. You know he's coming back, right? <laughs> what? For what? He did for what? The, he's gonna. He's coming back for the uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi series. I think he's playing Darth Vader. Interesting. I did not know that, and I'm surprised by it. But that won't make a difference. He'll be in this, or will he be in the suit yet? He will be in the suit. Oh, well, um, then but, it doesn't I, matter but, I, but I think the mask is going to come off occasionally when he's hmm. like in his Vita chamber or whatever the fuck. Is he'll he be in the suit, but younger? they're still getting James Earl Jones to do the voice, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll have the voice. When the mask is off, I think you'll have Hayden Christensen's voice, and when it's on, uh, <laughs> you'll have James Earl. I'm serious. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, because that's that, how it works. Because the, the voice so isn't. That's not his voice. You know, it's it's a uh, it's an amplifier for part. It's part of the suit. Oh really? I thought it was just kind of. Echoed because of the mask. I'd sound different too if I was wearing a mask. I thought it just did that somehow. No, it's it, it's, it's a speaker of some sort that. Yeah, figured. essentially, yeah, yeah. It's like if Bane sounded normal when oh. he took his mask off, like it would be distracting. But I guess you're right. It makes more sense. Kyle, have you considered the new Toyota Supra for your next car? Faster than a Camaro, small. similar price range. Only comes in auto. Can't go wrong with Toyota. Uh, it's way too small and it's underpowered and he doesn't uh, want it's overpriced. It says so, faster than a Camaro and same price range. Are, are you sure? 
I'm not sure. I just going by. This. I'm not sure either, but but that's maybe maybe there's like a newer model of it. I remember like uh, the initial showing of it. That was the that was my take from it. That it wasn't all that fast. It was overpriced and it was too small. And I'm wondering which Camaro, like the SS, like like, like the V8 or the V6 or. Yeah, right. Is he comparing the two top ends or? Because I'm guessing the Super is a four cylinder. I'm guessing. I mean, if I'm going for a sporty car and it's the same, let's just assume same price, same specs and everything. Like I would absolutely take the Camaro. Like, I don't know what a Toyota Supra looks like. But looks pretty nice. Looks as cool as a... It looks pretty nice. It's just too small, though. Um, so, uh, I've got some stats. 382 horsepower, 3-liter, 6-cylinder on the Supra. Okay. That looks kind of yeah. cool, but it is yeah. a teeny tiny little car. Um, I saw a Jaguar F-Type in person two days ago, maybe three, and that was pretty sick. Uh, it sounds real nice. Had a lot of crackle and pop to the exhaust. It sounded real nice. Looked real nice. His was red, which I didn't care for. I would want black. But no, um, car's going to be a Corvette or a, or a Jag, uh, almost certainly. It's going to be one of those. Um, probably. Huh. Yeah, the Jaguar F-Type. Trained for a bit, and now you're back on. I've gone back and forth. It, it, it really depends on um, a few things, but I, for that price range, forty to fifty thousand, I think the two best cars, uh, most bang for my buck, uh, are the F Type. They make a V8 F Type, um, which is still within that price range, depending yeah. on the mileage, um, and uh, and the Corvette, like a 20, 2017 to a twenty eighteen Corvette or F Type, is kind of what i'm considering is an f-type a coupe or a sedan it's coupe two-door yeah coupe. and okay. do, am i crazy is it all-wheel drive i want to say that was one there of the is other. an all-wheel drive version which is kind of why i was considering it the most i was looking at all-wheel drive cars for for denver yeah. or for colorado in general because of the snow yeah. i was like ah oh, man i don't know i don't i don't want a two-wheel drive car you know if, if there's snow I, I can't go out uh and i was looking at all of the all-wheel drive sports cars. I don't want a fucking Subaru before anybody says it. And uh, and so, like, the Jag F-Type was the thing that combined all-wheel drive with styling, with performance, and was in that that relative price range and wasn't, like, something shitty. Like Which the Dodge comfortable on the inside? Probably the Jag, right? I would imagine the Jag. It looks much fancier. It looks much uh, like the materials are, are look better. You know, yeah, like, like higher quality materials. It's still uh, fast as shit, right? Like, it's, it's pretty fast. There's like three different versions. There's a anywhere from off the top of my head, like it's like three to four hundred and fifty horsepower or something like that, depending on which one you get. Roughly, I'm probably off a little bit. But then the Corvette is just a fucking rocket ship on rails for for like the same price. Like Corvettes are are ridiculously underpriced for what they are. F type seems fast to me. Kyle's point of reference is a Camaro so it's a little different than us Taylor it's fast I mean it's it's probably faster than my Camaro I, my, my Camaro is like 425 horsepower like it goes as fast as I want to go I'm not looking to go fast like that, that's perfect. the thing like the, the answer is there for you then you're not looking to go fast take the one that's probably just as fast as what you have now and I imagine the interior of the Jag is going to be a lot more posh a lot fancier probably it looked a little small and it doesn't look as nice as a Corvette to me um, I'm probably still leaning toward the Corvette uh, if I'm 
if I'm not as worried about the all-wheel drive thing. Like, like I could get the Corvette and then get like a Toyota Tacoma 4x4 for like $8,000 or something like that. And like if I need to go out in the snow to get groceries or like just run to the store, like hop in the Tacoma, you know, something something like that, that you buy one with 140,000 miles and you're like, yeah, and it'll go another 95,000 miles if I need it to with like an alternator and a water pump or something. If you're a homeowner, it's nice to have a pickup truck. It just seems like every so often you there's something of size that you need to carry home from Home Depot or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I still have my Silverado, but but I am so tired of putting transmissions in it that like I hope it just explodes. Uh, I've put like I don't know how many trans three I think like like it's just it's it's a lemon. I, I'm 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 just I'm hands off. I'm hands off that car. I'm not going to fuck with it anymore. I'm tired of putting new transmissions in it and hiring mechanics to work on it. I don't know what to do with it. If I were still blowing shit up, it'd be on the chopping block. <laughs> you donated to that like Cars for Kids program? Write it off your taxes? That's not a bad idea. Something needs Wait, to be Cars done for with. Kids is a thing? 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS Donate yeah. your car today. Yeah, I see? never see commercials, but that just sounds ridiculous. It's like cigarettes for kids or alcohol for kids or other things kids You don't, don't use. give the kids a car. You <laughs> donate the car and the proceeds go to the kids. That makes Yeah, there's a step in the middle there. They leave out on cars for kids. They make it sound like they're going to put children behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> this is a charity in which seven-year-olds fulfill their fantasy of learning to drive pickup trucks. It's a mistake. I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah, not that a that would be a wildly unsuccessful charity. Joey's <laughs> <laughs> last wish was to drive a Toyota Tacoma off a bridge, accidentally. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah no, no, no. every time somebody has a suggestion for a car, it's like it's like no, no, like like first of all, like I'm aware of all the cars. Okay, this is this is you don't have secret knowledge, people about oh. Have you heard of the Ford Mustang? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've considered it. I'm not interested. Like, like I, I don't, Can I, I don't ask like why you don't like. So I like the Subarus. It's quite possible I'm a lesbian. I'm open to that idea. But when okay. I see them, I just find them appealing. What do you think yeah, about the uh, Subarus? If uh, if I were living in a Mad Max world where I didn't want to like get some pussy occasionally, I might <laughs> get a WRX STI. Right badass car handles incredibly well all there drive, must be fucking, some 18 year old who makes bad decisions who likes that car you could do fucking 70 miles per hour around a sharp corner in that car and as long as you're harnessed in the car's gonna do it you just gotta make sure you don't fall into the other seat like, like it'll do it it's it's a great fucking car it's reliable no it's fucking ugly i don't <laughs> want that ugly piece of shit it's ugly i don't want it it's gonna hurt like, your pussy game, you think? Like, I, I, Subaru WRX. Maybe I wouldn't get in it if I was a girl. I was like, ah, oh, you gotta, you fuck. You, you think the average woman walking up to your car has any idea or even looked at the logo? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. You should start stop picking up girls at that mechanic union. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, 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 look, it's not like I drive a Ferrari or anything, but it's 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 not rare for me to be like in a drive-through or something like that and they're like oh i like your car and and like that to be a conversation starter i i'd like a nice car that that i think that girls would like 
Dude, automated. That's uh, not my only concern. I have like eight concerns when it comes to a car, but that is on the list. And I, I personally think the Subaru is an ugly car. If if I were just getting something for utilitarian purposes, yeah, I'd be driving a what a, you know a two thousand dollar dollar Honda Civic, right? Oh yeah, it gets it gets forty five miles per gallon and it gets me back and forth. It's not what we're doing here. I want I, I want performance. I want comfortability. I want reliability. I want desirability. There's a whole bunch of things that go along with this purchase, and for those reasons, it's Corvette or Jaguar. And the Jaguar is second place right now. The Corvette is just sick. Yeah, there have been a number of times in my like recent life where people are like, "Man, isn't this ugly?" And I'm like. I think ugly might be my style, actually. I, I think it's cool. Here's another. I think you asked one I like the Camaro, uh, the Mustang. I don't hate it or anything. Mm. I just find the Camaro styling to be superior. I just think it looks better. It's got a really nice interior, though. I think the interior of the Mustang might be better, but I like the exterior styling of the Camaro over the Mustang. And that's what, if you're comparing apples to apples, that is the comparison. It's Mustang to Camaro. There was a uh, and, period and I guess of time Ballinger. where the Mustang hardly looked like a sports car to me. Like yeah. I think they call it the bubble body. The Fox body was even worse. It's yep. I don't know if everyone knows what that looks like. But uh, I'm like, this. I can't even tell this is a sports car. It looks like mom's car to me. This is supposed to compete with Camaros and Corvettes and shit. Like, it's, it's lame. But current Mustangs, I think, are pretty cool looking. I think they are, too. I, I, I think they're one of the best looking cars on the road. Um, uh, I rented one a couple years ago, drove it from Albuquerque to Denver and, uh, had a ball. In it. I actually got the, uh, like the EcoBoost, um, model. Like I rented it. Is that the top and one? No, no. It's like the, I don't know if it's the bottom one. I think it's the supercharged four cylinder, maybe like, okay. like, like it's, uh, but, but it was surprisingly powerful for what it, for what it was. It had like six or seven different drive modes you know like oh drag race mode and quarter mile rope mode and fucking track and i don't know i went through all of those and i i remember like like little things stick out to me in cars like the the steering wheel was very squishy it was mm. you know it was leather but it was like oh yeah that, i can feel some squish when i really grip the steering wheel and i like that because my steering wheel is hard my, uh, was, my truck i'm sorry to interrupt but uh there are a lot of things about the F-150's uh, interior that look okay, but if you touch it, it's like, oh, this is plastic that's supposed to be metal. This yeah. is plastic that's supposed to be leather. This is like, and it just, everything's, even though it's the, a high trim level, it's just not as high as you can dream up. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know Mercedes, um, like models very well, but there's an a there's an AMG that's um, or something like that that's like affordable, it, it, you know, a couple years old. It was like also in that forty to fifty thousand dollar price range. Um, maybe it was an I'm gonna get it wrong. AMG forty three or something like that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's a, like a mid sized, sporty uh, Mercedes, and it's like oh my god. This blows all the other cars out of the water with like the materials and the comfort level. Like when you when you talked about something that is made to look aluminum, it's aluminum in the Mercedes. Mm. If, if something is, it's like that's wood. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of a tree. 
it's like it's like this is aluminum this is like not just leather but like really nice leather like the stitching you're like oh shit did, did some old german lady fucking do that by hand god damn that looks good like like everything in the in the mercedes looked sick um ah uh, i i can't tell you the details but you just know it's expensive to maintain though right like for re somehow the oil is going to cost four hundred and twenty dollars to change or something like that. <laughs> like that's what happens. You get a port more expensive than than domestic. You know, like 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 I don't know that it'd be like uh, I'm sure the Jaguar is expensive as well. Um, my only experience I had an XJ12 when I was younger, and that's why I got rid of it. It was like it was time to change the spark plugs, and it was like oh yeah, well first of all there's twelve of them because you've got a twelve cylinder Jaguar, but also like everything else I'd ever worked on, it was like, yeah, pop the hood. Yeah. See that? that that's your spark plug. Yeah. Pop, pop. Yeah. Pop the wire off. All right. You get your wrench. Yeah. All right. Now take it out. Now put your new one in <laughs> this. It was like, all right, jack the car up. You got it on the lift. Great. Now drop the transmission. You had to drop the transmission to change the spark plugs and they were expensive <laughs> and there were 12 of them. And I remember being like, could we just change the ones that are bad? It's like, no, you change them all. You don't, you don't, you don't just change one spark plug. Like, like, like that's no, you change them all. It's like, fuck, can we just get rid of this thing? Like, let's, <laughs> let's just fight. I changed my mind. Cars can be too hard. to. I changed the timing belt with PKA Dan. You probably remember him. Yeah. And uh, it was his wife's minivan. And I'm like, what? The motor's in here sideways? All right. So we're going to work on the timing belt by removing the passenger side tire? What kind of van was it? Was it a Dodge? I don't recall, actually. Yeah. I'm, some I've seen that before. Like, I've I've blown up a minivan that had that and, and looked at it and be like, oh, that's fucking weird, huh? It's in there <laughs> sideways. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was troublesome. And it, it was... <laughs> What was fun is Dan had gone through this phase where he was changing timing belts all the time. It was like if he learned if you told him you needed a timing belt fixed, he was all excited. He it was like, fuck yeah, we're gonna like I'm so glad you have a timing belt to fix. It's my new passion, changing timing belts. All right, cool. And he had these um to get the main crank bolt, it's a big deal. Like he had a six foot breaker bar. And uh the, he's leaning on it six foot and the, the car is tilting. I wasn't there for this one, but like the whole car is going and they've got so much leverage. And there's like two grown strongish men pushing on this thing and the bars going. And it's this like unmovable force versus this unstoppable object. I might've swapped those. And anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, so it was this thing. And then we went to do it and I brought my brand new um, impact wrench. Right. And this is a pneumatic, like it, I bought it because it was good. I was working. What is on an impact it. wrench? It's uh, so it's air powered and it looks like a drill sort of. And when it hits any trouble, it goes a go a go a go. It just sort of like bangs and and then it, yeah. Sort of instead of continuous torque, it does this stop and load again kind of thing where it's like bang 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 and it does it fast. So it'd be like brr, it's all right. So you ever watch NASCAR or something like that when they yeah. do the pit changes and they're. Oh, that's what those that's, 
That's an impact wrench, yeah. And and that's just so you can do it really, really fast. Mine is good. That's why they use it. Yeah. But it's also great for what Woody's talking about, like breaking okay. stubborn bolts. Dude. It's wonderful at that. We're like, all right, we're going to see what this wrench can do. We're going to see, like, like, you know, it's, it's going to be a toughie. The wrench didn't even blink. It just goes, it was like a NASCAR tire. And I was like, it was... It almost took the fun out of it. Like it was too. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was overpowered. My dad's got a badass electric one. It's like he when whenever one of those projects comes out, it's like, oh, hang on a sec. Like, it goes <laughs> over to the case. It's like snap, snap. It's like the soul at the beginning of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's so fucking powerful. That, like we've always had the pneumatic ones, but like I I don't I don't remember what got him into the electric one, but like someone says, oh, you want the electric one? That thing's just ridiculous, and you know it's. You don't got to worry about an air compressor. You can do it anywhere. And it's like, yeah, it turned out it was just ridiculous because he's that's a use case he has uh, often, like breaking stubborn bolts off of various things. And it's it's outrageous. It, you can hurt your hand with those. Like, like, like they can. Yeah. I just hurt, I just hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> yourself. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> my, um, I have a pretty good set of pneumatic tools. So you go, whap! <laughs> <laughs> you can hurt yourself. <laughs> Uh, I know you've been struggling with your wrist. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Kyle was just just getting healed. Like when lifting, I get this weird pain here, like in whatever tendon this is called, where it like just gets tight for no reason. Do you ever oh. get that, Woody? This no, not there. My biceps been troubling me. Yeah, that's, you know that's what I'm, all I have this little, time. You point to that too, Kyle. That little like it's it's right. It's right um, there, right? Here. Oh, it sounds like the it's same right place. Here. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, Kyle's is more in the back. Yeah, it's it's more in the back. And it's like it's it's the one it's going backwards and forwards more so than left and right. It's 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 from being pushed too far back this way. Um, it's it's wildly painful. Do you think you heard it doing um what is it called when you build a shelf for front barbell deadlifts? Um, um, squats. I don't know how I heard this. Okay. It's just ridiculous, though. You got to be doing those, like, bend your, your hand back stretches and pull it down. When I had tendonitis a few years ago, that really helped me out. And when you go like this at first, you're only going to be able to get up to, like, here. Like, and it's going to suck. I've been doing that. Like you said, like, like, I thought maybe that would help. Like, when I do things like get out of the tub or like move out of the bed, like, like, you know, things where you put your palms down and sort of scrunch your way out, like in the tub, you, you put your hands on the side and like push yourself up or whatever. Whew. I, I use my forearms. I put my forearms on things and push down with those now. Like, like with all the grace because, of a seal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I, I like, I, I scooch around like a dog, like scratching its asshole. Like, like, cause like if I try to like use like this part of my hand and put pressure there, like I could, I could press like with this part and no pain, but mm -hmm. if it's up here to the point where it rotates the hand back, I'm in a lot of pain. I think it would cost a hundred bucks to go see a physical therapist and he would properly diagnose it. So, so like what Taylor said might be right, but I'm always cautious because half the time it's like, oh yeah, does that hurt? You need to stretch it and work it and I'll give you some exercise. And the other half they say, oh, does that hurt? 
you need to rest it and ice it and elevate it and like the opposite of yeah of what i've been resting it and yeah. uh and trying to like not aggravate it at all like, like i said being real being mindful of not using it the way i described like things like getting out of the tub or like Mm-hmm. Just scrunching around out of bed, push you know, ups like, with like, the palm down, like that'd be bad. Anything, anything where you're like putting pressure like on the front of your hand and it pushes the hand backwards, like don't do that. Yeah, I can push with the the, so the, with the heel of my wrist, hand. You can push pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, that's fine because that's 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 here, but up here where it makes the hand go backwards and it like whatever this tendon is in here when it's making it do stuff and forward hurts too. Like if I go too far forward, like it, this is, this is painful right here. Those are, those are really important movements for the wrist. Well, I mean, it hurts in both wrists, so it, it can't be anything too bad. <laughs> They're <laughs> identically painful. So <laughs> go, to, go to the fucking doctor. So it's not like I have some sort of aberration in one hand. It's not like a tumor, for example, because it yes. putting, putting pressure on a nerve. I, what you'd be buying is, Knowledge on what's wrong and how to fix it. I'll give it another, you know, three, six months if it's still hurting. Right, well, that I might, I might do something like that. Um, I too make bad decisions. I'm going to the, I'm going to go to the doctor <laughs> anyway. I've, I've got a little mole on the, on the, like the back of my oh. upper back. Can you give me a hand? <laughs> Dude, that's how I am when I go to the doctor. Oh, that mole right back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sir, why'd you? Bite on the doorknob to get in here. <laughs> when I go to the doc, like like I, I wait so long to go to the doctor that I'm I'm like, yeah. So what are you here for? Like, well, I'd like uh, something, something for this acne. Uh, I've got a, a blinding pain in my wrist, some kind of weird bump on my cock. Um, also, like I think I got an ingrown toenail. You want to take a look at that? And uh, let's refill that Adderall prescription while we're here. He's like, well, let's. I'll start with your cock. Worst <laughs> <laughs> out of the way. Get everything out of the way. That appears to be a skittle, Mister Myers. <laughs> How did that get there? Yeah. So, Taylor, I think you should probably stretch out your wrists. Not to the point that it hurts. I just say because it works for me. You don't go back and you don't do that stretch where it's like, yeah, the hurt means it's working. It's just like the second you start to feel that pressure, you, you stop and you hold it there, and then you. Go down to the and it worked for me with my tendonitis. My so. joints are all weird. Like, 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 I'll do that, uh, like, 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 go too far kind of thing. My knees will go too far too, which is, like it, that is that kind of sucks. Like, That's a little they go scary. backwards. My knees will go backwards. Like, I can bit, I can, if I point my toe and keep going, my knee will keep going. It so won't you make just, an it effort won't. not to go past straight typically. Like, yes. That's a thing that you need I, to focus on. Oh, really if, most. if I ever accidentally, it's. I mean, I could I could snap my knee in half. Yeah, you like, can't be I, strong backwards. No, that's a no. Thing. No, there's there's not. You're not built to do that. You're not like those aliens in that Charlie Sheen movie that have the backwards legs that walk like fucking cockroaches. So you kind of look like an emu. Yeah, <laughs> so like, like all my joints do that. Like they get they go fucking too far. Like my fingers do it. My wrists do it. Clearly, my knees do it. Um, yeah, it's it's a whole Your thing. Your toes do it in an upsetting way. My toes do it in a way that really upsets Taylor. That um, was my least favorite thing about meeting you. Yeah. It was you <laughs> going, hey, Taylor, I told you I could walk around on this concrete floor with my toes. And you just start going, ah, ah. <laughs> like, hey, this guy was pretty cool up until right now. 
<laughs> I love doing it because people are always like, ah, fuck. Because you say, like, I just stop, stop, stop don't, don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Uh, did you want to do ads, my... Taylor? I think you're. Yes. Yes, we will do those real quick. Uh, this episode of PK is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer lasting erections. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction, in case you didn't know. Uh, Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. No one will know. Uh, the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of the licensed medical provi providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription in a few days. The best part, it is all done online, 100% of it. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient strength for your prescription. Uh, don't like swallowing pills? No problems there. BlueChew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA, and they, are and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details, details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code PKA to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Wonderful product. Fantastic product. We all love it. We love having hard cocks. Uh PKA, $5 in shipping. That's all you have to pay. Get yourself some dick pills. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to have longer, harder, stronger erections. You know, so fantastic news from, from Blue Chew. Check them out. This episode is also brought to you by Smart Mouth. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think of the times you were the gross smelly one and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples. That's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth, not even realize you're grossing everybody out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Uh, Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day long. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day and you'll never, ever have bad breath, guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that is smartmouth.com slash PKA. So check out Blue Chew. Check out Smart Mouth. Check out those links below. Two products perfect together. Perfect. Magnifique together. Hard dick, great breath. You're getting laid. Great news. And your partner, your girlfriend, or your wife is going to be so stoked on it. Kyle, you are muted. <laughs> yeah, the way Blue Chew works is it's... Uh, I was like, why is he talking over me? <laughs> it's like a link to a doctor's office, and they'll make sure you're an appropriate fit and prescribe you if they can. Yep. I have some Patreon questions. Mm -hmm. If you want to send us a question, just uh, it's the $10 patron level. You also get PKN early. Link down below. So this gentleman says, has Kyle considered Oregon as a destination instead of Colorado? All the drugs are decriminalized, not just weed. Lots of inexpensive places to live. No sales tax. Great bow hunting. Uh, when the time comes that he can do that again. Or Washington State. It's got no income tax. Uh, it's just so far, man. That's just literally the opposite corner of the country. Yeah. 
like that flight is like six and a half fucking hours into Seattle. Um, that's like the longest flight I think I've ever been on. And I, four hour flights, like flying into Vegas, for example, I think is a r- roughly four and a half hours. Could be a little off on that, but I'm like, all right, this isn't so bad. Even LA, I think LA is just a little bit more than Vegas, you mm-hmm. know, but flying to Seattle, I was like, I mean, I was in first class and I was still just like, man, I am ready to fucking get off this airplane. I'm getting fidgety here. I'm good. I don't need to piss, but I'm going to go to the bathroom just to stretch my legs. Like, mm-hmm. can we get some more booze over here? <laughs> like I'm, I'm fucking, I'm ready to get off this motherfucker. I watched both of the in-flight movies that I gave a shit about. And there's <laughs> still two and a half hours to go on this flight. I want off this airplane. Dude, I wouldn't want to, <laughs> I wouldn't oh. want to deal with that every time I wanted to come back and maybe visit somebody or do a thing. Also, that would be, you know, moving my stuff to Colorado is already a little bit expensive, you know, just, just getting the move done. Yeah, um, yeah. Now we're like adding another like 40, 50% to that at least, you know, as far as moving costs. And I don't love those states. I've spent a good bit of time in both states. Like I've been to each of them three times maybe and spent, I don't know, the better part of a month there, you know, total. Mm-hmm. Oregon reminds me so much of Georgia with it's just green everywhere and kind of a lot of city. And then we drove by Portland and it's like the fucking scummiest city I've ever seen. It reminded me of like, like the whole city reminded me of Skid Row in, in uh, LA. It just, what was, scummy? I don't know. How was it scummy? I don't know. Heroin and hobos. <laughs> that's, that, that's the, that's, that's what should be on their fucking flag. It's just a fucking hobo shooting up. It was mind blowing how many homeless people. So I haven't been to Philly or New York for a long time, but it wasn't so much that there's like lots of homeless being scummy. Like that's an LA thing in my head, but something about it's dirty. I think it's the climate. I think the humidity or the rain or it just doesn't wash clean. It's grimy. It's grimy. It's super grimy. All the buildings are coated in grime. It feels like there's diesel soot on everything that is outside. You touch a tree leaf and your hand is dirty afterwards. Whereas like Dallas, and I think it's the climate, maybe just being dry doesn't collect the same kind of dirt on every surface. It, it looks shiny and like literally shiny, like glimmery by comparison. I was from Philly. And as far as like all the drugs being legalized, like I don't like to do a lot of drugs or anything like that. I really just like smoking weed. We were talking about this today. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this today in, uh, in um, uh, the, 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 the patron discord. And I was, I was, I was saying that like the only other drug that I've ever done that I actually liked was when I was prescribed that codeine syrup. Like, if all drugs were legal and I could just go to the store and buy a bottle of codeine syrup, just kind of sip on every now and then. Like, if you could just take a little bit of that, put it in like some nice cognac. Like, <laughs> so you're drinking cognac with cough syrup. Cognac with fucking codeine in it, right? Like, 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 woo! One of those would put you in a real good place. It's Maybe a in not- the hospital. <laughs> no, you be- look. I'm not suggesting anybody does anything, but I'm just saying, like, if I hypothetically drank a glass of very fine cognac with, like, like some Grand Marnier, maybe or something like that, with a little bit of some peach flavored uh, uh, codeine syrup. It would be one hell of a time for one little nice drink that you'd sip, you know, over the course of an hour or so, 30 minutes or something. That was good shit. Um, but other than that, like, like, I have no interest in, like, doing coke or 
meth or like like no, I've got a I've got an Adderall prescription, you know, no, like like drugs or just pot really. Yeah. Yeah, just pot, you know, like like I, and mushrooms I had terrible experience on. I'm I, I don't think I want to do that ever again. Um I I don't like getting on a ride that doesn't have a, a an an off position or you know there's no off switch to 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 that well, where um for the non-drug people how does weed have an off switch in a way that this others don't for me personally like smoking weed never keeps me high for longer than 20 minutes oh. like and That's and i'm i mean like my definition of high is probably different than like someone who doesn't smoke a lot like I should be, I should have time dilation. Like, like time shouldn't pass for me in the same way that it does for you. If I'm high, um, I'm not talking about like, Oh yeah, I've got a little buzz. Giggle, giggle. I want some pretzels. I'm hungry. My mouth's dry. Like no pussy. I'm talking about getting high. <laughs> like, like, we're talking about getting fucking stoned here. Big talk for a guy that hasn't touched pot in years. And anyone else thinking the way I... T Kyle and I have the same tolerance right now. And he's acting oh. like some sort of No, you do expert. not. Kyle will jump right back to... Like, even when oh. we were at the Colorado trip, like, I, I was more of a, you know, take a couple hits and be like, as Kyle would say, like, bitch mode buzz. Where I'm like, man, I'm feeling pretty... I'm just... I'm kind of toasty. I'm kind of high. And like... I'm like ready to keep playing magic. And Kyle's like round four, like just it's like, okay. All right. And what you're going to want to do here, Kyle is okay. I'll finish it. Once you're done with the hit. So you want to tap. Okay. I'll take another one, I guess. And it's like, <laughs> before the end of it, it's like, I can't, he did this so he could beat my ass. I can't even remember like whose turn it is. <laughs> I was just being polite. All you gotta do is say, no, I won't say, I don't mind smoking at all. But like, like yeah, I felt like, like a like, bitch. You and Chiz were ripping right through it. And I was like, are they, are they feeling the same way I am? <laughs> no, no, we're not. No, we're not. Like, no, they're fine. But, like, Chiz came to my house one time, like, like, so he came in on the bus. I think this was for the uh, survival trip. And, uh, and so like Chiz arrives at my house, like a day before, maybe 36 hours before. And then Woody's going to drive down in a day or two. And, uh, and so I go pick Chiz up at the bus stop in Atlanta mm -hmm. and driving back to my place. And on the way back, I'm like, I got some good weed when we get, get back to my place, man. I know you, I know you're in Cali. I know you've got whatever you want, but I got some good weed, you know, you're, you're going to see, you're going to see. And I did, I had some really good weed. I don't remember where it came from, maybe from Cali, <laughs> but, uh, but like we get back to my place and he hadn't eaten for like eight hours. And the plan was we'll get high and then we'll eat. And I think I had went and got gotten like Taco Bell or something. Cause that's one of my favorite things to eat when I'm just real fucked up. And we're, we're out on my front porch and it's, it's me and him and somebody else and we're all chatting. And, uh, I, I had a little water pipe or something like that. And I'm just bubble, 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 bubble. I, you know, I, I clear a whole bowl at once. I'm not sharing the bowl. Like I, it's not that I'm bogarting it. Like I'm going to clean it. Everybody pack it and hand it to you. These are, we each get a bowl. We're not going to share a bowl. Like, like, like you're, I'm smoking the whole bowl and you get your own bowl. So I, I smoke mine down clear it, pack it, send it to him. He does the same thing, sends it back to me, clear it, pack it, do it again, hand it back to him. And he, I, I look at him, he's looking a little woozy. You know, he hasn't <laughs> eaten. He's, a, he's, a, he's like low blood sugar or something over there. He hits it anyway, hands it back to me, do, do it again. I do my third. I, I go to hand it back to him. He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right, man. So I just keep going. You know, I'm one after another. 
And uh, after a while, I realized Chiz hasn't said anything in a while. <laughs> and I, I look at him, and he's got that sweat on his upper lip. <laughs> and he's pale as a ghost. Oh, no. And, and he's just looking through me. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you all right? You don't look so hot. <laughs> he's like, that's some real good. That's some real strong weed. <laughs> well, yeah, man, I told you it was some real strong weed. You okay? Eat that burrito. He's like, I think I just want to go lay down. <laughs> man, start up fresh tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He's like, he's like ah, I'm gonna call the night. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, you get the, you get to that point with weed where it's just like, I gotta go to bed. Like, I, I can't be up anymore. I need to go to sleep. If you're high. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's why I went to concentrate is because like I got to the point where like I got to smoke so much flour to like get time dilated high. So it's, like, it's like we need concentrate now to like ef efficiently and yeah. like, like cost effectively like get high anymore. And with dabs, it's like I would have my water. I would be in bed with my water bong, uh, like a little water pipe. Like I had this fancy hand blown deal that was like. Not like crazy expensive. I'm sure people are listening to have like a thousand dollar fucking pipes or something. But this was this fancy hand blown thing I'd bought in Atlanta. It was maybe three hundred dollars or something, and it looked cool. And uh, it when you when you do dabs, the bowl mm -hmm. is called a nail. Um, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and uh, it, they're either made out of titanium or quartz because you get them super hot. Uh, you take a blowtorch and you heat it up to. I don't fucking know, 500, degrees. 600 degrees, something crazy hot. And then you put your concentrate in there, do this little spinny dippity do thing, and it vaporizes in there and you inhale it. Uh, it's doing the same thing this vape I'm fucking hitting nicotine out of does, but it's fucking THC concentrated to 87% uh, potency. It's, it's crazy fucking strong. And so, like, I, I would hit that thing twice in a row, like do two dabs back to back and be so high that I wouldn't put the pipe down. <laughs> I, like sometimes I would just come back to and realize I'd been holding this pipe for like 30 minutes. And like, holy shit, that was, well, it's time to go again. I guess I'm awake again. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm conscious. And like every now and then though, like I get so high that like my grip would like slowly be loosening. <laughs> and so like the pipe, because the nail is sticking out on one end, it's, it's heavy on that end and that's where it will pivot. So that would swing. And so my grip loosens and the nail swings around and hits the back of my wrist, like right here. And, and it goes, I'm sure there's a PKA where if you look closely, like if I do something like this, you'll see like a fucking like stab <laughs> on the back of my fucking hand. Cause I've, I burnt the fucking shit out of myself because I got so goddamn high that like I let the thing slip out of my hand and burn the back of my uh, my wrist. The concentrate stuff is no joke. I remember the first time I tried that in college. I'd only smoked like flour up until that point. And someone was like, hey, try a, something on this dab rig. And like my first thought, it was at a buddy's like college apartment and he stayed with a couple of other like really party loving guys. And like there's something more intimidating about like, oh, it, trust me, it's just weed. And it's like, 
No, it's not. That's in a scary little container that's super yeah. concentrated, and you have a torch right there. That's sketchy. Seeing the torch is like this feels high Agreed. than it is. And like they started heating it up, and I kept like saying like over and over like, you know, give me a very small amount. Like you guys keep talking about like, oh, this is the most powerful thing on earth. And like I, I took what I thought was like. If it would have been a hit of flour, it would have been a teensy tiny little hit of flour. Yeah. And I took it and it was maybe like two minutes later, like on the way up, like a minute in, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not going to get out of control. But then the escalator didn't stop. And I was like, oh, this is my plan for the night. Like, I do not. Are you ready? Hey, you want to go out to the bar? No. No. If you guys are going to the bar, I'm going to go home. It's the I'll just sit here and watch TV at your place. It's the best. It's it was so nice, but it's not a good thing to do and then go out and like socialize like high on or that high at least. At the time I was that level of high where it's like everyone knows. Everyone knows. Ah, uh, to each their own, because like I got to the point where like nobody knows. Nobody knows. As long as I keep these sunglasses on, because if you see my eyes, you're like, ah <laughs> but, like, as long as I've got sunglasses on, you're not gonna know. You're not gonna know. Nobody's gonna know because I'm 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 gonna be chill with it. I'm not gonna be fucking weird. I'm not gonna be self conscious about it. I'm just gonna be blazed out of my goddamn mind, and and nobody will be uh, you know nobody will have any fucking idea. I knew a guy in college who like his parents were very anti weed, and they caught him with the red you know devil's dick eyes a couple times, and he like I was just talking to him one time you know just at school. It might have even been in the library just chatting, and like he like popped a, a pill and i was like oh damn dude like you're staying here all night it's like 11 15 like i'm about to, to cash out and he's like no dude that was a uh, vicodin and i was like oh okay I, I thought i didn't know you were into that stuff he's like yeah dude like my mom kept like seeing my eyes all red and so i decided like you know i'll just you know my eyes don't get red if i take these and i was like this is, I did I, at the time I was like, oh, okay, you know, uh, uh, enjoy that, I guess. But, uh, lesson, lesson, he had an enormous amount of problems later in life due to those pills, like getting, yeah, no pills. they were, and they were like, uh, I don't know the terminology of the pills. It's not something I'm into, but like, uh, they were whatever, like the creme de la creme of the pills is like a high milligram of oxy. Yeah. Opiates. Yeah. It, yeah. It, but I know there's like different, like, What's it called? What's the um, Percocet? Uh, oh, I don't know the tier list, I, but based I, on I, name I brand. Those ones aren't as like OxyContin is like the, the grand poobah, the king of those apparently. And, th and that's what he was getting. Like, yeah, it's not something I've ever been into. Like I said, like, like no. I, whenever I'm prescribed it, I ain't saving them. I'm, I'm taking them. I'm like, like, I've got permission to take these. You better believe I'm going to chew up these Tylenol 3s and have a good old time. Codeine. Uh, I think is the only thing I've had though, because Tylenol three is codeine and yeah. Tylenol, and uh, and obviously the codeine syrup, and they are wonderful, and I could see how they could be addictive, uh, for sure. But I I I knew to avoid that because I do of course have an addictive personality, whether it's Total War Warhammer, fucking Harry Potter movies, or goddamn opiates. So I always stayed away from that because I knew you know so many, you could smoke weed every fucking day and you might get a cough. You do fucking opiates every day, and you're going to have a myriad of health problems, and you're going to end up in rehab. You know, there's, yeah. there's a difference. Of course, you smoke yeah, pot every day, you might end up in federal prison. So there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's true. But you weren't going through like shaky, sweaty, fever no. calls when you were thrown into prison. They're like, ah, oh, this fucking pill popper, heroin addict. No, 
No, not at all. Um, I'm sure, like the only withdrawal worse than like those pills is alcohol. I think so too. Yeah, because people can die of that. Yeah, people alcohol can die can, of DTs. You can have a seizure, and like even if it doesn't kill you that way, like you have a seizure, you like fall, bash your head open or something. Yeah, people die of alcohol withdrawal. Um, that's um, I think that's one of the things that sometimes they'll put people in a coma in to so that they just skip over that whole withdrawal thing. I've never even heard about that. That must that's be what Jordan Peterson did. Really? And he was on he was on benzos. So I think maybe that's what it is. It's not opiates. Maybe it's benzos and alcohol are the two that like can kill you if you're withdrawing hard enough. Not something I know a lot about. I just I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Jordan Peterson went to Russia and they they did that thing where they put you in a induced coma uh-huh. so that you skip over the withdrawal part of uh, kicking whatever it was he was on. Psychologically, I wonder how that adds or detracts from like relapse, you know, like I would imagine that somebody who's addicted to benzos and has to like white knuckle it through a big portion of it might be more likely in the future to be like, you know what, dude, I really want one of these fucking benzo pills. Oh, I want it so bad. Oh, but I'm remembering how I felt in that hospital bed. God, that was a whole week of like feeling like I was going to die. No. Nah. Whereas if it was like the artificial coma, like, I don't you know, know, man. Suffer through it is hard. I yeah. guess you had to go to Russia and pay to be put into a coma. That's yeah, crazy. right. You're like, you're like, well, I had to spend a week in a coma the last time I was taking these. Maybe. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I got a lot of rest, but uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't remember the first time I had concentrate. I don't remember where I got it or uh, or, or 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 what. Um, the main guy that I used to get wow. stuff with, I remember he would have it in these big like golf ball sized balls of it. That's a tenant. Yeah. He would have like a golf ball sized ball of it. Like, how much you want? I'm like, well, how much fucking is it? And he'd tell me or whatever the price. I don't remember what it was, like 30, 40 a gram or whatever. I'm like, ah, yeah, cut me off 10 grams. Yeah, let's, let's just do that. Like 400 bucks. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And he just, he just like take a knife and like, like, like it was so thick and like it's hard to like yeah. cut off that much. And. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. It got you nice and fucking high. So fucking high. I can't wait for your probation to be over. Oh, it's going to be a celebration. Living again. It's going to be a a celebration. We're going to have a good old time. I was talking to the boys. I think. Imagine Kyle that first day of freedom opening your door in Colorado and being like, (sighs) and then just turning around and going back inside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm in a WhatsApp. The option to leave if I wanted. I'm in a WhatsApp chat with a few of the $50 patrons and they're, and they're like, Hey, you want to, maybe we'll go to top golf. And somebody's like, and uh, somebody's like, yeah, we could do like an ATV tour. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and dirty was like, I thought we were going to get fucking high and chill. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Y'all can do anything you fucking want, but I'm going to watch movies and I'm going to smoke weed. Well, we're doing the go-kart thing again. Sure. That was fun. Taylor, yeah. I mean, it's not that I wouldn't smoke, but I, the activities sound like great fun to me. Go-karting, skiing. Uh, I'll definitely go-kart. What, that was was the other, what was the thing you just mentioned? We should do what? Top golf, putt-putt, nah, ATV That's tours. fucking lame. I don't know what idiot suggested golf. No, top golf is fun. It's cool. What is top golf? It's basically like... Like everybody knows the funnest part about golf isn't the golf thing. It's going to a driving range and hitting it as hard as you can with horrible form and seeing how far you can get it to go. Everybody knows this. 
That's all that it is. You're just standing on an elevated area, smashing balls as hard as you want, seeing how far you can get it to go. And they have like, I think they have little like scoring systems. I have a, a friend who works there. Uh-huh. And behind you is like a really cool bar area, really cool games, uh, like restaurant stuff. So like they've got, they got an arcade in there, I think. A bunch of stuff to do. Maybe it's I will, fun. I, I want to go horseback riding in the Rocky Mountains. That sounds like fun to me. I'll do that. I, I rode horses as a kid, went to horse camp. I can ride. I'll ride a horse. Ride a horse. I've only done I it. used to go to dude ranches as a child. I very much liked it. I wasn't good or anything. I could gallop, but they'd help me on the horse. That's my level of expertise. And I really liked Urban Cowboy. If we do an escape Urban room. Urban Cowboy is a fun movie. If we do an escape No, no escape room. We need to get a good one. I'd go no with you, Taylor. Room. I'll do an escape room with you. Dude, they're awful. They're awful. I've done... What he's like, like oh, I still get emails from that place. Are you serious? No, yes, four years ago. Wait, wait. I now, know. when you say they're awful, are you saying you hate escape rooms or that escape room was awful? This, this that one, escape it, room was awful. I've been to one. It was very stupid. I've been to multiple, uh, and it's never been something I've. It's been my idea, but I've been brought to multiple escape rooms. One of them downtown here was actually really neat. Like they like built it out like it was like a room and like an ancient Greek kind of thing. And you had to move this mosaic around and then a wall opened and you go into something they made look like a cave. It's like it was, it was pretty neat. The one that we did was so fucking stupid. We were, we overthought everything. We were like, it can't be as easy as counting. It's got to have correlated numbers to the letter. And so we're like trying to use a cipher. And then like at one point the lady comes in and is like, it you just just turn the knob. Just come over here and like open. Like just turn the knob. And then we just left. We left. I on hate the Everybody hated it. She was like, she was like, do you, we ran out of time. You know, you, you have like we a time limit. And she was like, do you want me to show you how you know you finish? And and I was literally like, no, I don't. I don't fucking care. Like, can can we just leave? Can we leave? Can we go get high? Can we go? You go sound a little food? bit rude. Like like like. Oh, why he would I care? Why would he I care? He didn't. It's he didn't like you've been like that. He said no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah I, didn't, I, I didn't say hey, no. You've been working care. on this puzzle for two hours. Would you like to see the solution? No. It's like no. I, I mean, I'm the paying customer, right? It's like sure. it's like you know how it ends. Like you're not. Gonna, are you getting pleasure from showing me? Like like, I didn't care enough to try to figure it out. Do you think I care enough to sit here and watch you explain it to me? We all saw the third grade field trip complete it successfully, and you're just rubbing it into us. <laughs> yeah, I, I just did not fucking care. Um, so yeah, at this point, um, I think, uh, I talked to chocolate thunder. I talked to dirty noise, uh, fish and Ari. And, uh, I think I, I, uh, I know those guys pretty, pretty well. Yeah. I, I told them, <laughs> I, I told them they're welcome to come. And so like me and those guys and Chiz for sure. And you two, if you want, um, we're going to get a pretty big house for a week. Then after that week, I'm bringing the OG Discord boys like Scum and Mitty and uh, like DJ and ZT if, if they want to come and, and and that group of people. And we're going to do a week at, a, at, a, at the big house. So it's just a big version of the Patreon hangout. <laughs> you're just yes. people yeah. after a week. Yeah, you get a lot of value when you're a $50 patron. Dude, if I could, I say? <laughs> and, everything and, I can get to that first week. That sounds like a lot of fun. So, so you guys could come during the week where it's like uh, those guys, or you could come during the week where it's the other guys, you know, that, that, that like like uh, like like Mitty and those fellows. But I figured I'd split the two groups because otherwise it's just a huge group of people, 
and they don't all know each other super well. Like, like each group is really tight with each other, but not so much um, mm-hmm. like it, with the intermixing. Um, separate but equal. That's what I always say. Not a lot of cross pollination in those. Yeah, not a lot of cross pollination. I like everybody, but but you know, it, it not always a two way street. You know, so so like you know, the second week, like I said, Scum, Midi, ZT, DJ, guys like that that I've known for like four years. Um, do a week with them, and Chiz is staying for the whole amount of time. Like like as long as I stay, Chiz will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys want to come, you could do week one group, week two group. Uh, and then after that, there's going to be a reevaluation period with me and Chiz where we're going to say, all right, how much longer do we want to stay? And does anybody else want to stay for another month? Because the answer to question A, what is four more weeks at least? And so Chiz and I will get like a, 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 re- a much more reasonable place that's like $50 a night or something. When you do a month long stay on Airbnb, you can s- save a huge amount of money, like like fifteen hundred dollars a month, but gets you a really really nice house on Airbnb. Um, so w- we'll do a place like that, and I'll stay for a, a whole month. So I'm staying for like six weeks as soon as I'm allowed um, to, to to leave the state. October uh, the latest, right? Yeah, I think October eighth. So like maybe on the ninth, I'm free. Like everything's all done, or maybe the tenth. So like eighth, ninth, tenth, something like that. And then, uh, you know, from the 10th to the, I don't know, 45 days thereafter, I will be gone in, uh, in Denver. That's exciting. Sunshine State. The, well, you don't, it doesn't matter to you. You'll be inside getting high. I, you know, I, I'll do some activities, but, but look, I, you know, like I always say, like, like the, the main acti- weed is the activity, weed is the activity enhancer. Yeah. As long as the, as long as I can have it, I'll do anything else. So if I can get one of those vape pens, like we went and played putt-putt uh, mini golf uh, for the for those who don't know what putt-putt is. I, I don't know if everybody calls it that last time. And uh, and I, I had this little vape pen that you could refill. <clears throat> and, I you know, I just had weed and something like this that you could smoke in public and nobody would smell it or it wouldn't. Because I, I don't like that. I was walking in my neighborhood yesterday, maybe this morning, Dude was smoking a joint in his front yard, and I could smell it, and I could see him, and I was just like, "Yo, what's up? Oh God, don't breathe, don't breathe!" Like trying to get past this guy, fucking smoking in the in fucking broad daylight. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I'll do anything as long as I bring a vape pen. But anything that record that that where it's like, ah, yeah, so we don't we don't allow those here, or if there's some way that no way that I could get my vape pen there, I'm I'm not doing it. But I'll ride horses. I'll Right, ATVs, snowmobiles, uh, putt putt, top golf, paintball, whatever. As long as I've got a vape pen, paintball would be fun. But yeah, top golf's a whatever. good idea. That's a good thing to do with the group. I'm so down to go hit golf balls and get drunk at top golf. Do you golf much? It sounds like you like golf. Never. Maybe I'm okay. No, Maybe I, it's I, just I have fun at driving ranges. I've been to a driving golf. range before, and it wasn't any fun at all. It was just. You just hit the ball, you watched it go, and then you did that again. I, well, like, I like it too. I, because okay. it's fun. It's like, I, I'm not good at golf, but like I know how to swing, and it's like I hit it, and it's like, okay, that was pretty bad. You readjust, and you can see yourself getting better at it as you're going, and then dramatically worse once you get to like too drunk. We got into it when I was like maybe 16 to 18, something like that, and uh, we would go to pawn shops and just get progressively more expensive drivers. 
Like, like I don't, I don't have any clubs. I've got a driver. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, we, we would just fucking crack balls in the, in the field and we go to the local driving range and just knock the fuck out of them. And it's a very satisfying sound and feel when you hit the sweet spot, just like baseball. Mm-hmm. When you hit a baseball just right, it's yeah. a very nice feeling and it feels so good. It's, it's like, oh, man, I creamed that fucking thing. I hit it right in the sweet spot. And it sounds really cool. And golf is similar in that way. It's like when you hit one nice and straight and just right in the sweet spot and then it fucking sails out there. It's very that sharp, sharp. That sharp sound when you hit the golf ball just right. It like sounds like a like you're powering up. It's like a tinny, loud sound. But you need to be good at golf to get that sound. So I don't hear it often. I was going to say, maybe it's less fun for me because I'm so bad. I, I Like my swing... You know how if you swing it right and you sort of finish up high, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're bad at it, it almost swings behind you like a baseball bat? Yeah. I'm closer to that. I discovered after a good bit of practice, because I never had a teacher or anything, that taking like 25% off my swing gave made me so much better. Like, yeah. like It'll go like, further sometimes just focusing on form instead of like Happy Gilmore crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at the time I was doing, I was this, I was a long time. I was in my twenties and I was a pretty athletic looking guy and some fat dude who must've been 67 was crushing it. <laughs> and I'm like, is this even a sport? I could beat this guy in any other sport. I'm sure of it. But, <laughs> but he's killing Not me. Golf. Not <laughs> golf. He does that maneuver 50 times, you know, an hour while he's there. So, yeah. you know, did you guys follow the tiger woods thing? Uh, uh, not since the first day. What's new? I read his his statement, and apparently, like his legs, the way he said it, the legs were pretty fucked up. It was like, yeah, oh, like a rod in it. with a series of rods and screws and pulls, and also we had to do surgery on soft tissue because it was some of the muscle was so smashed. It had to be like, it, it, that's a serious fucking wreck. Yeah, it is. It doesn't eh. sound like he'd be playing golf anytime soon. Maybe he's one of those guys who had like had his body insured for someone got not that he needs money, but like maybe he had his like a abil- like, like ability to not to, to golf, you know, mm. whatever, some body part mm. uh, insured for some ungodly amount of money. Cause I can't think of where, where I've heard that before, but I've definitely heard like maybe a pitcher or something like had their arm. I bet Taylor can fill it in, but there was a hockey player and I think he lost an eye. And he had his he had a lot of insurance that covered him. And it turns out that one-eyed, he's good enough to get back in the NHL. And he had to repay or lose a ton of insurance money that they paid out to him. He lost his eye in a hockey game, got the insurance, made it back into the NHL, and had to return. It was a bad financial decision to be a professional athlete, but it's what he wanted. I didn't know that. I would not think you could be a pro athlete with one eye in I can't. The only sport I could think was maybe it's sports where you close an eye, you know, like like mm-hmm. like, like target shooting or Darts. something. I think you need both eyes. Well, the distance doesn't change. So, you, but but like anything where you're like hitting, hitting something or catching something or throwing something, I think you need both eyes. Oh yeah, I mean he still he plays for well, one of the worst teams in the league. He plays for the Chicago Blackhawks right now. Who are you talking about? The, the guy man. his his vision in one eye, Carl Soderberg, apparently a high stick detached his left eye retina. 
Uh, Dude, when he was 21, and he still has played in the NHL since 2012. There's more than one. I sent oh. a link. Uh, did I send it? No, it didn't. Uh, well, that doesn't have to do with hockey. No, it doesn't. Let me send it. <laughs> That was a topic. I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't even know Carl Soderberg's. So Brian Berard, uh, he played for the Rangers, and he had a devastating eye injury. And uh, yeah, the insurance companies. The way I remember it, he had to pay it back, but um, they wanted eighteen million dollars back from him because he didn't lose his ability to play hockey. No, that's trash. He lost an eye. Give him a break. I don't know. Uh, I'm scanning to figure out what happened. He oh, lost wait. it while playing for the Maple Leafs, losing sight in his eye. Uh, he signed a waiver agreeing to repay the money and was barred from ever attempting to recoup it. Yeah, so dude, he he had to pay the money back. Yeah, that sucks. He shouldn't have to. Uh, yeah, maybe you <laughs> yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I feel like you're like, you know what? As an act of kindness, I'm going to give this guy this guy's money. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> insurance company, they got enough. <laughs> right, right. I, it doesn't have enough. <laughs> player. Yeah, dude. I, I was watching last night on stream, just kind of wild hair up my ass kind of idea. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna. There's a blues game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stream myself watching it. And talking to people and enough people like hockey in my chat that they'll watch it on their own stream or something. And so uh, we did that. And I was like bitching the whole time. We got smashed by the King. Well, it was only two to one, but the Blues look terrible. They're half team because they're so injured. And I was bitching on there like, dude, they'd be doing better if it wasn't for fucking all their good players being out. And now we're dealing with, you know, one of our last NHL level defensemen, Scandella back here. He wouldn't be on the team if we had a Hmm. full lineup. And then like, Two minutes later, some guy on their team takes a big like shot, ring around the boards, deflects off one of our guys' sticks, and hits Scandella in the face, and he goes down and is bleeding all over the ice, and then he immediately goes to the locker room, and it's like, now we're just out of NHL defense. <laughs> just... Like, I was trying to commentate, and like, so when the, like one of our lines that still people who can play, I was like, oh, you know, Perron, top of the point, back to O'Reilly, O'Reilly down to Perret, like, whatever it was. And then the other ones, I was trying to commentate, and I'm like, 53 who the who the hell are these people <laughs> really well but who the fuck is who like i was like googling people i had no idea but sometimes yeah, call-ups overperform though like i i i don't know it's a while ago but when i used to watch the flyers and there was a call-up i'm like dude that guy is given a hundred percent tonight that guy is trying to earn a spot on the flight this is an opportunity of a lifetime for him and you know sometimes they do well True, yeah, because they are going balls to the wall 100%, uh, as would anyone. But just, just the problem is sometimes, you know, trying really hard isn't enough. You know, like, <laughs> uh, there's a reason that you're 26 and still playing for an AHL team because a, a middling NHL middle six player just made you look like a fool. Like just some guy with no wheels just blew by you. So, yeah, season's going bad at this point. Colorado's not doing too well either. Blues and Colorado have been slipping, but they'll they'll bounce back before the end of the year as long as you know. I don't know what's up with Colorado. Maybe they. I'm win. looking for them playing each other. That's what. Yeah. I was finally, if they there was some COVID thing that bounced them away from each other for like two months. So I don't I don't know when they play again. Let's see. 
hopefully soon. The Blues need to bounce back. Actually, no, hopefully not soon because Colorado's a good fucking team. But do you want the Blues to bounce back or get a draft pick? They're not going to suck bad enough to get a good draft pick, so I'd rather them bounce back. Really? The way you tell it, they're awful. They're an AHL team. They're, but see, they won't be an AHL team the whole season. Like when, once the team comes back, they'll win enough that you know they'll be a mid, they'll get a middling pick. It's which March, is worse. though. Like I mean, it's not yeah, literally but, March, but it's you know almost March. I think there's what? What are we? Twenty games into the season, so there's like thirty-four games left. So. 36 games left so there's good time to see okay we'll see i'm i'm just happy hockey season's back it's given me so much more content to watch mm. i've been watching mission impossible a bit lately kyle said, said it was i don't want to misquote him but something like the best action movie series that exists or something it was high praise that's it so uh so i was like you know i don't think i've seen them and i checked it out i saw ghost protocol good stuff good stuff i enjoyed it the one with uh, Henry Cavill is is real good. He's got a mustache. It's the infamous mustache that caused the uh, Superman Justice, Justice League, League to yeah. have the uncanny valley CGI mustache removal nonsense. Hmm. Uh, um, is that a recent one? I guess it would be. It might be the most recent one. Um, Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill have a fight on board a helicopter where they're just like, inside the helicopter and under the helicopter and just i'm it's sure it's wild. good but that sounds like a bit of a mismatch in real life my money's on henry yeah yeah mine is too henry's a big boy and 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 younger and uh fitter but tom cruise climbs a rope the helicopter's flying and tom cruise is on a rope underneath it and he's really i'm, I'm sure he's a, attached of course mm. with safety cables but he's climbing a rope under a flying helicopter in midair until and climbs in and, and it's just like oh my god he does not need to be doing this he is doing this for love of the game man like like this is like he it impresses me when they do that there's two that i have in mind apparently keanu reeves actually has some noteworthy martial arts and what i'll call gun fu skills right? absolutely like he does actually good at that tom cruise i saw him skydiving and uh, he did a skydiving thing with a chubby late night host, um, Jimmy Kimmel. Nope, blonde the hair other one. sings well. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't I don't watch any of that shit. But he does but carpool I, I karaoke. Uh, people yeah, don't know I, who he, James. I got a, James Cobell Cove Carvel. That's no. a political dude. Yeah, exactly. He's the raging Cajun. Uh, I'm just gonna assert. Uh, James Corden. That's it. And uh, uh, anyway, James Corden, not a skydiver. Tom Cruise, clearly a skydiver. Like he had Halo all jumper. His, okay. He had all his own gear. He knew, like, I, I don't know how to put it into words, just how comfortable and experienced he was in that situation. But apparently Cruise has thousands of jumps. Motorcycles too. Okay. Yeah. And, and he's, a, he's a pro rider. He's I, a pro runner. He's a pro skydiver, climber. He's fighter. A, he's a every, stunt man. And there's like, there are people who do their own stunts. And sometimes that means they do the easy stunts. I yeah. do my own fake fighting at a bar with tons of cutscenes, And you know, like, it's a different thing than I jump from building to building. I'm the skydiver. I am the dude on the cables running outside of a skyscraper. That's a different Hanging thing. Hanging onto the side of that airplane. Did you see that one? Yes, he did that. 
he did that. So to do like, I don't know. I would be one of those. I do my own stunts, meaning I'm the guy that slid across the hood of that car. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's uh, that's a different level than what yeah, Tom. Cruise I don't like. Do. I don't like Tom Cruise. I don't think I would want to be in a room with him, mm-hmm. other than just to say I've been in a room with Tom Cruise. But I don't think that like I would choose to be friends with Tom Cruise, other than like whatever benefits you get from being friends with Tom Cruise. But him as a person, I don't think I would like him. I'm halfway I think I would, there. I think I would hate him. I bet he's very charismatic. I bet he can tell a story. I, if I he bet, wants to be, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet he's weird. I think the Scientology thing is a creepy fucking cult that he is neck deep in. I, I think he's real weird about women. I think he's an odd, odd little man. You, I'm but, open to the idea. Oh, you, there was more. Do you want to I want him in my movies. I, oh. I, I love his movies. I think that Scientology... Obviously a terrible deal if I join it, right? I'm one of those guys that gives all their money. It Maybe it's a good deal if you're Tom Cruise. Great deal for Tom Cruise. If you're Cruise. at the top of the food chain, I mean, Scientology provides your lawn mowing service and your maids and your this and your You know that. they got him all of his women, right? I did not know that, no. Yeah, like, like they find those women for him. Like, like, like Katie like Holmes? All, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they like groom those. They, they like groom those women and pick them out and like like ah, she's a fit for Tom. Okay, so she'll be in New York and we'll get Tom to be here and like like they set the whole thing up and like like put the pieces together for Tom. Yeah, Katie Holmes was on my list. You know, I've I've, I've talked about how uh, Emma Watson I think is one of the better Hollywood women. And Katie Holmes was on that list too. I always thought she was really cool. I think she's got resting retard face like she's got her her eyes are just dumb i don't know some she she looks like she she got like terry shivo face or something i i don't find her to be look she's pretty don't get me wrong it's like you know don't get me wrong she's a she's i i've seen the topless photos of her when she's wearing that weird strappy thing and like she's got a pretty face but she's got dopey eyes something about her face and she's like i don't know kind of an She's just got kind of a dumb look on her face all the fucking time. I thought Nicole Kidman was beautiful. Uh, I'm a big fan of Nicole Kidman. Uh, uh, that was his maybe his first wife. I know they were married for quite a while. I. So it's funny. I I never saw it until you said that, and I'm seeing. I'm showing pictures to everybody. Mm-hmm. Mostly they're posed. She's very pretty. I mean, even at our level, we've spent... God, what have we spent? 3,000 hours in front of a camera at this point. You know what you look like. You know your angles. You know your whatever. I'm, I'm sure she's there. But there are a few, like, candids where it's like, oh, yeah. She has some sort of, like, unattractive, weird resting face thing. It's, it's not great. Yeah, she looks dopey. Um, and I don't think she is dopey. Like, like I, she, she seems intelligent, talented, um, beautiful fit, all the above. But she's also, if we're talking about like Tom Cruise kind of gets, is, is picking his, his lady or, or, or being assigned one by the church of Scientology with their resources. Eh, I could have done a little better. I think he knows what he did. He grabbed Katie's best 12 years and then cast her aside. Have you seen that chart of when he gets with these women and when he dumps them? Is that Cruz's or DiCaprio's? Oh, shit. That's right. I think it's both. I think they both have similar patterns. Okay. I I, I think it's like 
DiCaprio's the one who doesn't go over 25 ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hilarious. 25 is pretty young. Like, oh, you can't yeah. stay with a girl very long if you don't want her to pass 25. That's what his relationship well, is. <laughs> like, as long as I'm telling like, your morals. 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, 10, 15 years. I wonder if his. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wonder if his. Um, ideal range will change as he ages right like it i just think at 48 18 year olds are literally uninteresting children to you at that point mostly like there's going to be exceptions i suppose but there's an interesting like survey or i don't think it was a study or like self-report survey that showed it was about like perceived level of attractiveness and desirability and what they found is that women pretty consistently you know want someone a few years older than them throughout life until you get to like fifties and then like even a 65 year old woman's like, yeah, I don't want a 68 year old man. I want a like younger guy. Mm-hmm. And so it shows like there's like a curve like this and then it kind of goes back down again a little bit. And the guys, every single age prefers like 21. Like, <laughs> every single age, like, it's like, oh, what's the ideal age range for you, Mr. McGillicuddy? You're 81. Oh, 21. <laughs> like and it just shows it's like a pillar, like a straight line. It's like, oh, 35 year olds actually prefer 20 year olds. Interesting. Like, <laughs> like it's it's so funny to see. That's evolution, I guess, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fertility. the fertility years. Yeah. You, you know, though, if it were straight up a function of fertility, what would the year be? Would it be 16? I tried to stop him. I tried. <laughs> no, I'm just, look, I'm going bio here. It, society says. I don't know, Woody. What what age would you prefer for, for, for fertility? It's, it's, it's not about me and my pregnancy. Oh, it is now. Well, I guess they get fertile at 12. Because <laughs> the, 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 um, the peak's probably around like 18, right? What's peak female uh, it's pr- dude it's probably i don't know it's probably 16 man it's probably 15 16 late teens and early 20s what why would an 18 year old be more fertile than a 15 year old it seems like the 15 year old has the freshest eggs i have no idea no like uh, it is clearly like growing into being fertile right i Right, so day one's not their best day, right? Like if if, if women be. become fertile at twelve, I don't think that's their best. Why not? I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But this because that you don't think their first egg might be their best? Maybe I don't know. But that site said late teens. This one teens. says after puberty, female fertility increases then decreases. And that ties into peaking at late teens, early 20s. I'll look for another source. Decreasing probably like 30s, 30, and, you know. Uh, I think ISIS has some good paperwork on this. They have a couple couple studies. The Mormons, I think, are the way to go. Well, the Mormons uh, have the more the merrier kind of policy. They're, They're like, who cares? Just get five or six and... Spaghetti on the wall. I found another site that says 18, but I'm very suspicious that it happens to be like the first legal adulthood year is their most like, you know what? It really is pretty great at 18. Hey, let's figure this out. What is peak female fertility in England? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know where it is in like American Indians, right? Like that's the whole no rules. Because am I crazy? I want to say that they pair up at like 14 and have babies at 16. In like this is I'm talking about 
300 years on, ago. On the reservations? No, like before Europeans came to America. Oh. Well, they had a life expectancy of like 30 years probably, so probably for the best. <laughs> for millennia, women have been getting it's pregnant and bearing children in their teens and early 20s. Not much different from the Krapina Neanderthals living in the northern... Well, that's not fucking helpful, dude. <laughs> I have a new thing. <laughs> Give me a number. Guys, I, I guarantee it's like immediately after puberty. Here's a counter-argument. In their early teens, girls have irregular ovulation, resulting in irregular mental, menstrual cycles. But by age 16, they've established regular ovulation and regular periods, etc. It sounds like women get a little better at making eggs consistently but that still doesn't answer like when they are most fertile when their eggs are the best is that i think that's the real question which which egg is best egg the brand new egg <laughs> that we just dropped <laughs> that first one a uh, new egg just dropped yeah <laughs> i found two dropped. more sites that both say 20s i i, I am still suspicious that um they're trying to be politically correct look Look, I, you know, I, scientific stuff. not trying to be gross here or, or weird. I'm just saying, like, with my limited knowledge of female reproduction, it just seems like, why wouldn't that first egg be the best egg? Because I do know this. This I do know. The old, the, the final few I eggs. This. this I do know. This I do know. <laughs> the last half dozen eggs are shit. Mm. You don't want one of one of those. They're rotten eggs from the get-go. Those yeah. eggs have been sitting on that. You know, you know the shelves. Uh, how, how the fridge has those, like that that one egg shelf. Some yeah. of the older fridges where you can actually has them. Th they've been sitting in the back of that motherfucker mm. for forty fucking years. Mm. She's yeah. fifty-seven. This is her last one. <laughs> that's a loser of an egg that's a loser of an egg that kid's egg. gonna have all kinds of fucking issues no, that, that kid won't have issues it hey won't make life. this is where the origin is the last one's a rotten egg this is probably what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know the history of that <laughs> comes from women becoming useless after <laughs> the final egg has passed through uh. <laughs> I, look, uh, that, that's what I'm basing this whole theory on, really, is that like if the final few eggs are garbage eggs, then and I'm not basing that on some sort of like jokey, like sexism or something no, they're, like they're that. Eggs, it's a known thing that like women who uh, conceive at l in their later years, uh, it, those eggs produce offspring with with issues i yeah, can like although 30. a woman in her 40s may still be ovulating the eggs are of poorer quality as a woman ages the percentage of her eggs with genetic abnormality abnormal abnormalities <laughs> will increase this leads to a decrease in fertility an increase in miscarriage and an increase in having a chromosomally abnormal baby like down syndrome if pregnancy does occur there are exceptions to every rule and it's scary but keep in mind one day you'll run out of eggs well i won't yeah, I nope. won't. Not my problem. I use egg beaters. Just like every guy in that survey, we can just hard scope 21. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the best thing about college girls? I keep getting older. And they, 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 just some 81-year-old fucking creep. That's Matthew McConaughey. 
yeah. <laughs> I was fucking 16 year olds before it was cool. <laughs> Matthew, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I was in England. It was cool. It was fine. I was. Mr. I was, Clinton, was it on an island? That was, uh, I was, uh, I also like Lincolns. <laughs> <I'm just, laughs> so, <laughs> male fertility declines in their 40s and it drops 1% to 2% a year. I feel personally attacked. Oh, so you're down lucky you. Minus. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm not peak anymore. I no I wish I could find a way to <laughs> swap increase my fertility. <laughs> uh, just, just get a vasectomy. Why don't you just chemically castrate yourself? <laughs> okay, that's different. <laughs> I know. You, right, that's, you just show different. up, shows up all fucking Dude, weird. I watch more plates, more dates videos all the time, right? And. One thing he says, he's like, you know, guys get on TRT and they act like it's this crazy super duper thing. But we constantly chemically castrate female, like teenage girls all the time. And it's just normal. And I'm like, damn, I never looked at it through that lens. We do just chemically castrate 15 year olds, 17 year olds, and no one blinks an eye. For what? When do this we is do birth, birth control. control pills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. now yeah. But look at it through that lens. It just... Chemically yeah, completely altering the hormonal uh, system of, of a human being. And it's like basically over the counter at this point with the birth control. Like, like, like you can, it's, it's, it's just handed out willy nilly. And it's seen yeah. as a thing of position. Uh, it's just like sex toys, you know, like, like, it's like, it's like, yeah, I've got a sex toy. I'm empowered. What about you? You got one? Yeah, but don't tell anybody. I don't want anybody to laugh at me. You know, that's, it's like, uh, that's a good parallel. Yeah. And yeah, like there's a reason like every girl I've ever talked to, you've ever talked like, when they're like, oh, dude, this, I was on a birth control once that made me fucking crazy. And I had to get it. every girl, every girl has a story like that where they yep. got birth control and makes them crazy and or it makes them feel out of the loop, like foggy minded something. And it's like, Depressed. yeah, that's because you are changing enormously important hormones in a serious way. Like it keeps. You need that to be on balance in a lot of ways. Of course, you throw that out of out of the out of the loop. You're not going to feel good. I don't know if we had kept experimenting, if we would have found something that worked for Jackie. But she basically had morning sickness all the time. Birth control pills had that impact on her, so she's like throwing up and sick and it's nauseous. And she had like nonstop morning sickness. And we we're like, well, this isn't this isn't for us. Yeah, it's not for us either. Well, I'm going to roll the dice still. <laughs> The uh, the IUD seems to be the way to go uh, if you're not going to get uh, tubal ligation. Yes, well, the tube tie is dangerous. Way more I dangerous. Think, than is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a really the, the orthrosc orthoscopic surgery is is more dangerous than a, an insertable device. Hmm. Oh no, I was saying then uh, vasectomy. Oh, then a vasectomy. The yeah, yeah, that too. yeah, the yeah. vasectomy is a lot more kind of. You know, hop in, do it, and get out. Really. Yeah, because your balls are external, right? They're, they're, they're already out there to work on, whereas I, they go in through the belly button with a tubal ligation. I didn't even know that's what it was called. Yeah. Oh, that would be nerve-wracking to have your scrotum cut open. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd make like a very tiny cut, and they go in with the, uh, again, orthoscopically, you know, the little things in the camera, and do the thing. That It makes that noise. <laughs> 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 Uh, um, yeah, I look. It, I guess I want one, like like a, a vasectomy, but 
God damn it if I don't man. really want to do it. Just pull and pray. Fool! <laughs> I, I, I just get a kick out of the idea of being really crude with the description, right? Like, you know, what's your birth control plan? Ah, you know, I come on her face. Yeah, I try not to bust inside. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they're tits, sometimes they're belly button, but, you know, my kinks are mine, and now you know. Yeah. It's always like, for safety, I always come in the tittle region. <laughs> Can't get pregnant there. Small of her back, you know. Small of her back, unsuspecting on her face while she's asleep. <laughs> it's just like, like, oh, that that is what the pull-out method actually means. Like, <laughs> I think that's a crime. I think it literally is a crime. And no. Nine years ago, I got blanket consent to do that sort of shit, and it's, it yeah. holds up in court. Literally a crime. <laughs> literally a crime. Ah. <laughs> I don't think so. Not a crime. <laughs> Cliff Hutchins. I wish says that it's worked fine. in the court of law. <laughs> Man. No, you know, I don't know. My client insists what he did was legal. <laughs> Well, if he insists. <laughs> now this is really why he this works. <laughs> now, I, damn it, Yosemite Sam! I'm glad I hired you and not that dude. <laughs> <laughs> if the is thick, you must acquit. You know, <laughs> then and he was taken. These these are ropes of love showing to, to his <laughs> literally <laughs> ropes of love. <laughs> yeah. uh, so IUDs last one. longer than I thought they did. I thought there was a five-year cap, but I see some of them are good for seven and 12 years, which is like a pretty good chunk of life. It's a very yeah. long time. If long you're like, you yeah, it. we use this from 30 to 42, then like, I can fuck. feel it, though. Like, yeah. like it's, You don't want yeah. those. I can feel it. It feels like uh, you're, there's uh, one of those fish lures that has the little dangly uh, plastic things. It's literally that in there. You can, you can, and you don't want that because you don't want to be feeling plastic with your penis. Yeah, it's not ideal. No, and it's diaphragm really, is also rather uncomfortable. But like, none of them are perfect. Except pull and pray, which of course is without flaw. Pull and pray, so far, a hundred percent. I. I Every day, I say a little prayer to. That's why it's working, actually. Yeah, I, I say a little prayer to the Dark Lord that you're I do the pull, you do the pray. <laughs> <laughs> keep throwing that one up to the Dark Lord. Keep until <laughs> until I want a kid, and then, uh, man, it'd Taylor. be kind of funny if I was sterile this whole time. <laughs> kid question, Taylor. Yeah. So let's say you know you you do decide that it's time to to, to have kids. What is your target family? Do you want three, one, five, boys and girls, all boys, all girls? I haven't given. I, I definitely want two or three kids. Okay, I wouldn't want one because everybody, all my friends who are only children, were like, "Oh, you don't know how lucky you were to have brothers and the stuff to like hang out with and do things with." Like I was so fucking bored all the time. Like I have two of my very close friends. Uh, were both. Uh, single children and they got married and now they're my age and they just had their third kid. Like they wanted to have a big family because they both really, really despised like feeling alone and not having siblings. Uh, so at least two, 
three might be ideal depending on how life's going. So I would, I'd say three, two or three would be that. Uh, and I want at least one son. I don't care if it's a son and two girls. A man child. You're like, yeah, I don't need man-child. any girls, but I need one boy. If I, do yes. I have that right? Yep. Yeah, so I we'll, need at least one boy. I will settle between one, two, and three boys. Yep. But- I'll, I'll settle for that. I'm fine <laughs> with it. And it's like, apparently it's the man's sperm that determines the sex of the child. And so... I like, like to believe that the woman has chosen. You gave her a billion choices. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really her fault. Isn't that funny? Back in the day, it'd be be some king who's like, "You've given me another daughter," and it's like (laughs) pumping nothing but lady semen into her and getting pissed off. Statistically improbable. She should have chosen the male sperm. Yeah. What the hell, ladies? Get it together. Mm -hmm. So I'll just need to like tell my wife at the time to be like, just focus, (laughs) focus, make it a son. Give me. I'm like. Oh, I don't know if I told every. You know, we have George Foreman, who's oddly a girl. Uh, she's having a baby brother, and Jackie's pretty excited about it. Yeah. Well, uh, you be watching the baby brother often, or yeah, I don't know the exact schedule over that, but um, at some point we'll be watching the two of them. Does Jackie enjoy it a lot? Yes, yeah, she's all about it. She's all about it. Uh, I don't know. She's born for that. She's yeah, is it nice? Because I'm sure you're kind of. Are you very disinterested? Like, I'll, not just like, it's not really on your radar, kind of like, oh, yeah. I get to engage and disengage as I see fit, right? So if she's this sparkling, like, happy child, she calls me Uncle Woody. You know, Uncle Woody, Uncle Woody. And I pick her up and I shake her and I hold her by her feet and I throw her across the room on the couch and she's laughy, laughy, laughy. And then when I'm done, I'm like, here you go. All riled up. It's on you. This is I I am every now. I was trying to play and I heard her. It's your problem. (laughs) (laughs) If she's cranky or whatever, that is just one hundred percent a Jackie thing. Uh, I Mm -hmm. I just I slice off the the frosting of that cake and let Jackie do all the work. That's the best way. That's exactly what I would be doing. Yeah. Every once in a blue moon, there's a like I actually have to help, but that's. I mean, it probably, like, it hasn't happened 2021, to give you an example of how common that is. <laughs> about to be March. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> but, it hasn't happened this year. <laughs> so, I just, uh, you know, whatever, chip in when I feel like it. I was, uh, this is a different thing, but I was watching, uh, like, Joe Rogan clips on YouTube where he was having, like, you know, fitness guys talk about lifting and different strategies and thoughts and that. And of course, you know, how YouTube autoplay is it gets you into the weeds. And before I know it, like I'm lifting and I'm hearing Joe talk to some guy about like the carnivore diet of like the, which is literally just, you eat nothing but meat. And like, <laughs> it was, it was funny. Like there's a couple of different clips cause I got fascinated with it. Did it make him more aggressive Taylor? Did it make him aggressive? Yeah. Make him more. No, Joe, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> the first guy I was talking to was all about like, and you don't even need vegetables and you don't need this. And what you need is meat. You just need to balance the kinds of meat you have. You need the right saturated fat. You need blah, blah, blah. And of course, Joe is usually like a sounding board and it's kind of like, that's interesting. Okay. Tell me more. Like, and then there was another one where like he was talking to someone who's like, yeah, I mean, I guess if it works for you, but it doesn't really make any sense at all. You know, I'm a real dietitian. It doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. And Joe's like, it's like he clicked for him. He's like, yeah, broccoli's not going to hurt you. <laughs> Like, would it ruin your holiday if you put a little broccoli on the plate next to the meat? Like, really? Like, and 
it was just that kind of like dumb Joe Rogan simplicity where it's like, yeah, this this shit doesn't make any sense. And his like the big like, oh, this works for someone was Jordan Peterson. He's like, now this works for Jordan Peterson. It's like, no, probably not. Probably not. You know, this guy was having problems with with things before yeah. that, and he probably still is continuing to now. There's no way that switching to all chicken and just excising asparagus from your diet is making tremendous gains for you. Like, I just, it doesn't make any sense. Even like this Did pop science the carnivore diet brought his hair back. Am I right on that? He it made cured his autoimmune disease and caused his hair to grow back. Are you familiar yeah. with Jordan Peterson's it, hairline? Yeah. I, I don't know about the hairline. I would assume that's because he was made a ton of money and he's just putting it back. But um, <laughs> the autoimmune thing I did here, Joe mentioned that. And I just I just don't believe it. Like, I believe that maybe getting rid of processed carbs got rid of some of his inflammation and feelings of soreness or pain or whatever. Like, that makes sense. But like, really, it's it's the meat getting rid of getting rid of sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts and green beans did this. Really? No, there's no fucking way. Like stopping eating chips and Popeyes did this. So I guess not even pop or I guess they could eat Popeyes if they peeled all the good parts off. Yeah, you get some grilled Popeyes. No, I don't I don't care if, if it's a fucking miracle cure. There's no fucking way I would want to just eat meat. How much an animal product. What? How much would that fuck up your GI tract too? Like eating and it's not even just animal products. Like, they don't, they don't eat At first you'd have diarrhea continuously. But like you'd adjust to it after a while, um, I, I'm sure. But um, the thing would be like, I don't know. I like salads a lot. Like 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 I, I like like a spring salad mix with some vinaigrette or something like that. It's really filling. Mm. It's tasty. I, I I like that. I like uh, I like carbs. You know, like like sweet potatoes and rice. And carbs rock. Fucking beans and bread and pasta and like those things are you. I think you need those things in your diet for Even a balance. Even the other diet. carbs, like the fruits, the grapes, the melons, the pineapple. Oh yeah. shit! Like, 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 like. Uh, I'm sure there's an answer for everything, but I would, I would question, like, where do you get your vitamin C? Yeah. Like, like, you know, where, where do you get some like really important nutrients and micronutrients and, and vitamins? Uh, if you're only eating animal products, and I'm sure there's answers to those. Like, 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 let me, oh. We'll see you bone marrow is full of vitamin C and it's like shit well okay I guess give me a heaping portion of bone marrow then but it's like I'd mm -hmm. rather just eat an orange you yeah know, that, or, that tastes better anyway I'd, I'd assume yeah I meat I think I'd have some grapes but but or, or some blueberries or whatever for for these you know it just doesn't it doesn't pass the smell whatever. test it doesn't pass the smell test whatsoever like I feel like it, maybe it's too extreme. Like maybe Jordan Peterson was eating absolute shit and trash pizzas all the time and then just goes whole hog into carnivore and now attributes all of his successes to dropping the processed sugars instead of like, you know, the meat. Well, if or, you watch the meat, uh, the dropping the processed sugars. What's his name? Uh, Tennyson on, uh, on YouTube. He does this a lot. He tests out <clears throat> various diets. He's done the carnivore diet. I think maybe even for a whole month, at least a week. He does that a lot. He's like, I... He'll have videos like What's his name Tennyson. His last name's Tennyson. He's uh, I don't know, in his twenties, real real ripped guy, like like not like overly ripped. I think he's natural. Um, he does like workout stuff, a lot of diet and nutrition information, some cooking stuff. Uh, 
slips in some like dirty jokes while he does it. Kind of fun. Involves his family. His mom's real fit, and she's like in her late forties, no, maybe fifties or something like that. Like she's an older um, lady, uh, very fit, you know. Like, but but anyway, um, I'd be like, yeah, I cut out all refined sugar for a month, and this is what happened. And you know, he'll show like what happened to his weight or his body composition throughout that time. But he does that with a number of things. Like maybe he goes Atkins, or maybe he goes carnivore, or um, you know, just cutting out or adding in various things. And he'll do fun videos that are like 20,000 calorie cheat cheat day. Uh, mm-hmm. He's friends with Greg Doucette. Uh, they do some content together. Uh, I, I like him. I, I can't I think of his first name. It's it's Will Tennyson. I was about to say Will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Will. On channel. yeah nice guy. Seemingly. Um, I, I, I like that he slips in some like dirty jokes and stuff like like some self-deprecating humor while he's like uh, yeah. going through his groceries or his or his eating or his workouts or whatever what did he say about carnivore do you recall or did you not watch it? i didn't watch it i i frankly don't give a shit about those videos uh i usually watch if he's cooking something or if he's doing like something that i'm into specifically like like, like oh let's see how he feels about this or or you know i, I i've watched a few of his workout <laughs> videos to see like because he's got a great physique he's he's got Really good, uh, you know, he's low body fat, probably, I don't know, striking distance of single digits, you know, probably 12, 14%, somewhere in there, I guess. Um, and it seems like a lot of those like fitness influencers are short guys. Like it seems like many, many of them are little guys. Helps you uh, look wider and broader if you're shorter. I think it's a lot easier to have a really sharp physique when you're shorter too. I, I, I like, like maybe your muscle inserts are more impressive or like, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like Greg Doucette, for example, mm-hmm. I think Greg's a little guy. Five, six. Holy shit. Wow. Are you kidding really? me? I actually, he's five, six and a half, but he calls himself five, six, which violates the rule. You're supposed to round up. But- yeah. Round up. Go for the five, seven. Wow. I thought his girlfriend was like, Six one or something like that. I guess she's just a regular yeah. sized lady. I watched a lot of Doucette set content. He's mentioned it a bunch of times, and they also measured his height on the. He had a Deca scan, so it was pretty accurate. Dexa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of them are real short guys. A couple um, things. I, I think that, like you said, like their their muscle insertions just look a little better. They don't tend to be string beanie when they're short guys. And also, I, I feel like fitness model, bodybuilder type thing where you don't compete against other men, like it lends itself to that sport. So if you're an athletic person, if you're Jeff Nippert or you're Greg Doucette or whatever, you're going to struggle in swimming or you know a lot of sports that where yeah tennis, basketball, tennis, basketball, uh, you know like football might work for those guys. Like like I'm always impressed by like the little running backs who are like small enough to fit through holes and stuff like that. The speedy guys who are just powerhouses of compact fucking tissue. Yeah, maybe there's a position in football where they they could pull it or they could succeed, like you said. But by and large, you know, like some guy who's six foot three, even though he's a little more lengthy in the biceps and doesn't have the same peak, is just can do more athlete shit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just think, and it, I think it's easier to have an impressive looking physique when you're when you're that size. My wingspan is like seventy four fucking inches. It's hard to put on enough muscle that it looks like anything. 
Whereas like if your wingspan is like 60 inches, which is it's like, holy shit. Wow. It's like, well, you, you know, I'm 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 Lil. <laughs> if you took my cheesy bicep, oh you can't even see it, and uh shrunk it to a five six person's arm, it might be cool. Holy shit, yeah, so it would just keep going up. <laughs> like the muscle keeps like bulging up and up as the as like the elbow to shoulder like right? shrinks down. Like if you were to do that, I don't know. Like I bet Athlean X is a little fucker too. How tall is that bastard? Is he lying? Is he wearing false <laughs> uh, <laughs> lifting shoes? You got lifts on, bro. Athlean X height. He's five eight, according there to the you internet. He's yeah, you're fuckers. right. These, these guys uh, are not as tall as you imagine. No, huh. you, you see them; they're all like ripped as fuck, and for some reason, like Schwarzenegger's six one. Like, like you're, you, you, I don't know. Six one, huh? Yeah. I think like Juji is towering like, Inferno or anything, but, I think but he's not a little guy either. Juji's like 5'11", I think, and he is a monster. Yeah. He's up. Yeah. Juji's back. It's, it's unbelievably broad. It's it's shockingly big. They've what's the news on this? So three days ago. I was gonna write you guys about this. I'm like, I'm being such a drama whore, I'll just not send it. But <laughs> he hasn't uploaded a video in a month. And I stop by their most recent video every so often to see like is there one? Did I miss it? I enjoy their content. What's up? Juji and Tom, I think, are no longer working together. They've unfollowed each other on Instagram, and there's supposed to be an official announcement soon. So I guess I'll go to Juji's Instagram and look for it. I did not know any of this. It still says Juji and Tom on their YouTube channel. Yeah. What is it? Juji Mufu Instagram? I, yeah, I found his Instagram, but there's nothing like... I've decided not to talk shit about people who could eat me, so... Oh, I'm not talking shit. Yeah, I would have Yeah, but I that. was going. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, like, dude, you're looking... Juju, you're looking really small, bro. <laughs> I, uh... I, I just wonder what... Like, I really enjoy their content. I wonder what the future of the channel is. I'm just... I'm a viewer that who likes their stuff, and it's like... What is a Juji video without Tom in it? At first, you're like, it, I'm, I'm now maybe I'm talking. Juju seems like the star of the show, right? Because he's the guy that you don't bump into every day. You can go to the mall and there's only one Juji there, but there could be a couple of Toms. Um, but now I'm like, wait a minute, no Tom? He did all the editing. He did this. He did that. Suddenly, I'm missing Tom, and he's not even oh, missing shit. yet. Does he have a cracked version of Sony Vegas 10? <laughs> well, goddamn, why didn't you say so, son? I, oh, he, I can also... clip it, he can clip and drag. <laughs> he can me. <laughs> man got some serious rendering skills. <laughs> I think he came up with a lot of the video ideas. Like when they did reacting to other, uh, <laughs> other people's diets or, you know, they did like a thousand reps of biceps or something in a row and and uh i don't know i'm just like oh what what's it gonna be without tom i guess we'll see yeah i mean if there's gonna be a flip book <laughs> <laughs> i mean if there is a rivalry i will go team juji because he has bigger muscles yeah I, look i just want to see the the mountain man like like like, like i i'm impressed by juji um it, you know, maybe I don't watch enough. Maybe Tom has some charm that that I just haven't picked up on watching their their show. I enjoyed him when he was here. 
you know, like, like it was fun mm-hmm. chatting with him and everything. But I really wanted to like talk to Juji mostly because like he's he ha- he is interesting because he's he looks draw. interesting. Like like to me, he's the draw. Like like we talk about these other fitness YouTubers, I think their their look and and what they've achieved, their their body's a resume to some extent. And and, and like when I look at Athlean X, despite the fact that Ashley uses fake weights and 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 gives out bullshit information and lies with his 10 million subscribers. Um, it's a very impressive physique that requires tons of uh, hard work and discipline. You nailed it with the discipline, work ethic, you name it, all of the above. That's his, that's his, uh, his, his resume. And the same is true for someone what Greg just said, except for he's got it on paper, right? IFBB mm-hmm. pro, you know, fucking, he's got trophies and medals and shit. Education. And you, know, you look at somebody like Derek, and he's got it in spades, not only the physique, but listen to the man speak for five minutes. And you're like, not, this is someone who is passionately educated. Is the, you know, like, like, like I, would, I would lean on his expertise as much as uh, an endocrinologist because the endo or is more. doing this because it's their job. Derek's doing it because it's his fucking passion. It's what he cares mm-hmm. about. You know, the, the, the same way, like if I were looking for a, a movie suggestion, I might not pick the guy working by the behind the counter at a Blockbuster if it still fucking existed, but I might pick the guy who's past he's a fucking cinephile and all he does is fucking study this shit because he loves it, not because mm-hmm. he's getting paid minimum wage to do it. That, that's kind of how I look at that. And with Juji, going back to where we started, he's a fucking mount like he's gone too far, frankly. Like, like he's beyond any sense of aesthetics. He's a golem of a man, and that's <laughs> fascinating. Yeah, and, and it's fun to see him. And not only and he's agile, not, seeing him do a backflip. Yeah, he's a fucking like trick. Two hundred seventy-five. I'm guessing two hundred seventy-pound ninja. Like it, it, it's it like when you saw him bouncing around in that yeah. like rubbery suit thing he was in. Did you uh, see him do it at that size? He did a backflip in jeans. Oh, does it all oh, the time. Those gotta be barbell jeans. Let's be fair, but I can't do a backflip butt naked on a trampoline. So I would, I would do like a six hundred pound deadlift and then do a backflip in celebration. And it's yeah. like none <laughs> of the other that. guys could do that. So yeah. he's amazing. I will say, uh, for me personally, like I, I agree with everything you just said. When Tom got that Brad Pitt body. Suddenly, he had a resume that appealed to me, too. And also, Tom being very open with his story on how he was you know, not emotionally the best version of him, and he fell out of shape and then got back into it. I like that. It was inspiring for me. I think he was completely honest, though. Because he's not... I feel like he, I feel like he should have been like, yeah, well, you know, I went on steroids, and uh, I got coached by Juji, and we worked for eight months, and then this is what I did. Like, like... If you're in it, nothing wrong with using steroids, but let us know. Let us know. Like, like yeah. what I don't like is when the fake natty thing is, it's a whole fucking, it's clickbait at this point. Like, it's absurd. Like, I'm tired of seeing it on my feed. Fake natty, fake natty, fake natty. But still, it is kind of a douchebaggery thing to do, especially yeah. if you're selling a product, whether that's, that product is you or a fucking... If you if you're fucking injecting yourself with 500 milligrams of test a week, but then you're like, oh, this all came from this little bottle of fucking amino acids, boys. Yeah. Get your 
get your fucking FPS amino acids. They're the best. All right, fucker. Like, like, like you can do both at the same time. You can be like, look, I'm enhanced, but these are the best aminos that money can buy. There's no, notice it's in a brown fucking paper bag. Yeah. Cause it's the cheapest way to get them to you. You didn't notice that like, look at the back, this, this, and that like, do that. Like, like tell me they're good aminos. Explain to me what aminos do, but don't act like you are built from this. Don't, don't, don't equate this to this, you know, like, like just be honest about it. I, I yeah. use Derek's pre-workout. It's called gorilla mind gorilla something. Mind. Yeah. Or gorilla, but, gorilla mode. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's no bullshit workout. Like I, 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 the first time I put a scoop in, I'm like, oh, he went with dishwater color. Well, that's a bold choice, but okay, let's, yeah. <sighs> here we go. And it actually tastes pretty good, but on the, on the can, it's like, I'm going to paraphrase. This shit is gritty. We don't cheap out with ingredients. Being not gritty is not our top priority. So stir it between every sip. And I'm like, and, and you look at the ingredients though, when it's just packed with like creatine, there's a stim and non-stim. Basically, he went full effective mode, and it tastes good. But you have to stir it. He didn't put pink in there or whatever. You know, might, might be in some no other colors. Mode. There's yeah. no colors. It's just it does taste good. So I guess he, he put some effort into that. It but, looks like. Um, it looks like dishwater. It tastes oh. good, and you have to stir it every time. As a matter of fact, after I drink it, I put a little more water in there, and then I get whatever wasn't in there <laughs> for the. What, what flavor is it, or do you not know? There's a bunch. There's a uh, there's like a lemon lime. There's a fruit punch. The good ones, all the classics. Okay. Yeah, all uh, the all the classics. But shit. like, I grew to appreciate. Like, oh yeah, he didn't cheap out in any ingredients. He didn't prioritize like solubility over effectiveness, and yeah. and like. Turn he prioritized L-citrulline because that's what you would fucking want. Like he didn't put beta alanine in there because he doesn't want you to have an itchy asshole. He wants it. It's you know, I like that. Beta alanine is stupid and I hate it. And yeah, I, but I do take, I take L-citrulline in like pill form. I, have I think it has time. creatine in it too. And I was you like, I was like, oh, it has creatine. I wonder if it has enough. Yes, it has enough. It's fucking Derek shit. Derek doesn't give you trace amounts of stuff. He gives you all of it. Full five grand. Derek yeah. makes the pre-workout that Derek would want, and then he sells it. And like that's I don't know. That, that's all I want now. It is the best pre-workout on the market. Um, like I mean, you, Greg Doucette did a video like top five pre-workouts on the market today. Number one is Gorilla Mo. Like like it's. And, and at, the, at the end, you know, Greg's a huge. I want to be nice to Greg on the internet. Greg knows how to market things. Greg likes making money, and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with either of those things. So I shouldn't be a shithead. But <laughs> calm down. Leave it there. <laughs> I'm trying to think at the end, he's he, he's like, it's the best pre-workout on the market until. I make a pre-workout yeah. <laughs> coming soon. But it's just like, it's, it's like, it's all he could do to like give Derek that one. Like, like yeah, Derek. It's, the same the as the girl. <laughs> it's yeah. the same, and it's true. It, it really is like, because like what, what, what he says, right? Because mo what most companies will do is they'll be, they, they wouldn't, they'll have their proprietary blend. Anything yeah. with a proprietary blend is bullshit. Okay. Don't, don't buy anything ever that has proprietary blend. Because that's just so they can 
well, that's hide the true. amounts of things that are in other things. Like, 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 oh yeah, we've got El Citrulline in here. So it's a major, it's a great ingredient for to get to getting big pumps, which is a big part of what a pre-workout's all about. And it's 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 like, well, how much? Is it is it the maximum effective dose? I don't know what that dose is, but let's say it's seven and a half milligrams. Oh no, it's it's 0.7 milligrams. Oh, so 10, 11 scoops then to like. Mm. Well, yeah, if you want your, your maximum dose of L-citrulline, Derek's like, no, one scoop will do it. Two, if you really want to go hardcore, it's like one scoop of Derek's shit has enough of everything. And everything. two is the dose that, that <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you just really want to max everything completely out. You look at how much creatine you need, and one scoop is all you need. Yep. Uh, it, is it five grams or five milligrams, 5,000 milligrams? It's, I think it's five grams. Yeah, yeah. five grams. But this five is why grams. we went to the right guy. For building out the load stack, no corners cut. Yeah. Everything tested. The it's essentially done. By the way, if anyone's curious about that, we all have yeah, the all final done. version of load stack. And what's going on right now is we're taking it to make sure that uh, it's going to be effective. Because um, I don't want to give too much of the proprietary blend away. <laughs> uh, but um, after I just said the thing about proprietary, yeah, you said that, and I was like, this is the case of I, I. Maybe every I, don't, I don't want I don't you know. going to I don't, I don't want you going around and shopping out like every ingredient to the to the product because mm. we took a lot of fucking time and effort and I was a fucking chemistry set for the last three fucking months taking I send these guys pictures of the pills I take it's double <laughs> fistfuls it of pills I've been taking like doing this thing like it's a like, snack I'm not a, if he's hungry before meal meals between meals I should say he takes pills pills. <laughs> It's like I'm telling you, it, it was. It's like eating was, a softball. It's, it's food. There were de- two dozen pills at a time. It is not an exaggeration. Two dozen pills every day is what I have been taking for months. But he's <laughs> like, narrowed it down. He's made it. We've loud. narrowed it down. We removed ingredients that didn't seem uh, effective. We increased the ingredients that that were most effective to the levels that are safe. We're very careful not to go overboard with that because some. You know, selenium, for example, in extra high doses has negative side effects, but eh, just the right amount, maximum load. Uh, in any case, one of the ingredients uh, was going to require like a separate bottle because uh, it's a gel cap. And it was like, ah, but maybe we can make this in a powdered form. And so we had a special, I don't know if lab is the right word. Uh, but the man, we had a manufacturer create a dry version of a wet ingredient essentially so that we could get everything in, uh, when I say one pill, I don't mean you're only taking one pill, but one ninth of your dose is in, of everything is in each pill. You take nine, nine pills (laughs) per day. All at once. They're not, they're not horse pills. They're regular size. They're, they're very small uh, veg, vegetable caps. Uh, you know, like, like the, you know, if you're familiar with those. I mean, I'm on it, I've been on it for a few weeks now. And like I've, I'm noticing, you know, holding pattern in the in the cum department. So that's all good news. Same, same. And, and uh, I talked to Derek about this like last week and he was like, yep. Keep using it for a while. We'll make 100% sure that it's going to be good. We don't want to put out a shitty product. And I was like, yep, yep, it looks good to me. Um, the bottle's massive. So that's the other thing. It's um, fucking big. And that's like a month's supply, isn't it? It's th- Wait, nine pills a day? There's no way that 
bottle had three months supply. It's got 180 pills in it. Yeah. Yeah. So one so, month's supply. No, it's three months. Mm, nine pills sure? a day. Yeah, That's nine the, times nine. Nine times 90. Wait, hold on. What are we doing? I don't know. I, I'm real sleepy right so now. Let's nine, do this. Nine, hold on. We can do this, guys. I know we can do it. There's nine pills. There's 180 in the bottle. Every 10 days, that's 90. So every 20 days, it's 180. Every 30 days, it's 270. In any case, you're going to get... Is there a 20-day supply in there? It'll no, be a bigger bottle or some shit. I don't know. I'm sure we're going to do 30-day supplies um, yeah. first, at least. But it's a big honking bottle of pills. <laughs> You take nine at a time. We'll put it in his freaking... Uh, in the pre-workout the, bottle. The pre-workout bottle. That's what I'm going for. It's like a jug. <laughs> Let's fill that thing. Yeah. We uh, we said we'd, we'd, we'd make a fucking load stack. And uh, no we way. got in business with somebody who likes to make good shit, like we said. And um, and so it's taken a minute. But what we what we release when it happens, which has got to be soon, because I, yeah. I think we got it nailed with the formula... Um, and the label labels funny. Uh, uh, I, I, it's going to be a good product and I think it's going to be priced pretty well too. Uh, so, so, uh, I hope so. Uh, you know, it started out as I was serious from the very beginning about like doing oh, like, like, yeah, but like I still get messaged. Like, that was a joke. Right. And I'm like, no, no, I've been that. working on this for months. <laughs> Kyle and I have been on cum stacks of our own creation for years. At this, well, point. Uh, not years, but like okay, well, many months. Time, like, come on, like, amp it up, like we're experts here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be a hundred percent honest about it. We were talking about fucking pills somebody's going to be putting in their body, but but you know, yeah. we, we we've tested them. Everything that's in there is fucking safe and legal and all that shit. Of course, and uh, and it's really really effective. You know, uh, I, I, I told the story a few shows ago about coming into condoms and measuring my volume. You know, I've, I've, I've taken this uh, about as far as any reasonable or unreasonable human being would. No, you left reason long ago. <laughs> as soon as I got out the fucking syringes and started drawing cum <laughs> out of used condoms, I think reason was in the rear view fucking mirror. Dude, that's like that, fucking serial killer shit. That's some serial killer shit for sure. But no. that's what we do for the RSK Nation. All right? We draw, we, we draw cum out of condoms, out of used condoms, with syringes. Sometimes they weren't even his condoms. No. <laughs> no. He would go to the park because you need a baseline. <laughs> you know, I went back to that episode where Taylor was talking about bug chasing. <laughs> went to all the hot spots. That all the yeah. good ones. All those pause all the good ones. All those pause loads. <laughs> I want to find more pause load shit. That was <sighs> most upset. That was my that was one of the that was such a great passage. I love that. What site did I even find that on? Fuck. Uh, wasn't it Reddit? Mm, no, Bug Chaser? Maybe it was a... Oh, maybe it, been a, was a it was It was it, an even better site than uh, dickflash.com, which was... It, it's that's Sexualassault.com. Yeah, exactly. I haven't, I haven't checked if that's still up, 
but that's the one where it's like literally guys like talking about committing crimes. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah, here's, here's crime. a video of me coming on an unsuspecting Asian woman. By the way, you know, and then like someone else will comment like, yeah, I recognize that store, San Francisco. And they're like, yeah, it's like, what are you? making it even easier for people to catch you doing this what do you what's wrong or the 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 passages where someone will be like my my mother-in-law was over and she thought i was just wearing my robe unaware but i stood there having a conversation with her with my penis out for about five minutes it was thrilling and it's like i put myself in the that poor mother-in-law who's like this fucking maniac my daughter married is showing me his dick in the kitchen again on purpose. One was a, a grandpa who was getting off showing one of his granddaughter's friends his dick, like unexpected, like, oh, I accidentally came out of the shower. It's it's a ghoulish place. Dickflash.com. Probably going down any day now since it's just a, a log of people on the sex assault registry app or whatever the fuck that would be called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're almost at the end. Oh, did you guys see Trump's taxes got turned over? <coughs> yes. Nope. So, apparently, I don't know where this is going to go, but if Trump is guilty, the case is fairly easy to make. Uh, the case is that he claimed his buildings were worth a lot when he wanted to borrow money, but very little when he wanted to pay taxes, right? So... Uh, it's not hard for the prosecutors to compare his taxes to his loan applications and find him guilty. It's a, I've heard it called a paper case where like there is no clever testimony or anything you can do to... You can't claim fluctuations in, in valuation? I, I guess it depends on the times there. You know, like if, if they're the same day, then no. If they're three weeks apart, then now I'm confused. I don't know, right? Yeah, I think he's okay. I, I, I that would be my defense. I suspect he's super guilty, but I also feel like there's a more than one justice system and, you know, he's rich and he's powerful and nothing will happen, I guess. Nothing ever seems to, but um, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting that his taxes finally got turned over. So there's two people going after his taxes. One is the politicians in the House, and they didn't get it. If they do, uh, what they say on the news is that, like, It'll go public in minutes. Those guys are leakers. But who did get it were the state attorneys in New York. And they're not leakers, apparently. So they're not convinced that you and I will ever see his taxes because of this. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I. My guess is he'll be A-OK. Yeah, probably. Rich people usually are. He always has been. So, yeah, I... Why would you think it'd be different this time? The man's slippery. I think he's got a very bright future. I think if if as long as like he doesn't get ill or uh, you know suddenly pass away because he doesn't look like the healthiest guy, I think that Trump has, in the next four years Trump is going to do some big things. I, I think that that poll said that like nearly fifty percent of the Republican Party is willing to jump ship and be a Trump party. Um, makes him I, powerful. I, that makes him incredibly powerful. I, uh, but he's so old, man, and he's so fat. Like we've said it before, like those those years in the seventies. He might lose weight now that he's like. Like I would not be surprised if he if he lost some. I bet that job was stressful as fuck. Like just he's say what you will stress. about like. I think he's good at putting on a a good 
a, a brave face in in the face of stress or whatever like like okay. like, like like you know but clearly like he was eating to like deal with some like uh, some stressors or something through this whole thing maybe the travel maybe like i was going to say like how easy it would it was in the white house or or to be like go get me this go get me that but he's had that forever he's always had that mm-hmm. like like it's not like he had that diet coke button in trump tower i mean that would make one. sense like being under high stress lots of people gain weight yeah we'll see we'll, we'll see. see i, I, I don't think know he's got how a bright unhealthy future. he was I, I i might be um he wasn't that fat back in the this day This might be my bias but i remember he couldn't drink with one hand anymore when he walked down that ramp at the west point after um his was it is it called a commencement speech is that what he gave something like that yeah um there were times when he looked really frail and i didn't fault him for the walking carefully because like the downside to tripping is gargantuan and the upside to like jogging downstairs is minor like like if you one foot always in front of the other like you know, like you do if you were hurt. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's got his lifts on. All the cameras True. are on him. Yeah, I maybe it's what, hard. Whenever I saw him like walking down the steps of maybe it's the Capitol building. Uh, it was whenever like it was him and Melania and Obama and Michelle. And they were walking, I believe, down the steps of the Capitol. And those steps remind me of like the steps from the Joker or the steps from the exorcist. If you remember how steep and scary those were, it's like, God damn, it's just like, they're really falling off and they're really close together. Like, like I would be careful going down those stairs. I'm not trying to defend this guy. Like clearly out of shape, not, I'm worried at, I'm over prosecuting. Maybe I'm seeing like, I'm like, I think remember it's somewhere his in the worst middle. moment. Um, he's no Obama. He's not, he's not fucking like Obama yeah. could fucking looks athletic especially in the white house i mean he was playing ball with like you know nba players not not that he's competing or anything but like they're in the they're back there like having a little fun little game like like running around and he's got cardio and like 20 years older and much 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 fatter yeah you know out of shape not an athlete or anything like that but i think i don't think frail I, i i saw the water thing that was you all know, the time, like, by the know, way. Frail, I think of as like very, very thin. You know what I, I my my guess, like trying to play devil's advocate, he's got so much makeup on that like a dribble of water, and he's got a Giuliani situation. Catastrophic. I didn't. I never thought of that. I thought it was a stabilization thing. Like he needed, like he could maybe be. He shakes or something, and two hands fixes it. Yeah. But I was. The I'm just st- with the stimulants he that he supposedly takes too, that could make you that makes you real shaky. Although okay. if he's still on that cold medicine or whatever, and he's that heavy, that is incredibly unhealthy because his heart is always taxed, and he's got like like it should be upping his metabolism literally by like you know speeding up the heart rate. Oh. So he should be like burning. He should be losing weight. You know that that, pe- that people take that shit to lose weight, but he's like clearly gained weight in spite of it you're right it'll be interesting if he loses a bunch of weight yeah i after the presidency we'll see i it's my prediction that he can win the nomination but not the presidency but we'll see you know a lot of it depends every all these uh 
re-elections are really referendums on the <coughs> incumbent. So who knows? Biden's had, I think, a pretty popular first 30 days, whatever he's had. He's got the kids in cages. AOC's giving him a lot of flack. Fair, fair. He's uh, not winning over the far left. He's going to get us into... His approval ratings are higher than Trump's ever were at any point in his entire four years. Uh, That's a thing. So he's gotten off to a pretty good start. But he's got like three years, 11 months left. Let's see uh, you know, where this goes. Oh, no, he doesn't. He won't be president for all four years. I think he's... Uh, this always happens. You inherit bad things and good things. I think despite Trump really doing a terrible job, the first 50%, 75% of COVID, the last in the last days of COVID, it seemed like he finally got his shit together and the vaccine is rolling out. Operation Warp Speed or whatever he called it worked very well. And, uh, and Biden inherited a cure to COVID-19. And now he's rolling it out. They, they didn't very, even have the vaccine when I was president. Yeah, he's rolling it out very effectively. I, I saw a statistic the other day that the United States is vaccinating more. They were like, the United States vaccinated more people yesterday than Canada has total. Yeah, but, and I think know. that that's a continue. It happens every day. Yeah, it's over. It it keeps going up. Like it, I think it's like a million and a half people a day now. Like nine, ten percent of the United States population. Um, I think in North Carolina specifically, someone who's a North Carolina resident is, is one of the 50 patrons. And he was saying that maybe maybe they've opened it up like to, to, to a bigger group of people there already. Like you may be able to get it by now. Um, I want that Pfizer vaccine. Um, I'll say this. I, guys that are coming with me to Colorado, you really need to get your fucking vaccine. I, you know who I'm talking to specifically. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. You're one of my favorite people. You're you're top fifty human beings I know. Okay. <laughs> Please don't be anti-vax. I, I I don't even. I feel personally. I'll attacked. still go on the trip with you, but if somebody else objects, then I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> you have if to somebody, tell me like, who I, it is. I'll write it. <laughs> oh, I didn't. <laughs> He says he's young. He's healthy. He doesn't he get those he, things. He is young and healthy. That's and true. he doesn't trust the vaccine. And I'm just like, yeah, but we're all going to be in a house together. And yeah, and we're gonna. You'll stay in the house the whole time, though. Yeah, but I don't know what he. Those like, what if he has it? And he brings it in. I don't care because I'm going to have the vaccine. So I guess I, I guess I don't care now that right. I think about it. Now that I reevaluate the situation, if for it, at first I was like. No, we all need to be vaccinated, but as long as I'm vaccinated. That's the cool part about the vaccine compared to a mask, right? I need you to wear a mask so I'm safe. Apparently, that's how it works. Yeah. But I need me to get a vaccine so I'm safe, which puts it on me, which is where I want it. Agreed. 100%. Yeah, I guess now, now that I've thought about it a little more, I guess I just don't get I don't give a shit if he vaccinates or not. I mean, for his own health, he should. But uh, if he doesn't trust the vaccine, he thinks he's young and healthy, which is a bit, uh, very true. A lot of people that it, don't uh, trust the vaccine like yeah. the J&J &J one more. It's built on traditional tech. It's one dose, and it's approved now. Maybe he'll like that one. I doubt our boy likes flu shots. So, like, okay. But but I, I'm getting in line. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the fucking shot. 
I'm pretty autistic already, so what's the worst could happen? <laughs> I go back the other way, be able to have uh, interpersonal relationships again, and, and and not and not count every square that's in a room. Um, I am going to yeah. use that line. <laughs> Maybe cure <laughs> <through> my autism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it made me so autistic that it came back around yeah. the other way, and now if I'm I get able this to, vaccine and to don't have the same meal two times yeah. a day for life. That'd be something. It's like the Jim Gaffigan joke where he's like, he's so fat he wants to eat his way through to the other side. <laughs> 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 Just circle around. But uh, <sighs> anyway, you guys want to call it a show? I am hungry. I need yeah. Something. PKA 532. No outros? No, sir. Oh, cool.